The following podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only. Nothing said on the podcast should be construed as investment advice, nor should anything said be relied upon as the basis for any investment decision. Any reference to an investment's past or potential performance is not and should not be construed as a recommendation or as a guarantee of any specific outcome or profit. All opinions expressed by hosts or guests on the podcast are solely their own personal opinions and do not reflect the opinion of Everymickle.com or any company affiliated with the hosts or the guests. Hosts and guests on the podcast may maintain positions in securities discussed in the podcast. Neither Evermickle.com nor its affiliates or subsidiaries warrant the completeness or accuracy of the opinions expressed herein and they should not be relied upon as such. Strategies and investments discussed may fluctuate in price or value and may not be suitable for you. They do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation or needs, and they are not intended as a recommendation to buy or sell any security mentioned. Speak to a licensed investment advisor before making any investment decision. What's good? Uh, not much. All right. My, so my sound sound sounds okay, right? You can hear me clearly. It, it's not it's not great to be honest. Oh boy. All right, I think yeah, this will be as good as it can get for now anyway. Um so let's just run with this. Evening everybody, welcome to this week's brick talk. It'll be a shorter brick talk. Um and I don't think we'll Indeed. have a YouTube a YouTube uh stream this evening we're just doing audio this evening the lie detector determined that was a lie so welcome to the, the brick talk on the boring in air quotes market i'm randy that's danai no i'm danai there we go and uh danai is an advisor but i'm not and uh, nothing that's done or said on this show should be taken as financial advice Neither of us are acting as financial advisors. No, and then I only act as a financial advisor when he's officially in a session. Having said all of that, welcome. Yep. Um, if you want to join in the conversation at any point in time, send a speaking request and we'll be more than happy to hear your thoughts. Otherwise, you'll hear whatever Dana and I want to talk about. And then we'll be done. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so this is a short episode, as we say, it's a, a nice, uh, short, hopefully nice, a short episode this week. Um, then I was calling a financial advisor a while ago, I realized, hey, yo, that's a deadly term these that's days. That's what I have about insurance. Oh, yo, yee, <laughs> boy, street rough. Oh, my God, one chop, my God. <laughs> you, you know, I, I was saying to myself earlier, like, 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 you know that moment he did, like, so I was, I was thinking to myself, I'm saying, boy, like, like, is, is the people find the field or the, are the field find the people? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, 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 it's, it's crazy. Is, How much that now? Boy, I'm gonna know. When I was prepping to come on for this, I saw another one come out about another interview shot. Yeah, man, bro, that is madness. People, more, uh, and the moment they had was, but it just makes sense. I mean, if you're a thief, then they will put yourself beside people's money, right? Why? I guess God. So. But well, I guess there's a lot of questions to ask. Me with my little small knowledge of the space, I mean, I'm not necessarily surprised because as I want to know about the space, I think yeah. more people know are maybe wise enough to what, what, you think wise? Yeah, man, what I've been saying for years. Say, yo, listen, one, 
you, if you have enough sense, you can manage your money. No matter what mm-hmm. situation you're in, you need to have an eye on your money. You need to be able to at least... You have to know what's going on your money. Yep. It should be... It should be, it should be you should at least be able to, to um, touch base with the person or persons that have um, control over it. If not, if mm-hmm. you can't touch it yourself, yeah, nothing in this space is beyond you. From you can read, from mm-hmm. you can go shop and come back with the right change, you can invest on your own. And these days, it yep. might be very, very important that you are the one um, doing it yourself, boy. Wow. Hey, again. They, 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 yeah, no. Keep your life that still. Just so. Just so. Just so, boy. The worst part, him again, it, it's the first people are speculating on how it's fine out. And you might have, like, you might have, like, how these things usually go. The, the person is being done to find out and you have to say something. It's not the internal, oh my god, bells ring, something fine out, you know? It's usually general, what they don't look right, and then you go check it. Yeah, um, yeah, that's what I said to that. Yeah, it's, that's crazy. That's, it's crazy. It's a, it's a hot week, boy. A hot week. And, Brother. And I think, why not? I, I think maybe a lot more people. I mean, you. I, I hate to be. I don't want to be all doomy and gloomy, but it's one of those things where you know, like, there's more. Mhm. There's more. Yeah, it's all. It's all. It's all we know, right? Yeah. It's all we know of. Much we don't know. Of. Yeah. I mean, the the good thing is that more eyes being put in that direction. So yeah. Why? Why well, see some of the numbers done? I wonder. Like I literally wonder, yo, what could it? Where? Where could it go? You you wonder what that's right. Like, it does. Yeah. So yeah, some of the things we hear don't make sense. Like, some of the numbers don't make sense. Like where? So yeah, do like, like yeah. so ah uh, cool. Wait, wait, wait uh, at what point did you think you know it's this kind of enough? Like this. What was the plan initially? <laughs> like, ah, oh, cool, I'm going to rob them and a bag of money. It, it, it must find at some point. It must see at some point. And if not, what am I going to do with it? So that, that's going to be so normal for my life. I'm, at least, I always wonder what to be in that situation. Like, like, they, must, they must be sweating bricks at night. Like, they, they, they must be... Like, they, they see good at night. Like, they, they, they're not free. <laughs> when I get it. And what, like, where, where does it go? What do you use? What do you use it for? Yeah, yeah, it's... Oh God! It does not. It does, oh gosh! I don't get it at all for you. Wait, you six million. Where are you doing it? Six million US. Where are you doing it? Oh me? And and that no, no, not you. Like a person stealing it. What, what the hell are you doing? You hear me? That's a. Like what are you doing? Oh. The, like, in a team, six million USD. What's the plan? Like, you're gonna buy what? And, I, and then. Where do you reason? If, if me affordable KYC, I say, yo, Jano Star, I forgot to tell bank how much, where you get the money. Everybody's worried that. At that level, it's the it, it's much touch bank money. And you're teething it from a bank. So, whew, that's crazy. It's crazy. I, I, that I, is... I, 
truly trying to understand. Like I'm tempted. I want to. I want to play like the game. Like, what would you do with it? What would you do with it? Like seriously, what would you? What would you do with it? Me, me, me can't two, choose, brother. Two million US. What do? You, what do you do with it? And then. So after, so after, and it's so after, and it's like, you know, again, the people that, the people that in the position, in the position, people that do these things, people that in the position do these things. <sighs> it, it's not like they have a typical, like, you know, enough man say, you get a, a bag of money right now, you know, go get a, a big house or whatever. You get me, like, get a house. Yeah. The people that do these things, they often, you know, the house sat out or the chair sat out, like, where you buy? <laughs> you see those teeth? That's crazy. Yeah, I think I think that's just the the one and like the... I really want to understand it. And like to a lot of people, I mean I, I get I get that to a lot of people. It's big, it's a big number in, in any in any space anywhere in the world. It's a big number. It's a big number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's a number that puts you in a certain class. Of exactly. Like, if you, if you look on six million account and say never take this. You, 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 you must be far from reality in my head. And again, like, what do you do with it? <laughs> exactly. I, 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 you sat down and say, I'm going to take all... I, what was the plan? What happened to the money then? What actually happened to the money? You get me? I, 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 boy, I'm going to read. No, 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 no. That's crazy. It's, it's, it's mad. It's, it's mad on a level that I can't... You just not compute, you know much. Yes, at, at all, like, like I, <laughs> I try to figure it out, but it don't it don't it don't make sense to me. It don't make it. Alright, let me let me let me look for my calculator. What's this? Ah, that's like what, like one point odd bill. Yeah, if I'm on tea funny and buy food. I mean, like, you need, you need food, it makes more sense than that. And then, when I read, like, it does, it's over my head. Like, oh, you teeth 1.2 billion, like, ah, cool, what's not, what now? Yo, elite diagnostics, uh, entire market cap is exa- 1.1 billion. Brother, brother, and you just, you tell us, cash, that's all. And usually, it's like, oh, cool, can't find the money, so it means you don't quite spend out already, right? So, what do you spend it on? And what? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Yeah. Imagine, imagine buy, imagine something buy, imagine buy something that's actually your general that little expensive, like like somebody buy a yacht. Uh, give me a, 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 a super expensive car. I don't think you'd, With, you could. That, that'd and, be dumb. Yeah, exactly. But then, uh, if you're stealing that much money, then your plan was to spend that much money, right? You said, yeah. You get it, it just don't make sense. <laughs> ah. And if, 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 imagine just having, imagine like, as I said, they must be fretting a good amount. Imagine, imagine being in a position where, yo, I keep more money than I can spend. A bag of it is on the account, same way. It must be like so hard. Like, imagine like you're, you're only thinking that you're only probably somebody else. Look at, just, just look at the wrong, look at, look at your file one day and say, that doesn't make sense. It's very easy to get to that get to that level. Like the person have this much money, this much money coming, and it just don't make sense. 
Imagine your, your whole life hinging on that. Guys, I hold it to me that 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 does not click in. Your Jetcon's market cap is six hundred million. <laughs> Tifa company. Right, broker's market cap is five hundred million. That's two listed companies you could buy entirely. Mm-hmm. Just so. And it don't work that way. So. Mm, exactly, you know, works so. That's a one line that maybe I just do market focus because that, that's where the money go immediately. But then, if you think it's like the people if, who have if, a plan if, for a exactly, if, if, if you never stay, ever if buy a exactly, if you're staying at that level, and you must have some level of general, some level of okay, this is what this happens at that level, right? So, you see, if 1.2 bill for the power fight, do you say that? I don't get it. I really don't. But, because any, any person thinking that never see 1.2 billion. Any person does okay, I'm gonna spend practically minority. You have to be at a strong level of your own. And it's not about <laughs> it's not about like level you talk you're talking about level you're talking about organized crime levels for that money. Like proper yo, there's a lot of things on this for that money to disappear properly. You get me? Uh-huh. Or this money can actually if you steal that money and spend it and it, and it's not a red flag. Or it, it, it may not caught on that. It went somewhere, yo. It just nobody can really look at that properly. It or maybe me wrong, I don't know. But that's crazy. But otherwise, yeah. where you really are spent. If you're not spending that, if you're not if you're not going to that, then yeah. your teeth is your pension. Like your teeth is for your you could have you could have stolen way less and live the same life you're gonna live. Because a lot of the money gonna be in that account for say like if 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 in the case that was get to steal and get away with it and live out, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. But to me, something either something more, or I just don't understand people that, that work like that. Yeah, I mean, granted, I don't think it's all one time. So I think it's. I, I, I know, but over time, it's, it's uh, one point two billion in a lifetime is still a lot of money to to us. Imagine 1.2 bills over a lifetime, 100 years. You can spend, you can spend that much money a year? If you spend a mil a day or four mil a day, take it 36 years to get, to get a, um, to spend a bill. I don't remember the exact calculation, but something like that. Like, it's not easy. I also can't, <laughs> I also can't fathom the money just sitting in cash. So I don't, I don't think people talk like it's cash, but I mean, practically, I, I can't imagine that it's just cash sitting there. That's also, that's also I wonder how that works. Yeah. If, if, to me, yeah, if it's cash, then that's just wild. If it's property theft, that's also wild. So it's a different way. But if you're leeching on a broker, then you can, you know. Because you, you, you imagine that too. I don't know actually the details of it. So I, I don't want to speculate more than so, but it could be your oh, journal. The money come in and you said spend, but you never actually spend it. So. Yeah, I think. So, well, some I ways, think... So, something, something go wrong. So, or something just never. Yeah, no, no. But that's mad. That's thief. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't. There's a whole lot more that needs to come out about it, but I think on the, on, a, on another from another angle, I think the space, the whole industry might now need um 
the whole industry might now need. But you know, I don't know if the industry will even give a damn like that. But to me, I can see the 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 the, the value now in um maybe like like something kind of has to be said, right? What do you mean? I mean, like trust wise, the general trust of the public is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it, the, things like this will definitely take away from it. And things like this, especially so much of it coming out in such a relatively short period of time. That's. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I know then, back I, in the day. How would that something be said? I don't, I, actually, I don't see anything being said. I don't know if it's how a that, situation. How would that come across? How that go I don't know if it's a situation where silence can ring, though, but then I, I don't know. I mean. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 I can't see that in, in Jamaica. You know, really, you know. Mm. I can't see. Yeah. I, I, who would go? Who would go? Who would go forward and who would say what? And to who? I, I don't even know. I have ideas, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it forward. I see Sir Barry just sent a, a speaker request. I don't know if I want to bring if he had. I don't know if he had something he wanted to say on this. Sir Barry, how are you doing? Sir, I'm good, man. Good. I'm good. Um, top of the evening to everybody. Same to you. Evening, evening, same to you. I know all, all things. I don't like I said, I don't know if it's something you want to comment on or 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 what. Yeah, so since this is primarily a, a stock investing group, you know, what I wanted to do is uh, give people some pointers about you know, we all invest with people who we trust. But there's our old statement, trust but verify, right? So there's a lot of ways to take this type of risk out of your portfolio, and it's not hard. So the first way is um, the JCSD, which each one of us who owns Jamaican stocks, we have a JCSD account, and you can get a password from the JCSD where you can go online and you can check the balance that's actually in your account. So that's held at the JCSD. So whatever the JCSD says your balance is, is what your real balance is. Right? Mm-hmm. So you might get a broker statement, and a broker statement will say you have, you know, a hundred thousand Scotia, a million NCB, and ten million Mayberry. Um and you can go on your JCD, JCSD platform and you can check that and see that it's really there. So trust but verify. Um, there's some other things, easy ways to check. Um, so, you know, when you're dealing with a good company, um, companies tend to send confirms directly to clients, not you might get a confirm through your financial advisor, but you should also be getting a confirm directly from the company that doesn't go through the advisor. So what that means is that once there's a trade on your account, you get a notification. So if you, you, you know, I mean, we get so many of these notifications, a lot of people don't read them, but, you know, just glance on it, make sure it's a trade that you actually ordered. And, mm-hmm. um, and so if it's coming directly from the company, um, the only way someone can tamper with your account and you don't know is if the company is actually in cahoots with the person, which, I mean, you're not really, 
if you see a situation like that, you need to move your account. I mean, I've never heard of that before. So, so that's the second way. And then the third way is like at MIL, we have the Maybury app. And, you know, you can bring up the app and you can see what's in your account. And then if you want to double check that, you can go and pull your JCSD statement on the computer and check that back against that. And it's supposed to match back. Exactly. So it won't have the cash positions in it, but it will have the all the stocks. The equity. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. for the people on your program, which are primarily stock investors, you know, I mean, these are some simple ways that you can check to make sure that your account is in good health. And um, so there's really, you know, no need for people to panic, you know, just trust but verify. Yeah. I agree with you there. In fact, for my money today, we actually have a, a feature that we're looking to, to put put together that will allow people to see that. that that's sort of verification, making it easy for them. But um, mm-hmm. until it's Everything. launched, I don't want to say too, too, I don't want to say too much. Right, yeah, I'm hearing you. Sorry, I was saying that um, for my money, JA, there's a feature that will help with that verification that we're looking to implement soon. So when we drop it, it will, it will help. But this, this situation, you're right, trust but verify. There's the reminder to people that at the end of the day, your finances are still your direct responsibility. So you still have yeah. to check in. <laughs> On them, you still have to check with them yourself. Yep. Thing there, J, J, J Trader, J Trader plugs into JCSD, so you have a live update on anything on your J Trader. It tells you the actual stocks you own in the portfolio on that JCSD number. So sometimes, like, there have been cases where you see like a difference between what the way J Trader actually says and what the broker statement says, and I've seen where that can help you do some of a remediation on anything going on with your account. So, yeah, so that's uh, that's anywhere you can check the JCSD directly, you're good to go. Yeah, Yeah, man, that's a a good point there. Um, so, sir, Barry, outside of of this shot, well, I mean, how how are you? How how do you view this from your perspective? Because you've seen years of this entire industry. I mean, has it ever really been? I I know it seems shocking now because there's a lot more reporting of it happening now, but. I mean, how, from your perspective, with a wider view and more ex- experience, how, how do you view this whole thing? You know, whenever something like this happens, it's disappointing. Um, you know, I I, um, I don't want to speak about this specific case, but just to say, you know, that, you know, fraud is, is that's why they call it fraud, right? Because there's always people out there trying to do bad stuff. And, um, you know, we all play a role in trying to minimize this. You know, as, as we we're talking about before, there are some techniques you can use to, to make sure that your own situation is safe. And, um, you know, we always have to be trying to, to upgrade the um, industry standards and the, and the individual firm standards to to create situations where if people choose to do these things, we catch them early. So, um, you know, I think this will definitely force some improvements in the industry standards, even though, you know, from my perspective, um, you know, there's a lot there that 
people could have been checking along the way so that they could have had an early warning about what's happening in their account. Um, so, you know. Yeah, that personal responsibility. I see you actually have a thing you always say. Um, was that take an hour? Oh, is that hour a week or a month? At least an hour a week, you know. And check out your stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's it's important. But, you know, I mean, this is not... This kind of situation it happens in every market. And oh, yeah. it's, 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 it's been going on for a long time. That's true. But every time it happens, you know, it's it's not good. It's not good mm-hmm. to have this happening. But, you know, we just all have to pull together and, you know, do our, put our, play our part and it will help to minimize these kind of things. Agreed. You know, well, so if the person who was managing that money, you know, obviously is not an expert at managing large sums of money because, you know, doing individual checks back to the source is a normal part of of that kind of activity. And that yeah. was <laughs> Because if they had looked at their JCSD statement, assuming his stocks, which I don't know, so Mm -hmm. I I don't really think, I I don't want to talk about that because I don't really know. But no matter what it is, you still have to do some checks and, you know, that kind of money don't just go missing overnight. Agreed, agreed. Some tools I never want to step on, but um, you're right. It's it, it, it can only and if it somebody. and if it went if it if it went missing overnight then I'm apologizing to the person in advance, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we also know that that kind of, well, yeah. Let me not speak on it at all because Yeah. Uh, yeah. We don't yeah, really know what head. happened. Yeah, I don't I don't know what's happening at all. And in brighter things I see that another tranche of your bonds have closed. Yeah, it's going very well. Um it's going very well, and you know, you know, since we launched, you see that a lot of other offers have come out with some of them, um, not exact same offerings, but some of them with uh, even much higher rates. Mm. So um, people are tending to buy off the higher, the ones with the higher yields first. Mm-hmm. So we have to be closing them going down because you know it doesn't make sense getting to you know overwhelmed with the more expensive stuff because you know we need a mix we need a mix so it's going very well so like you're also keeping an eye to the potential allocations i like that um you and i noticed that it is now being said by in multiple spaces that people are doing bonds and they're planning they're being very um open about the fact that they're planning to list them they plan to be tradable bonds. I see one large house mentioned up to, I think it's today, there was an article where they said... Was it tradable or list, are those listed on the thing there? Not tra- meaning, is it public, public on the public market or the private market that they're saying? I, the, the quote I'm remembering says listed it's on list. Exchange. I can't remember if I said private or public. I yeah, don't I was, think they I, I assume we were talking about the same thing, but yes. 
Yeah, I, I don't think they specified, but I suspect that it, it will be. I think the, the trend is going to become making it publicly listable, making it listable um, on the public side of the exchange, Indeed. not the private. Yeah, well, just the sheer numbers of the discrepancies in the market, I think, is going to drive that. And, you know, I, I will be very shocked if you don't see a lot more offerings like that. You know, because once it's tradable, I mean, it's just as good as a savings account. Um, you just have to look at the risk, you know, of each issuance. So, you know, depending on what the offer actually is, because it could be tradable but unsecured, mm-hmm. or it could be sec- tradable but secured. And depending on what the security is, of course, then that affects the level of the risk. Um, so I think people just have to make sure they read the prospectus because, you know, that's, that's key managing risk, mm-hmm. but I think you're going to have a lot more because it, it makes a lot of sense. I think it also going to affect the, um, the interest rates in those accounts. You're going to see them going up pretty fast. <laughs> I think so as well. <laughs> you know, you, and, um, you're talking about the savings account rate? Yeah, man. They're gonna oh. they're gonna start moving because you know even BOJ is talking about it, you know, you know, the average the last time I checked the average rates in those accounts was like you know point seven point five percent and it was over seven hundred billion dollars. Yeah. Um, last time so, I checked I checked a couple of months ago and it was at point four two on average across the commercial banks. Right. Yeah. And um you know, lots of people have a half a million, a million, two million, five million sitting in these types of accounts. So, you know, I don't, you know, if they even try take half of that body and buy a bar that enjoy, you know, 10, yeah, 20 times the return. I mean, that's a no-brainer, right? Mm-hmm. Well, so, I think so. And, yeah, and so these I, days, if you have it sitting in an account, you know, it is in my... I'm saying this, nobody else on the call is saying this. I'm saying, in my view, it is safer in an instrument than sitting in a savings account. In light of everything. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far, you know. I wouldn't go that far. You can go that no. far, but I can. I'm saying I'm speaking very plainly far. to the people who have been who have been messaging me that you know. in my personal view. That's all so, I see. But so one of the things I like to talk about a lot, which I don't own a lot of fixed income, never have personally. So my company, you know, we deal in a lot of fixed income. Our clients love fixed income. But me personally, I, you know, sometimes for a whole year, my money sits in cash if I don't see something I want to buy because I don't like the risk-adjusted returns of fixed income. You know, it to me, it's not paying you, you know, when you're earning 1% and 2% and 3%, you know, you're not really earning anything on your money. I, it, it makes no sense to me. I don't know why people do it. Mm-hmm. But people do it. You know, it's still the biggest asset class. So I'd rather own some stocks and... Um, you know, many stocks have gone bad on me, but the ones that have gone good always make up 10 times for the ones that go bad. 
Yep. Um, I, I tend not to have, I tend to avoid the goal bad side, but that's part of the game. But you're right, the, the payoff is way ahead of it. I've not seen mm-hmm. any reason to do it, but I, I've been public with the fact that my expectations for what is being done with the bond market now, I think, might change things. I'm expecting that it will change a lot of how that fixed income market looks. Um, and you're right, the pressure on savings accounts is real. Savings accounts, I, it, I, it, it never made sense before to me, but now there's literally no reason to not to still be doing it because even if you're just buying these bonds on it, the market, if you don't remember, just don't know. Exactly. So, exactly. like, um, the system at the JCSD where you have your individual accounts and stuff, I think, don't kill me if I'm wrong, but it's roughly about 30 years ago that we launched that system at the, at the stock exchange um, to, to provide better security to investors, right? Because back in the old days, you had to do paper transfers. And sometimes for months when you buy a stock, you don't actually get the stock for months because the system was so inefficient. And... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you would miss dividends. It was a nightmare. Treasure. So I was actually on that committee when we were working on that project. And um, we went to Costa Rica to look at, you know, what they were doing down there. Mm-hmm. And from way back then, you know, they didn't have any equities on their market. But what they had was listed bonds. And people were trading the bonds like how we trade stocks. Mm-hmm. So in, in the individual portfolios, you would see the guy with like 10 different bonds and he would say, well, okay, you know, this is what we're doing and, you know, I'm going to need some money next week to pay my kids school fees. So I'm going to sell some of this one and that one and so forth. So it's, it's, it's a real, I think it can be something really big. I think so too. Yeah. Um, I, I like, I, I'm a, I don't consider myself a historian, but I do read a lot of the older stuff, especially the older stuff when it comes to investing. And a lot of the market, especially the US market, pretty much was born out of bonds being traded. Yeah, um, the debt market is... <laughs> yeah, the debt huge. market is kind of where it started, yeah. Massive. And, I... I, and a lot of the listings from my little reading happened because of convertible debt. And then suddenly, this debt converted into ownership. So why not... And ownership, you know, moved around. And so and so it really was the bond trading that, that started. Again, mm-hmm. not an official historian, but anybody else who has read about it um, will, would have noticed the same trends, especially in the U.S. market. But going and back the to, to the, 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 um, the European markets, the, 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 the puppy market in Amsterdam. Sorry, Dana, you were saying something just now. Oh, uh, uh, I almost lost it. The... The bond market is opening up, like tradability and whatever. It also solves a lot of the issue of you know access to funding. It basically, people, a lot of people are more okay with putting money, putting debt money towards the you know the not so not so pretty companies like them coming up. Let's listen that debt and whatever versus putting actual putting actual stake in the company. So, I figure that that should also you should see more of that the earlier stage companies companies that are not necessarily looking to IPO on the thing the market. You might see some more in the bond market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the bank loan might not be so thing there. Might, might not necessarily be the, the, the first place these people stop mm. if things remain as they are. I, I'm not quite following your data. Can you expand a little? 
I'm saying thing there. People, people, smaller companies that might be looking to come to market, they have an option of going to the bond market instead. And people that necessarily they may not be looking to come to market, they want to go to a bank or go to a financial house and want to get a loan. The bond market that makes that makes that more accessible to them. Yeah, man. But I think that's definitely going on now. I think mm-hmm. the real exciting part for me is like, um, you know, it's it's like the democratization of investing in that. You know, as the market matures, it gives the average guy more opportunity to get a better return on their money. You know, and and um, in fixed income right now, if you if you're not accredited investor, you don't really have you can't access these kind of yields. You know, if you're just a guy with a, a five hundred thousand or a million or even a five million, you, you can't access eight percent, nine percent, no, that you don't get that. Mm-hmm. But with, with a tradable securities on a bond market, you can you can get that. And so um I think that to me is the exciting part, you know, because people's savings don't become more valuable to them. Yeah, I agree. So I, I think I wondered if that was going to be seen that is really the savings accounts that, that stand to benefit the most from this. And I guess the, the, the players who, who make or earn off the savings accounts might not like that as much. But like you said, I've seen... But they're playing the same ring. Do, do the same thing. But if yeah, I, I, my... I, don't think, I don't think it affects them that much. And it's a huge, huge market. Mm-hmm. I mean... And I think the people who see this first will be people that are already in the investing ring. Yeah, the first crack in the dam don't really look big at first, you know. But that's that's where the dam fails. <laughs> no, it's it's I don't look it's not about failing, um, Randy. You see, you know, we always want to, to have the sophistication and the you know, the growth and all of that that the, that, that, that you see in the G seven. But this is part of what drives that, you know lots of variability in financial opportunities and financial interest. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it all works out, you know. They'll be fine. Yeah. This oh, is I just a no drop in the bucket. I have no doubt that they'll be fine. And, and they seem to be following in the same, the same footsteps too. So I have no doubt that they'll be fine along those lines. Uh, let me ask you questions that I know you might not have the answer to. How quickly after closing do you think they'll be able to list? Um, I really don't know, but in the past, it hasn't really taken the JC that long to process our listings. Mm-hmm. So I don't really think, you know, I mean, two or three weeks max. Hopefully. Yeah, it's not, you know, most of the stuff is electronic, so. There's not a lot of most of the reconciliation is already done, so it, it should be. It should be any. It should be like a typical member IPO, is what you should expect. Speaking of which, you, you have any outside of the bond ones? You have any <laughs> ones that you are banking on coming out this year? I know you can't say definitively, but. Well, my experience with listings, you know, I mean, I've seen. I've seen people do listings in six weeks and I've seen people take two years to do a single listing. So I never really 
I don't really like to talk about it before you know it's it's you know it's I, I can't predict what people are gonna be ready. And um even recently we noticed um sometimes regulators um wanna take a second and a third look at certain things which you know, is their job and their right and um uh, you know, you can't really predict how long these things are going to take. Uh, but I think we're going to have more more listings this year than last year. I mm. mean, I think I think um, I think where people have to be careful though is just don't assume that every one dollar listing will go to two dollars. I mean, I, I think those days are <laughs> over. You know, I, I, I think those I days think are so. over. I, I thought it might be number three. <laughs> well, the last the last couple shows that the tree don't really work out too good. It's, it's a know, up a guarantee. <laughs> a lot of people were looking for the tree as like a, you know, it's like a written in stone, you know, yeah, but from Moses, mm-hmm. and the tree never really took place. So I think mm-hmm. we don't even need to talk about that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like you know we know that is not um not to say you can't have threes and fives i think you know with the right with the right security the right opportunity the right growth companies you know you see you can still have great listings but mm-hmm. you know you, you actually gotta have to you know i mean you guys have done a great job of promoting the reading reading of this material or reading of the prospectuses and, and teaching people how to analyze that analyze the data mm-hmm. people people just have to do a lot more of that now you can't just say well it's an ipo we can buy it and make a bag of money <laughs> you know that yeah. those days are over you yeah, know they, they are they are i've, I've been saying mm-hmm. in, in in our group conversations i've been talking to my group about and i ask them certain questions one of the questions i ask them all the time is do you actually understand what it takes for a stock to triple after IPO? It's not magic. It requires a very special set of circumstances, interested parties, blah, blah, blah. And I think, the, as I said, the, the larger market is catching up to that. I'm excited to see how, how the larger market adapts to what I think is a more sophisticated thing. Um, and and I think that the people feeling like yo that they're spoiled for choice you now. The last the, the last few weeks of of twenty twenty two saw them ignoring IPOs that I know earlier in the year they would have jumped at. So it will be interesting to me. The most interesting thing you've said there though, Sir Barry, is the you said that you think we'll see a lot more IPOs. And I'm hoping that when you said we, you're speaking about Mayberry and not um the general market. No, I'm talking about the general market. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about the general market. Well, you well, know. I don't know if you caught us last week, you know, but we feel like GK Cap has given Mayberry some some competition last year, you know, and we kind of want you guys to take back the crown because the Mayberry listing tends to be very, it tends to be different from the, the typical listings. It's like you guys tend to, you've done a good job so far in terms of pricing um, things and Pushing them the right time. way to the market, yeah. So, I personally want to see more Mayberry listings this year. So, I'm sure you'll pressure your team to ensure that they keep the quality high, but they, but they put the, they put the, they put a few things out also this year. Well, you know, I mean, I, you know, I think the argument, the discussion we're having before, 
kind of feeds into this comment. Um, you know, when when we were when we did the first junior market listing and those whole series of listings that we did, mm-hmm. you know, the market at that time was dead. And it had been dead for a while. And um, one of the things that we felt very strongly about is that we had to be very, very careful about who we brought to the market because we wanted people to have a certain type of experience Mm -hmm. in terms of buying into a listed company. And to be fair to a lot of the deals we didn't do, um, we, we, we didn't do them, not because they weren't good deals, but because we, we were just made, you know, over, we didn't want to have anything that came close to our failure because the market was so fragile at the time. Mm-hmm. I think in today's world, we are way past that. And mm. so, yeah, in my opinion, because now people are much more interested, there's a lot more demand. Um, so, I think, you know, the practice of reading prospectus is, is, is going to have to be the thing, you know. Mm, I, I, I hope I'm here. What I'm hearing, let me, let me see if I can reinterpret for the people. What I'm hearing here is that what neighbor has always kept the standard high. And while the standard will still remain high, there were things that maybe 10 years ago, you would think the market isn't ready for this. That you believe that a more mature market that we have now might be ready for it. So brokers in general might be willing to help bring certain things to market a lot quicker than they would in the past. I'm trying to follow your media training line there. Right. So, I mean, you know, absolutely. That's exactly what I've said, you know. So, you know, (laughs) so for example, you know, you might have a company which is very stable. Mm -hmm. It might be fully priced. Um. It may be priced at the market multiple and you bring it to market in this environment. So how much can it really go up? Does it mean you shouldn't bring it to market? If the owner says, hey, I want to be priced at the market. You see what I'm saying? That's not the same opportunity like if you're bringing a company that has a 30% growth rate you know, you're pricing it at a market multiple of eight. Mm-hmm. You know, those days of pricing stocks at eight are over. You know, I mean, the owners are not going to accept that. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I, I agree but, with you. But then, when they, they didn't know whether the market would bite or not. Yeah. Because remember, you know, in the beginning, you know, even though the, the, the offers sold off, people never thought they were going to so- sell off. Sure. It's just after X number of them, a dozen of them just keep selling off very quickly that people say, hey, we need to get into this because <laughs> you're going to make money, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so now 
owners have an expectation of price, which is, is much stronger than back in those days. So we can't go back to those days. It's a different market. I, I agree with you 100%. And I hope 2023 is the year we see the action along that line. Anybody who understands what you just said will probably be as excited as I am right now. Yeah, this is the market that I've, I've, I hope to see. And I'm sure you would have been hoping and planning for it since you've been in the market years before me also. So I am happy to hear that. And I think yeah, well, entrepreneurs I mean... coming up will be happy. Yeah, well, and and but one of the big challenges I think for twenty twenty three is the fact that because interest rates have gone up so much, mm-hmm. you know, people would normally just want to look at the market are not going to be looking at fixed income. So the number of people who want to buy are going to be different. Plus, the pricing changes with interest rates. You know, when, you, when you're only getting 0.5% of your money, you know, a 12P or a 14P or maybe the 15P might seem reasonable. Mm-hmm. But when you get it 12% of your money, whoa, what's that stock worth? It's not the same price. That's true. Exactly. So we're in a different market where, you know, so you have like a counter trend in terms of the expectation of the sellers will be higher in terms of pricing. But the market's now saying, hey, we wanna we wanna take some risk off the table. We want more liquidity because there's a lot of uncertainty. So it's like two streams flowing in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be interesting. Very, very interesting. Especially since you're going to be providing, I mean, options on, are providing options on both sides. Mm-hmm. Very, very well, I, I think a lot of people will be jumping in. I mean, NCB is jumping in already. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I think it's going to be very exciting on the bond side. I think you'll yeah. see a lot more activity there. Well, I'm banking on that too. Tell me, how, how do you feel about, um, let me word this right, but let me, let me think about this before I ask you, because if I ask you for thinking, it won't get answered. You can't answer it, so I'll, I'll give it some thought. But in the meantime, tell us, what are you, what are, what are your, what's, what's the most exciting thing for you this week? Hear from you. What else would you like to talk about outside of the, those headlines <laughs> and, the, um, and, of course, your, your, the closure of your second tranche? Uh, most of the things that's happening that's exciting for me I can't really talk about so (laughs) (laughs) you know I mean I think this daily discussion about interest rates and inflation and how long the Fed and the the BOJ are going to keep raising rates I think I find that very interesting you know I noticed that they are you know, the U.S. retail inflation was down in December. The results mm-hmm. that just came out a couple of days ago, which is hopeful, but one inflation number is not something that you can really back on. Mm-hmm. And um, also seems to be trending the right direction in Jamaica too, so that's very hopeful. You know, uh, you know, 
the, the thing that I'm kind of, you know, still, you know, so the central bank has more information than everybody else, and they get it early. Mm-hmm. So, in a sense, you can't really argue with the central bank, right? They, 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 they're the big boys. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's now been a while since they've been raising interest rates. Uh, loan rates are going up. You know, this is going to start impacting on the real economy now. Um, so it's interesting to, for me to see how is the real growth going to play off against these counter-growth initiatives that the bank is putting in place to protect us from this inflation. And I think that's going to be the big story for 2023. I think that's a big story for 2023. How does that all play out? Mm-hmm. You know, and hopefully, you know, if they do a great job on managing it, then we'll still get some decent growth and we'll be okay. You've always pointed out, or I've seen you point out on Twitter all the time, and some people know that those policies, those moves that are made in the name of that policy, you don't see the effect of it at the same time. I believe he says one year. Well, BOJ says that too. I mean, those are not my, that's not my words, you know, that's the words of the central bank for the last 10 years. You know, the monet, they call it the monetary transmission mechanism. You know, they say it takes from 12 to 18 months in Jamaica. So different countries, it, it takes different amount of time. But in Jamaica, that's what the bank has traditionally said is, you know, the time to see the effect. So that's not really my, you know, that's what they say. And if you if you look back over decades, it's kind of plays out that way. So I would say it's a pretty accurate statement by them. Based on my personal observations, mm, I get you. I get you. I get you. But for me, well, I don't know. Then I don't know if you, you touch this other thing a bit. For me, I mean, I look at it, I pay attention to it because you have to pay attention to it. It affects everybody um, in one way or another. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 I limit home. I mean, I look at it, you have to know about it, but you also understand the control or the lack of control that you can have there as a regular, normal person outside of maybe pressuring the bank loadly or writing a letter to the editor. There's not much that I think regular people <laughs> no. can do about it. No, we can't do anything about that. Bill is going to do exactly what they want to do. Yeah. And you yeah. can't argue with them because, you know, there's no... You can never prove them wrong because there's no data to show that if they never, they can always say, well, what if we see. didn't do what we did, it would have been worse or better or whatever. They, you know, you can't mm-hmm. disprove them because there's no going back in time and doing something different. It's just what they do is what they do. And, you know, we have to have confidence and faith in what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, or yeah, there is no R once in the economy. Yeah, you, you kind of just have to trust them because they really are piloting that side. 
I see yeah, you, from you, all angles of others. Yeah, I did see you raise one thing that I actually mentioned. I, I meant to say something about, I don't know if it was this week or last week, when you asked a, a question about do you think the Minister of Finance should have to be an elected official? Hmm. Yeah, well, what do you think? Me personally, honestly, I I think he should be. I think the minister, I understand, I think, I understand why, I think I understand why the minister has to be an elected official. There's only two ministers have to be elected, the prime minister and the finance minister, the person leading the ship and the person handling the money. Um, but, so if it, was, if it were up to me, the finance minister would remain and have to remain elected, but I would not give that person a, a, um, a constituency to run. I would leave it for them to be elected as finance minister. So, so after those systems where you vote for the prime minister, and you also vote for who you want as finance minister. Um, and so the votes count that way. But I wouldn't give them a constituency to, to run on. So I, I, I personally don't think in this day and age that uh, a finance minister who is truly plugged in and handling the, the, a complex economy can also put that energy into a constituency. I think that's a split focus that would hurt either the constituency or or the, or the country's finances. Um, so far, Dr. Clark seems to have been doing an excellent job, at least with the, with the, with the um, country's finances. Um, his constituents can speak to. I said that really, yeah. just remember that I am his constituents. <laughs> so so I, I see it. I see it a lot differently from you. So from my perspective, I think people who don't have the right, don't bring the right skills to the job, they are not going to do a good job. And, uh, you know, in, in um, the case of most of the recent finance ministers in Jamaica, they actually got safe seats from their party. And mm. um, we were just kind of lucky that the party actually had somebody who was had the kind of background required who was available as an elected minister um, so if you if you think you know if you think of the skills required to run an NCB or uh, a city bank or a uh, uh, Nova Scotia, Jamaica, uh, they compare that to the skills required to run a whole country. You know, you can see what's going to happen when you have somebody in that seat who doesn't have the right skill set. And I mean, Jamaica has suffered for it over decades. You know, we can see the results of having a rock person sitting in the Minister of Finance seat. You know, Jamaica's economy... You know, the average GDP growth over 30 years is 1%. You know, take it out the last few years. So, you know, outcomes matter. And I think the people who create outcomes matter. And I think in today's world, it's all about the human resource and the human capability. If you put a wrong person in the wrong job, you're going to get the wrong results. And so... You know, just like everything else, you know, we have to be willing to tweak things and, and debate, you know, how we, we can get our democracy to really work for us. 
I think that's a really risky point right there. We have the right man right now. I think we have a great guy in Dr. Clark. Mm-hmm. But will we be that lucky the next go round? You know, he's still a young man. Hopefully, he'll stick with the job for a while. But will we be that lucky the next go round? I don't yeah, know. That's, that's true. While I don't think it's luck, I, I, why I'm strong about the elected point is, I, again, I don't want the person to be elected as an MP, but under our current system, that's the only thing they'd be elected as, right? So, my, my, you want, idea, you, want to, you want a separate, you want a separate race for me, for finance minister? Uh, yeah, or so how it, it, really, separated? it really because leads into a different system. It can't be done under our current system. Because the only thing we vote for now is our is our. Mm-hmm. Well, I get what Sir is saying. Because if if at the time, if at any given point we don't have the right man for the job, we just have these politicians, then one of them will get it. No matter which way we go, it, it wouldn't be the case where it, it, we just have to we have to have. It, it be the case where we happen to have a guy that competent and also is in that position to be elected, and then get selected, and then they get the job. There's a lot of Marxistic versus, yeah. versus yeah, just I, straight up, we find the right guy, we put him in the place. I agree with the problem, you know, but the thing is that to, even to fix it along the lines that, that's been said here, mm-hmm. we'll require change in system because our constitution requires the Minister of Finance to be elected. So mm-hmm. But that's a, change... much, that's a much smaller change already than the change you're talking about, you know, what so. you're talking change. about right now, we don't pick the MPs and we don't pick the Prime Minister. It's the delegates that pick them. So you talking about a change which is like a massive light year change compared to a small change which I am proposing. <laughs> yeah, but but the thing is, small or large, it comes down to constitutional reform which to change that document requires a whole lot anyway. So it's, it's the same level of work to change it whether you're making a tiny change or a massive change. So, do, do it right. Not really. Done? I don't think Depends. so. Yeah, I don't think it's it. the same level of work. Yeah, the, the same way I think. No, man, I would say, Randy. Because if, it, if it's a bigger change, and a lot, of, a lot more research and a lot more about how this could actually impact, like we have, have to go into it. No, First man, of all, I don't see the JSP think, Randy, look at it like this. You see the JLP or the PNP changing their delegate system. To where the delegates and pick the <laughs> pick the damn lead of the party and, and the MPs. That, that I mean, that's not gonna happen. I am no going to I'm going to I'm going to uh, I walk the line here and say <laughs> that our current constitutional system allows anyone with the right amount of delegates to become to run for MP, regardless of party. And um, while reality tells us that it's only going to so you the voter. Don't actually vote for the prime minister or any of the MPs. Those are selected by delegates. Well, yeah, it's a. Fun... <laughs> you just Sir, vote for who like the delegates you, choose. I would like to remind you about the difference in our bank accounts and the difference in our in our um, consequences. So please. Yeah, I have a lot please. more to lose than you. <laughs> <laughs> fair play. Very, very fair play. But please remember that I, mine came matter to me. So you're not wrong, but I'm for the constitutional reform. And if we could wave that magic wand, I would want to vote. What, what I want here is that I still want citizens of this country to have a direct say 
in who manages our money. So I would want us to vote, even if it's that the party that's running has to put forward the prime minister and the finance minister that they are proposing and the votes have to go to that person. Even if it's that way, but I want the, the citizen element to remain in it. You can't remove that. Well, I don't say I don't say anything wrong with driven, buddy. <laughs> okay. right. I mean, if you don't dream, it don't happen, right? That's true. That's yeah. true. That's true. Well, yeah, I, I, I would I, love to be able to vote for the prime minister. Not rather that they have the delegates pick them. I would also like that. <laughs> I would also like that. But that's just a fleeting time. dream of mine. I don't think I live to see that. I don't know. Did you think you'd live to see the market the way it is now? Yes, I actually did. Damn. All right. All right. Well, I think I think now is the time where I think we're on the cusp of a lot of um, political change, which affects our pockets also. So, well, I, I don't think I don't think our politicians are in the position that they would change anything that's favorable for them. Uh, that's a different conversation that we could have. I, I need a lot more room to have that conversation. But um, <laughs> it's, it's like gerrymandering. Politicians will change things if they can see a, a benefit that they are more prepared to adopt yes. than their competition. Oh. Yeah. Well, I think we should talk that's more about agree. stocks, though. I also think <laughs> we should talk a whole lot more about stocks. Well, well, outside of your usual picks, Sir Barry, what's your favorite stock this year? Oh, 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 what 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 non I can't say non Mayberry since Mayberry is you and you move the footprint. But what are you excited about um, the most this year? Boy, so 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 we're talking about what's happening in the economy and the, you know how the streams are flowing against each other, right? So so I always like to tell uh, the my clients that. You know, investing is the art of managing the probability of outcomes. Mm. So I always look, try to see, hey, what's the most likely outcome and effects of that outcome and have that help me to formulate my investment strategy for the year. Mm-hmm. So I will say that, you know, financials have done well for the last two years. And there's a lot of opportunity there, but because I don't know what the interest rate, when the interest rates are going to stop being hiked, I, I would want to start going heavy into that sector before I have more visibility on the interest rates. And the interest rates aren't being driven from Jamaica, they're being driven from the U.S., so I don't think the BOJ, unless the BOJ is going to make a 180-degree turnaround, um, which I just don't see them doing that, you know, they're basically in lockstep with the Fed right now. So financials are not really high on my, on my, um, on my list. I like JMB a lot, but, you know, I think as long as they keep hiking rates, I just don't see financials doing very well. Um, you know, broilers, I, li- I like broilers a lot. I think we discussed that before. You know, they're they're they growing did, a lot. They of their, a, yeah, somebody revenues. pointed out something to me this week. 
I started to quote, but somebody pointed out something this week that in the past I spoke about it as a, um, as a tourism stock. And, and um, that's partially true too. Yeah, but, yeah. but, but, they, it's not as much of a tourism stock as CB because my understanding is that CB have most of those hotel contracts. Mm. Mm. Not broilers, yeah. But CB has had, from what I see in the news, some some supply issues over the last few months. No? Yeah, but that's just a short term thing. So, I mean, that's you a short term thing. A lot can change in the short term. Uh, I things can always change. I won't rule it out. But I hear what you said. Mm. I hear what you said. So I think CB will soon sort out their problems and they'll be back online. And you think they'll ever list? Par- no, I don't think so. Mm. They were listed before, you know. And they chose mm. to leave. Yeah, yeah in fact, Mayberry helped to take them off the market back in the day. <laughs> 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 so so can Mayberry might have some say about them one. coming back? No man, they, I don't. I I just I I just don't understand the scenario under which that would happen. I I don't see that. But anything can change, you know. It's just about who is leading the company and you know what they want for their family. But I think they have a great setup though. They have a very strong company. You know, they have determined within the family who is leading the companies, and the companies are all doing well. And um, they don't need to be at a public market. So why, why, why you want to create work for yourself where you don't need to create work? You know, I I want one pieces of a company that I can't own currently. So yeah, but if you can't own one hundred percent of a great company, you're not gonna sell ten percent or twenty percent or thirty or forty percent. No, not unless you have a good reason for that's true. <laughs> Yeah, you know, nobody does that. That's why most of the companies in the world are private. That's true, and that's why <laughs> some of the richest companies in the world are private. There you go. All right, let me take two from our audience. Um, two people actually ask this in two different ways. Uh, I'll, I'll put a third way to it. They want to know your position on the current junior market limit, and if you have any um, mm. preferences as to the raise. I know that a raise has been, uh, yeah. Proposed. Yeah, has been proposed. I know your thoughts on that. I support it. I mean, I think originally when it was set, it was about 5 million US. Um, my feeling is that 5 million US is a bit low when you look at the what 5 million can do for a corporation trying to put a company to the, together that can really, you know, hire a couple hundred people and, you know, really produce stuff. Um, and because of the currency movements, it's now way below 500 million. So, you know, if I was like the Minister of Finance, I'd put it to like 10 million US is what I mm. would do. Mm. It's worked great. It's worked great because, you know, Jamaica, what a lot of people don't understand about Jamaica is that Jamaica has a huge culture 
that focuses on minimizing taxes, right? And mm -hmm. there's a huge industry of accountants and attorneys that that's all they do for a living, right? And so people tend to suppress income and in suppressing income, they suppress the taxes that they pay. And um, when companies go public, they get higher valuations when they increase income. So in my experience, the junior market, um, you know, after about year three, it was cash flow positive from a tax point of view to the government. <laughs> you know, it, it encourages people to print higher numbers and in printing higher numbers, they end up at first they don't pay any tax. But mm -hmm. after you after you go ten years printing those high numbers, you can't suddenly stop making money. I mean, mm -hmm. if I was the government, I would just audit you because it don't make no sense, right? So it gets people into a habit of trying to hit higher and higher income and profits because it affects the valuation positively. And it feeds into the tax base. The companies have better governance, so they tend to grow faster. They qualify for bigger bank loans. It's the whole thing is just very positive for Jamaica. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I would put it to ten million US and put it in US so that if the currency changes, it doesn't, you know, have to Stay keep resetting it. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if our law can allow for that though. But that's for the lawyers to determine. But I don't know if we can take something to US dollars in Jamaican dollars under our laws. Because since it is written in the law, but that's... What do you mean, peg it to Jamaica, US in Jamaica? Yes, a side point, but I don't think like the Jam I don't think the government can like put something Why? in the law. Why, they have index one? Of course you can. Not that you can. can't index it, not that it can't be done, but the junior market limit is literally written into the law. So you can't... Yeah, just say the Jamaican equivalent of 10 million okay. US dollars. Yeah, that's all you have to put. Why I not? Know it can be said, you know, but I, again, I defer to the lawyers here. But there's a weird thing in law where, like, the Jamaican law can have as its base another currency, even though in reality, so much of what we do. Well, let's not split tears. They just reset it every couple of years. Yeah, or give, it a, give, give, give it, yeah, give it, yeah, give it, give it. You can't find a way to move, like, yeah. something like that. Put it to, you know, re revise it or. So FSC determines the limit, and then FSC says something that can be its right. own problem. Annual, yeah, well, well, yeah, annual, annual revision. I agree, I agree, I agree with something like that to make it a bit easier. And and for the people listening, I wonder what that means. That number that Sir Barry spoke of brings us to about one point five billion as a junior market limit. Beautiful. That would be that would be massively. Mm -hmm. That would be wonderful because all I've heard so far is seven fifty mil and some people have said. Yeah, 1.5 would keep us going for another maybe another 10 years easy 10 15 easily and if, if, if it if it's in usd then even more right it, it, yeah. you don't find much reason for it to fall i think that's a great yeah. thing yeah Ooh. that's 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 a good point uh the, the second one a little cheeky one. How do you feel about the sharting on the market, sir, Barry? We were promised it last year. We didn't get it, but I'm holding out hope for this year. Boy, you're hopeful. Yeah. Not, not the first year I hear you say hopeful. Yeah. Well, I think, I think definitely sharting, sharting adds um, liquidity to the market. 
but uh, if you don't do it right, it can also be a nightmare. So, you know, in markets which, you know, I would say our market is not really that sophisticated. You know, I, I don't, it's a nice to have, um, but doing it wrong would be a bigger mistake than not doing it. So until JC finds out the right way to do it, I mean, if it's delayed, I'm, I'm not going to be the one to beat them up over it because, you know, shorting means you can make literally, literally an unlimited loss. <laughs> so you have to have good mechanisms in place to to monitor that and to, you know, make sure that people who should not be doing that end up doing it because it's, it's, it can be very painful. It can be very painful. Um, and it can be. I'll leave it there. But I would love to see it nonetheless. And, and, and lest we forget, it is also a safety valve for the market, meaning markets without charting that crash crash but markets without markets with shorting that crash even when it's crashing there are people who are earning right um which saves many institutions so it actually acts in many ways as a in many ways as a safety valve but it the safety valve yeah, man, it's, it's, it's a good yeah. it's a good yeah. thing yeah. when done properly and even yeah. looking from risk you, you can manage that even better then yeah yeah so any chance of Mayberry stepping out and doing it first on their own? Because I know that technically the brokers can do it without anything changing. We have the legislation for it and everything. Any chance of that? We we, we led stock, you know. We have been led in stock for a long time. But we won't do it to, for Tom, Nick and Harry. We don't have a platform which allows us to do that. Oh, you know, well, but if, you you some, if you want short if you want short if you want to short, you know, it blocks, big blocks. Mm-hmm. And you can call us. We work a deal. Word. You know, but it has to be. <laughs> you know, we wouldn't do that on a retail basis. It's just, you know, take too much time to work out the deal. So it would make sense. Okay. Okay. You hear that, Danai? Imagine that. I'm hearing, I'm hearing loud and clear. <laughs> uh over the years. You should, should write an email asking, asking, you know, the, the minimum size of that block. I, I already hear one thing about my pocket from there. I don't need to hear nothing else. <laughs> 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 so that was, that was, I think, the end of my question for you, sir. Barry. I don't have anything else you want to say this evening or anything you want to ask about. Any questions for us? Or the people listening? Because remember, ah, you yeah. can send in speaking requests. No, not really. Uh, I'm just um, glad to be able to hang out with you guys again, spend a little time, change, exchange some ideas, and um, keep it going, man. You're doing a great job. Thank you very, very yeah. much. Yeah, man, thanks much. Yeah. Big boss. Yeah, man, man. Yeah, big up, big up, and thank you for that. Uh, next up, let me just remind everybody, you can send a speaking request. We will approve it you can talk to us for as long as either you want or we can <laughs> um <laughs> i i did expect one person i saw one person miss christa forbes 
who had a tweet this Very week, tweet. I think, last week, that I saw her tweet, the one where she was talking about the reality of finance. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I really like that one. I retweeted so much. Yeah. I wanted to find it so I can... I, can, I, can, um... I don't retweet much. So I think it might be on my page. I'm looking for it. Yes, I can read it properly, but big up and welcome, Miss Christopher. How are you doing? Rich. Oh. Hi, guys. I'm good. How are you? You didn't answer the question. You didn't answer the question. Which question? The answer is Rich. <laughs> so, who are you? You know. Rich. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that, that word is so wealthy. subjective. Easy to talk. It is. It is. <laughs> it, is <laughs> it is subjective. Uh, big up, um, Miss Christopher. I found the while, thread. You found the thread. Yes. Right. Yeah, uh, I sent it to you. Yeah, I, I can share it to the the um, space. The space. Yeah, that'd be great, so people can see it. Uh, I, I I don't want to misquote you. I did. I like the thread also. I like the point that she made, and um, it was. It was it, before a lot of the headache started in the in the space, so it was good to see, in my view. It was good to see. She was saying that... I like his proximity to reality. Yeah. I hate most of the financial advice I see on here, meaning Twitter, because it never takes into consideration that even though money itself is black and white, managing it isn't. It's an extremely emotional process, whether we acknowledge it or not. And she went on to talk about the fact that, you know, uh, quoting the usual financial finbro advice, you don't need the expensive car. And that seems like a no-brainer to skip buying the expensive car so that you can invest more. Except some people really have only been working as hard as they do to buy the car they dream of as a kid, right? And this is also why I don't, I being Krista here, um, necessarily think that financial literacy in quotation is the key to people's financial freedom. I disagreed with that part, but I'll read on. Um, you can know what to do and not be able to apply it because you're not emotionally ready to. That part is true. Uh, if getting your finances together is a part of your New Year's resolution, I highly recommend starting with therapy. That was a, 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 a twist that I wasn't expecting. I like that I saw Oh, yeah, same, same, same. Yeah. Find out if you have any mental or emotional blocks around money. Work through that first so you can stay consistent with whatever plans you make. Another thing is that whether you grew up with money or not doesn't always matter. Your money habits will probably come from the people who raised you. They may have passed money habits and beliefs to you that might not make sense for your reality. If every time they had to spend money, it felt stressful, they complained or never let themselves have nice things, you can find that you mirror those same thoughts, feelings, and behaviors because that's what you learned was normal. So... The money gods touched Krista on January 7th and sent her the, the right set of tweets because Krista, except for the, the financial prophecy. literacy, yeah, man, except for the financial literacy point, I agree with you almost 100% there. Uh, so, but within that same point, there's a thing I like about about that whole point generally. Because I, I mean, I often talk to people and I know that me, how I think of money and everything is far different from how other people think of money. Yeah. And her mentioning that just being ready to take a certain step. Mm-hmm. It's often the bridge. I think. I think. I think that resides within the within the gray area where I can e- easily breach. Because I, I, I'm talking somebody about them goals or whatever. In my mind, those you want. It's pretty straightforward. How you go forward? How you go forward with those things? 
but a lot of people are not really ready to be there. I think a lot of them know them. They know, they know it's a thing I should be doing. I know if, I, if I'm this age, I should be worrying about this. I should be thinking about it in certain ways. But I just, I, I haven't put my, my mind forward to that point where I'm going to think about this as, as responsibly as I want or whatever, whatever. So maybe I'm, I'm, I'm sort of rushing myself to be there. Or I make, I make this step, but I'm not really ready for this step. I often find out after that. So I think within that, so yes, I, I, I don't, I think financial freedom, financial literacy, that's the bridging point for people who don't really know then it up in a way, right? It just don't make sense without, it, it just doesn't really happen without that. So I, I agree with Randy there. But within that whole point, I think there's something there that I think, yeah, so, so we can go on for me. I, I think works. Yeah. So, let me, the whole reason I was thinking about it, like, I can only ever speak for myself. Like, I tend, I, I try not to speak for other people because, of course, everyone has their own life. But... Well, make it people that kind of attitude, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I've survived this long. I'm going to try to keep it going. Um, I tend to talk to myself and about myself, and sometimes it resonates. So it definitely works. Um, but it was really about myself. Like, it was really thinking about just kind of, like, my journey up until this point. Um, being a business owner... And stuff like that. Like, I just thought about how how I got to or how I have the mindset that I have today. So it doesn't even matter what's in the actual bank account. It's just a matter of how do I look at money today. So I was looking at, like, family. I was looking at the people that raised me. I was looking at how I, who I was five years ago. And I was just thinking about how I remember when I was 17. And again, it don't matter what's in the bank account today, but I had made the decision then that one day, one day, the bank account was going to look different. But I remember at 17, just kind of like seeing adults around me, just like every time they had to spend money, it just became such a tense environment. Like everything was, when, when mountain come, everybody face screw. And I was just like, what is going on? Like you couldn't ask for anything. Like I remember in high school, that's when I started my first business because I had a single parent. And I was afraid to ask for anything because when you ask for something, place get tense, place get angry because I only have one parent. So I had to learn how to make my own money. But that's all I knew. Like my, so my mother was also an entrepreneur, so she taught me how to make money. So I always understood money as a concept. I always understood from a very early age how to spot, okay, there are problems, in the, like, there are problems that people have and they're going to pay to get them fixed. And my mother taught me how to get like how to uh, basically create solutions that people would pay for early like 10 years old and onwards so I was basically doing my own business and stuff from like around 14 15 but I never really the part that was hush hush was the how to manage it how to invest it and how to um how to actually just like grow it from there so I knew how to make it so I had confidence that you know what I can spend it because it's going to come back and that was the root of my personal issues. So I just kind of thought about how from 17 years old, deciding that, you know what, I am going to be, I'm going to be financially well off. I'm not going to be like my parents. I'm not going to worry about money. I'm not going to get anxious about it. Um, and this is for a lot of people. So, you know, hopefully my mother don't feel too bad that I'm talking about her family business or whatever. But that's the case that I, for a lot of people that I speak up, speak to. And then... After I made that decision, I was starting to, I was in college, I started my first business, it was doing okay, but I really had nothing to show for it. Like, the money would come and the money would go into my hair, my clothes, my shoes. It was like, where is it going? And I remember one day just saying, like, I can't live like this. So around 20, I decided I have to do something different, like, something has to give. 
And it's not until five years later that I finally go, oh, now I understand what to do. Like it was a five-year journey of learning how to manage money. And it was more, it had nothing to do with the dollars and the cents itself because, again, I knew how to make the money. The issue was I had so many emotional and mental things that I had learned growing up that actually blocked me from being able to manage it properly. So I had to unlearn that. And I just realized that, like, it had nothing, like, I even studied finance, so I thought that would be the key to my problem. So I was like, okay, I want to live a certain, I want to be a certain type of person in the future, I'm going to study finance. So I got the finance degree. That didn't help, because money, as much as it's very much black and white. Yeah, you know, it's funny. There's something funny about the fact that, as far as I can tell, let me just speak for Jamaican on the JFC. The richest people are engineers. Right. I'm sure. Not not, not finance people. Nope. Finance people are at best CEOs. Pretty much. So I again I grew up understanding that money made the world go round. I had a single parent who taught us, she was an entrepreneur, so she taught us how to build our business and solve problems and make a profit from it. Started my own business starting in college and kind of continued from there. But studied finance thinking, okay, that would definitely help me to understand and manage money. It didn't. It was a completely emotional thing. And you think, oh, or some people might think, oh, it's because you're a woman. No. Like, I know enough people in general, men, women, and otherwise, who you can, even if they make a ton of money, you can tell that emotionally, the reason that they have to continue making so much money is because emotionally they cannot manage it. Like, it, as they make it, it disappears. So they're great at making it. But managing it, growing it, having something to show for it, completely difficult because the managing part is so emotional. You don't realize how many people are dealing with, oh, when I was younger, I felt invisible. Now I use my money to feel like somebody, which means the money just, it just go out the door because people need to see it. Or when I was younger, I remember wanting this car and my parents wouldn't get it for me. So I just decided that anything I want, I go and get it for myself. Men and women alike have that same thing. And a lot of people never even grow out of it. A lot of people never even decide that this is something I need to work on. They just kind of say, you know what? I saw, like, it works for me because I'm making the money. But it's just kind of like, but you, you can make it and you can have more to show for it. Or you can spend it without anxiety. Or you cannot have to work as hard as you do to make as much as you do. Or you can... You, you know what people can't slow down? Literally. Or, yeah, them can't, or they can't stop, reach, reach retirement half dead, but we can't quit because you're not... Nothing, nothing is left. 20 years of rich. Yep. No wealth. Yep. And I've seen so much of that. I've seen so many, like, I just watched, even, like, when I was a kid, like, I, I was very vigilant. So I, was, I would look at... I remember thinking, like, going to prep school and looking at all the people who they drive the, the, the X at the time. I think around grade six is when X6 come out. I'm not sure if that ages me. Um, but that's when the X6 came out and their parents were driving with the X6. That definitely ages you. Probably. That's when it just came out. <laughs> but I remember, like, I'm just like, where are these people now? And I'm actively checking because, again, I've always been interested in the concept of how do you make money last? And a lot of these people don't have it anymore. So I'm just like, what did they do? Like, what happened? Is it just times got hard? Or was it that at a certain point in life, at the peak of their wealth, or the peak of their wealth in their 30s or 40s, they were doing the most and working hard because they had the energy and the time to, but as they got older, 
that wasn't there anymore or they made bad decisions based on the emotions that they had. So I just kind of realized that like it's something that we don't talk about enough. We see a lot of financial advice on here about uh, skip. the. I wouldn't say that. Um, I would say like, you know, skip the nice car. You see the advice about but, buy the house early. Well, anyway, the, the thing about that, Krista, uh, well, hmm. I agree completely. But my thing is, one that's foolishness in most time. All of those things are just broad brushes that people take up. They hear it online and we repeat it. Why? There's a reason why you can search top five financial tips and everybody have the same have the same one. Agreed. Right? Everybody has the same advice. And it never yet actually looks at what everybody... One was practical for both people is never what they're saying. So it's not like you can actually... Thing that out there, and a lot of people take it and it's applicable to them. Like, Agreed. and two, they don't know, they don't know anybody life except them one. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, it, it's really hard for me to look at that half the time. I think that, uh, I was going to think that, uh, I was going to bring it into the financial literacy point because then that has nothing to do with it. I mean, it, it, you're not you're not more financially literate by, by, by hearing half of the advice out of those people give. I agree. Not even half. Like you're not by any. Like, they're not really saying anything that has to do with finances. It's just really yo. All right, cool. I heard this on the thing. That, like, it's, it's the reason why every single time it's usually I get the question: How much of my income should I be investing? Monthly? That's a hard and question. They, and they expect no. And the thing is, people expect that I have a I have a hard answer to that. They think I would to say, okay, twenty percent is the amount that everybody should be investing. When twenty percent of your salary. Is different yeah. from twenty percent of Randy's salary. Randy yeah. only need Randy own Randy expenses nice so to the point where he can put, he can invest way more than twenty percent of his salary. You get, it's not a number you give out. It's like half the time you hear things like that. It's a reason why all them go to budgeting, uh, and yes. then the budgeting that you hear isn't really budgeting. It's just at this format I got online, and I'm going to repeat it. And I can't really tell you anything that will actually solve your life or your financial needs. I'm just going to repeat something and hope the hell it works, you know. And it's also like a lot of people kind of jump to the budget and it's like, okay, I'm going to get my life together, which is why I spoke about therapy. Whether Mm -hmm. you believe in 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 it or not, it's just like there is some work that has to happen before you decide, okay, I'm going to put this plan in place. Like you need to actually understand like what are the things that are going to stop me from actually being consistent. Like that's a lot of the, the issue that a lot of people is like, okay, I can start the budget, but I fall off by February. I fall off by March. And Wait, it's just it, like, mm-hmm. My secret is the reason the budgets don't work because the budget's not tied to anything. Exactly. You, it's, it, you don't start with... not realistic. Exactly. There's no goal. There is no, okay, I am budgeting this way. I'm going to spend it this way because I need to put on X amount of money and this X amount of money is going to go to this place because at the end of this 20-year journey, this X amount of money must build up to this Y amount of money. That never happened. So you just say, all right, cool, I need to save more. So I need to feel like more money is in my bank account yeah. because I feel like I'm spending too much on Amazon. So I'm going to budget for three months. I haven't really gotten the idea of how much money I should be having, but then now... I have a lot of money in my bank account and the Amazon thing looks cheaper because I have more money to spend on it. So I'm going to spend the money because, yo, I'm saving this money for what? Exactly. And it's just like the, the plan... It's like the reason the... here, the money, the money must come back. That's what people say. Because, yeah, <laughs> like that uh, because you're, you're not saving for anything. You're saving. <laughs> yes. Money must come back, of course, because your idea of I'm okay is $300,000 in the bank account and when I spend it down to 40, I'll get saved for the next couple of months 
to make sure I reach back that. I want to feel okay for long enough to go back to the same thing. I wasn't really budgeting more than so. Or the budget in my real goal behind that budgeting was short term. It was yeah. it wasn't the long term financial goal I want to have in my head. It's really I don't seem to feel okay enough that my life's not going to crazy right now and I'm not broken yeah. myself on Amazon every month. Yep, and yeah. I, what a lot of people don't pay attention to is just again like going back to just the fundamentals before you can even come up with the what am what are my actual goals? Like I think um then I had a conversation with you and you're just like, What's your goal for this? And I was like, This is it, and you're just like, Why? And I'm just like, I'm not actually sure. And it wasn't until I went and figured out like what are the things that wh- why am I doing this? And a lot of people like to say, Oh, it's for my family, or oh, it's for this. Like I realize you have to ask yourself both five different times. Why, 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 why? Like, yeah. If it's so fancy, like, like, if it's like a, oh. a nice story from a movie, it's right. probably not true. <laughs> oh, yeah, or it probably is. Family but... and generational wealth. And a lot of the people, like, when you ask yourself why long enough, you realize the answer is actually because when I was a kid, I didn't have the 64-pack crayon. Like, it's that simple. And it seems trivial. It seems like that can't be it. But if you sat with yourself long enough, man, woman, child, doesn't matter. If you sit with yourself long enough, you'll realize, wow, my ambition to hit a certain goal in life might have started here. Sometimes it doesn't have to be negative. It doesn't necessarily have to be a poverty story. It could be my parents set this forward and I want to make them proud or whatever, or the the weight of my parents' expectations. But the why tends to be very, very deep. And what you tend to see in your your money, it's just a manifestation manifestation, of the beliefs that you already have. Like, I always, like, how you spend your money? How somebody spends their money tends to show me like what they actually have going on inside. Like you yeah, can make it a ton, but it making money like it's again it can be super black and white. If you know the formula, if you know what to do, the money can come. Super simple. It's the managing and the spending of it. I can look at a person, see how they're spending their money, and go, "Yeah, man, you're not okay today, are you?" And it can be something simple like over ordering food on a menu or going for the absolute best thing on the menu every single time regardless of how it tastes like it's small things that tell you that a person isn't okay and it's just like even if you make a ton of money you can waste a ton of money by simply just not checking why am I doing the things that I'm doing why am I spending the way I'm spending like you can spend this exact same amount of money and feel better about it if you simply had a deeper understanding of why am I doing these things so that's kind of like the whole basis of the entire story is just like it would help a lot of people to stay consistent and also just make better decisions that they're more comfortable with or have less anxiety or hit their goals faster in a more comfortable way that doesn't either burn them out or demotivates them. If they simply sat down and said, where is this coming from? Is it the voice that told me that I couldn't in grade three? Because it sticks with you. Like when you think about like, as much as we're like, oh, we've been on this earth for 20-odd, 40-odd, 50-odd years, like, some things stick with you and form the basis of your entire character. And it comes out in the way that you live your life. Like, there is no getting around it. So, that was the whole basis of the thread. Well, we've had well, extra. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, person, I, I personally love it because it works on both sides, right? It's not just from the perspective, as you say, of... of scarcity where you just never had it although it's easy to understand that uh, Jamaica, mm-hmm. one of your tweets hit me hard because the um the last tweet about if every time your parents had to spend money it felt stressful and they complain and never let themselves have nice things and i yep. think about myself and i got oh yes oh my god 
I'm the friend. I'm the guy who will, like, for my family, I'll, I'll yeah, you can have it all, but for myself. Right. <laughs> I, I think about how much money I, I spend. I, I spend for me. I mean, hold on, hold on. We're having this, this, this one car joke running. Yeah. 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 So it's like even something like that, you don't realize that, like, even small things like that. So it don't even have to be a poverty story. Like, there are some people who don't align with that poverty story whatsoever. But the people who raised you had their own money blueprint based on where they're coming from. So that's another thing that I realized. So my mother grew up in poverty. So while she did make, while she did eventually just kind of do well for herself, she still had the belief that she was one step away from poverty. That was just her thing. And I see it a lot with like other parents or other people whose parents came from poverty. For them, it was beat poverty, beat poverty. So they spent their entire life outrunning poverty, not realizing that they beat it 20 years ago. But that's their thing. So now you come as their kid, they give you the platform. So you went to the prep school or you went to the, the primary school and you went to the traditional high school, then you went to university. Like you're a step above them. And because of everything that they taught you, you now believe that you are still a step above poverty. And I granted, you know, we're always one ambulance right away from da 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 da. But the reality is like some of our parents did put us one step above where they were. So it's like I mean, we walk around thinking, yeah. So we walk yeah. around thinking, oh, I don't have this, I don't have this, I don't have this, I can't do this, I can't do this, I can't do this. And it's just like that's your, that doesn't align with your current reality. Your current reality is that you have skills that are lucrative where even if you lost it all today, you could go out and make it back. For some of our parents, that wasn't particularly the case because of how the job market might have looked, how education might have looked. So you take on their beliefs and that's what you know as normal and you take that out into the world, and if you never actually sit and think about where did this belief come from, you'll think that it's your own, and that's just the way it is. But that's not necessarily the case. So that's also where that part came from. It's just like, you really have to, before you make any plans, before you decide, okay, this is what I want or don't want, really sit with yourself and say, where are these voices coming from? Who is speaking over me? Is this my voice? Or is this the voice of my grandmother? Is this the voice of my uncle? Is this the voice of my cousin? Is this, is this the voice of my mother and my father who their reality just doesn't look like mine? Yeah. Um, and what you, you also caused me to think about it from another perspective, right? And it's something that I talk about. I talk about it privately. And um, I talk about it like in the groups and so on. That Jamaica, everybody know the story. We had the 90s. We had FinSAC. You know, everybody went through, we all know how to tighten our belts because we yeah. grew up with tight belts. Um, I know for maybe the last few years, uh, some would say since 2015, but <laughs> for the last few years, people have, we have a younger class of people who have started to make money now, uh -huh. right? And there's no guidance for most people. Pretty Meaning, much. you legit, sometimes like people, the things that you speak about, People ask me about it. People talk. I'm sure people ask Danai. For me, when I'm doing grow, even when I'm just speaking at events or, you, or people talking to me on the road or whatever, they often come with those questions and I often tell them that, listen, don't be fooled, you know. You assume that I know how to manage money well. I have never told you I know how to manage money well. I know how to make money well. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Two, two different completely different things, right? But nobody's really putting it very plainly. There's nobody out there really telling regular people, Hey, you're rich now. This is what you're supposed to do. Yes. 
because we've been we've, we've demonized making money in Jamaica. So we, we you, you hear think I mean literally think about that. I it's normal to hear yeah them have a holy part Chris Carr uptown but I just credit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anybody make money too quick or oh, probably drugs or something. If I'm in finance, why do I do all kind of things? You never, we've demonized making You can't even argue. You can't take off for them. They assume that the person must be doing something wrong or there must be something evil if they made money. The Jamaican lie, one of the most popular Jamaican lies is, oh, I don't want to be rich, I just want to be comfortable. I I tell people, Sit down one day and calculate what comfortable what is. comfortable? It looks a lot like rich. Yeah, it, exactly. How, how many rooms in this house? Oh, three bedrooms. Okay. What else? Nothing big in I just want it. You want to have a yard? You want a yard space? <laughs> yeah, man. Where should it be? Well, uptown, you know, do you with crime? <laughs> so you're, you're oh, yes. like a $70 million house. You want to have a mortgage? Well, yeah. So you want to handle a mortgage without worrying. Cool. How many times a year you want to travel? Right. Maybe two or three times. All right. You, of course, you want to go first class. You don't want to be racking up the credit card and can't pay it. So how much is it? when you work that out, you're looking on rich easily, <laughs> very, very far into the into the realm of rich. But we've demonized rich so people don't talk about it. and then sometimes people do things and they get too rich and they don't know. This funny enough, I don't want to link it this way, but it's linked kind of to that question that we started off the whole thing with when we were talking about what exactly could a lady have done with six million US. Oh. Because if you know, if you understand making money, especially in the financial field, that level of money, a fraction of it could have set you up for life in a way that... Mm-hmm. So that that's what I'm saying, like, where could the money have gone? Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. If, if it's for the regular purpose, if it's, like, if it's like, you know, just a thief money, then you never have to do all of that. <laughs> you get me? Yeah. 30 yeah. mil overall, you know. It's, it's what? Sorry, what? Yeah, yeah. I saw a tweet saying 30 is no, the estimate. Trust, that can't be real. Don't trust that. Oh. That, cannot, that cannot be real. But yeah, the, 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 so Krista is taking your point and flipping it to the other side, saying, uh-huh. the, the, uh, sorry, then I 13 will just throw me off wickedly. <laughs> sorry, that, that threw me off wickedly. That cannot be real. Um, uh, the, the tweet was saying six out of the thirty is bold. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know if it's that's what I saw. I saw that. Who knows how real it is? We're gonna ignore that because that cannot be real. But what, what <laughs> I'm saying here, what I'm saying here is that you cannot, you cannot assume that making money means that you know money. And you're right. Your, your tweet like has resonated with me because I see things in myself that are yeah. like that. Then I will tell you how many times I bought headphones because. I buy the cheap ones. I buy six of the cheap headphones. I I don't want to like wait. Why wouldn't you just have bought the expensive one? And I one I, I kind of did that, and I've had that expensive one for what, two, three years now. Right. And I wish we talked about it more. Like, so oh, no, man, the, but, the, it, 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 have you ever argued for that? Meaning the spend more money on this thing because that brand is good enough that it will last. That's I, a concept so... a lot of people fight you on, especially Jamaica. Trust me, man. Buy a cheap shirt, buy cheap, I just want a shirt. So we know why it is, right? So we want to give people grace and we want to be like, we understand. So we, so what we're getting at here is poverty PTSD. That's the that's the new term that people have come up with, is poverty Jesus. PTSD. Uh, I talk about it quite often. Just make a buzzword on our program and then, and then, and then try to pass it off. 
Is it a new fetch? Oh my god, is that oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Is this a new fetch? What's going on? I apologize. I sincerely apologize. I did not want to get kicked off, but fine. Buzzword. Are we allowed to use buzzwords or is that a new? No, 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 no. I thought, I thought you, I, I'm asking if you made that up. No, in I didn't the moment that there's people about... been using no. it, you know? It's popular yeah. in, 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 nah. in Florida. Yeah, no, 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 no. Did not so, <laughs> It was more along the lines of like the term that we're going for here is pov- the po- actual poverty PTSD. So we all know what it is. Amazing. Like we've definitely been talking about it for a few years because I think we? things are shift. People have been talking about it for a few years. Are you years. people, Krista? Uh, Krista, <laughs> I- I'm, going to, I'm going to cut you. Except for your style, your style. You can't have a Wikipedia page on this. Like. I- I'm going to cut you one sec. I'm bringing um, another, um, an- another market player, Sir Paul Anthony Simpson himself, who has been on the market, on not the market, sorry, on the timeline, at least my timeline, very active over the last few weeks. So, Indeed. Steve, how are you doing? Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, you know, sometimes I sneak into your program, wonderful, wonderful program. Um, you and I really deep on the markets. And, of course, you know, having, having Chris Berry and, you know, that's just more guru right there. And I see Simon... And as well, it's crazy, you know, four gurus on the market, you know, all in one space. I mean, I've, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been, yeah, yeah, of course, of what, you know, we've adapted, I've adapted Krista now as, as family, right? Because she's, because <laughs> she's, um, she's really coming and, and, and brought, she and Simon brought pitch deck to, um, life which is which is which is just unbelievable so, so, so thanks for the support thanks for, uh, for the support and that randy and and garden and and you know supporting simon and and krista and myself and and that massive massive move and of course of course you know i'm gonna have to ask uh cb to 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 help out um you know certainly you guys have a have a following that is that is unparalleled and 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 um and the spaces i've just i've been introduced to the spaces by simon i've been on it now for four weeks uh twitter spaces mm-hmm. and it's just been it's just been a great experience to 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 vent and to share share experiences but i don't want to to to, to veer veer too much you know you know just just saying you guys are you know you guys are amazing in 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 how how you look at Look at the market. Um, I wish I had known about this. This, at, at, you know, from 2019 or 18, when I just got back into the securities dealing space. You know, um, my understanding, Randy, is that uh, uh, he used to beat me up a lot, but that's fine. It helps us to be better. <laughs> what do you mean? Hold on, no, I, to, I didn't want to hold on. No, that, 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 that sounds unfamiliar. I'm oh a joke. I like a joke. No, man, I like a joke. I hear it's Dana. Let me tell you one I hear it's Dana, right? No, man, but if it's Dana, it's us, but I don't want to say no. I want to, first, I want to acknowledge the point that we were talking about with Krista, which is, I think, is a very important point. So we're going to come back to it now. I think you can give a hell of a view to that. Right. But since you mentioned that specific point, beat up in what way? You mean like no man, I'm I'm just I'm just talking, I'm just we're talking about Barry when, when you when you when you <laughs> not, when 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 you get to know me a little bit more, uh, Randy, you know, I, I I'm just I'm just poking fun. But yeah, yeah, I'm I'm going to I'm going to, I'm going to, 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 to get to know us and you know it's the same. Hopefully, I can I can convince you. 
on 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 why on why you know APOs are are are, are not too bad, not too bad, not too bad for the market. I'm going to give you a little bit of a um, secret. Why at least the spaces I try to do along with Danai are good. Yeah, man. We'll go straight, honestly, and sensibly. Yeah, man. You see the fact that you had to kind of say not too bad a while yeah. ago. Tells <laughs> me that you already know. You already know the reality of the thing. No, 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 no. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. So, so l- let me just tell you. If you... Y- your skew is to not like APOs, my understanding is, and, and clearly I'm not on the... No, 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 I like you bring it up. So, Krista, we're sorry. We'll, let's, let's derail for a second. Let me give you my view on APOs. Oh, good, guys. And then we'll have a good, we'll have a good, <laughs> a, a good conversation on it. Krista, I'm so, so sorry. We're going to come back. So, here's what I think, right? Go ahead. Here's how, here's how APOs work for me, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say Danai has a company. Danai's company sells cars, right? Yes. Then I owns 80% of the company, the rest of the public owns the rest, the other 20%. Yeah. Then I get a chance to buy the car lot next door. Let's say I'm in Mandeville, the home of car lots. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, the car lot next door costs $10 million. And for Danai's company to buy that car lot, they'd have to raise the $10 million. Mm-hmm. So the company has to raise $10 million. It can issue, let's say, $10 million shares at a dollar each. Mm-hmm. But for Danai to keep his ownership percentage, and bear with me, Paul, I, I'm just bringing the whole crowd up to it, up to speed. I know you know this stuff already. So for um, Danai's company... Yeah, man, I consider too, myself an expert. Uh, <laughs> I would certainly hope so. <laughs> yeah, so for Danai's company to um, get the, the, the $10 million, Danai would have to find, if he wants to keep his 80% ownership, he has to find 8 out of the $10 million out of his pocket, right? We're all clear on that. You right? mean if if if, in, if 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 you are doing an APO? No, 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 no man. just general. Okay, go on. I'm part of it. Yeah. Then okay. I then I's company needs to raise ten mm-hmm. mil. If then I wants to keep his eighty percent, he has to ownership. He he has to find eight out of the ten. Right. Okay. Cool. No, a right issue. The the correct way to do it <laughs> um, <laughs> would. would 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 involve would involve him having to find that money, or maybe he could go out personally and borrow it or whatever. But he has to find that money, um, and all the other shareholders, myself included, in that little twenty percent, whatever our ownership percentage is, we'd have to find that level of money. Or assuming it's a, the right kind of right issue, which is a renounceable right issue, the best kind. I don't assuming it's a renounceable right so, issue. So so what is the difference right. between a renounceable right issue and an APO? Well, in an APO, you bring in the public, so people who are not shareholders get a chance to come in, which then creates a price point, because it usually, assuming that the right issue, or the, 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 let's call it the secondary offering, assuming that the secondary offering is done at a price that is cheaper than the current market price, that would be attractive to anybody who wants to buy in. Mm-hmm. If you open that up to the public, the public is obviously going to take the attractive pricing. The problem with that is that you now have a significantly large amount of people who have gotten shares at a significantly lower price. And profit for them, at least on the JSE, starts at one cent above whatever that secondary offering price was. Mm-hmm. And then the, 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 people, like, the people in the ring before that lost. Yeah. It, when the, when the APO came that, to me, yeah, I don't have a reason to hold these shares. There's no benefit tied to the shares. It's the same shares I'm getting if I buy into the APO. All right, so so let me let me add, give you a different perspective. So I hear you. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so clearly, I'm not as technical as 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 you and Danai. So if I'm if I need Robert, to be... five minutes ago, you called yourself no, in in in, 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 in APOs <laughs> in APOs, but technicalities <laughs> of the market. I think you guys beat me, but you know if we're gonna make this 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 conversation fair. Um, my, 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 my second is on, which is Raman. So if I, if I, any, any, anywhere I fall down on Raman, Raman, I'm sure will, 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 will help me out on. So the, look at this perspective, Randy. You use that, the example of a car company. Um, and so you manufacture, let's say you manufacture cars and you want your shareholders to, uh, uh, you want to create alpha for your shareholders over 10 years. And so your, your aim is to is to give your shareholders the best return um, in the most efficient way possible, right? So you have four shareholders, uh, and in 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 the in the four shareholders that you have, one make uh, you know one one of the, the shareholders are is is a car is a a car seat manufacturer, the other one is a car tire manufacturer, and the next one is a car uh, manufactures the rims for the car. And the last one sprays the car. Okay. So you have in your kind of circle of car manufacturing um, four persons who contribute to the making of the car. The rest you have to outsource. You have to outsource the metal, the aluminum to make the car, um, the electronics to, to put into the car to make the car work. What happens then if you wanted to strategically align yourself to uh, increase the return uh, over time? to your current shareholders by being efficient and cost effective by bringing in a partner that will create alpha in having, in being a partner to, to, to your process of making cars. What would you do? That makes complete sense. What would I do? <laughs> hold I on. Would, hold I on. Would. I, don't, I don't want to. No, I don't want to. Tell you. I don't want to. I just, let, let me finish. I just want, let, me, let me just round out the okay, point because I know I'm right. Um, okay. so, 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 so what you do, right, is I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to bring in a strategic aluminum uh, 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 partner into the business that can see our business. Uh, hopefully, I can negotiate on, 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 on um, the price to bring in the aluminum to make the car. And so that will bring into the ecosystem um, efficiency, uh, uh, cost savings. And so, of course, um, I'll end up uh, being able to inform my initial shareholders, uh, give them more returns because, of course, the cost of now producing a car, bringing in a strategic mm-hmm. partner should should fall. And I'm not bringing him in if he's not going to be um, uh, uh, creating some Actually, of strategic. Uh, being strategic. So he comes in, he speaks agree, to all of my shareholders, per se, and says, you mm-hmm. know what? I am going to give you 20% off what I do at market. Um, and offer that twenty percent saving to the company I'm now a part of, and the, the shareholders ac- accepts him. How do you bring in that uh, strategic shareholder? Well, you have to issue shares. Yeah, actually, you have to issue shares. Actually, want me to answer? Oh, no, no, you have to issue shares. Okay. Well, 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 no, sorry, you don't have to issue shares. That strategic shareholder can come in by purchasing shares from existing shareholders, or you have to issue shares. All right. So, 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 if you believe in the company, you're not going to want to sell your shares that you have. And, your ne- and the shareholders are, a matter of fact, the shareholder coming in 
if he's in there for the long term and he says to you, well, I'm in there for the long term, he's not going to want to see you selling shares either. So the best way is to issue shares. And how do you issue shares? Well, you have an additional share offer. In public companies, you do that through mm-hmm. an APO and in private companies, you call it an additional private offer. All right, your turn now. <laughs> cool. Um, I, um, I'm going to go back to the first point. How would I get that done? I'm going to agree with you there. I would have to issue shares in order to do it. And I would obviously want the partnership with these strategic partners because I want to tie in these manufacturers because that helps the long-term growth of my business. Still in agreement with you there. Okay. However, I have to remember that I am not the only person in this business. There's a 20% shareholding, which includes the public. Norman, Norman, Norman. Remember, I'm talking about APOs in general, private and public. I'm I'm also speaking about it. Okay, go ahead. I have other shareholders, Uh and those shareholders, I have a fiduciary right to them, and I have to understand where they are also coming from. So for me, who owns 80% of the company, I want, I'm thinking about, and I should be thinking about the 20-year journey of the company. Because for me, it means that, listen, if I get these guys on, in maybe even in five years, my dividends might be tripled. Right, 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 right. right, right. In 10 years, yeah, Absolutely. man, in 10 years, my, my children might, might, might be able to inherit something that is worth 10 times more than what I have because of this move. But there's also a slice of my shareholding that involves people who put them 100 grand in because I wanted it to become 120 grand. No, if I bring in members of the public at a lower price, I am creating a price ceiling that is going to negative, negatively affect anybody who cared about the capital gains of this stock. So, yes, I have to bring in the strategic partners, but how I bring them in is extremely important. Excellent. So Excellent point. So, so what, you haven't yeah, negated. You haven't negated my point yet. I'm waiting on. So, we can I'm try and make, make, make him do it. Here's where it comes now. So, what I would do is I would have a renounceable rights issue. Yes. And I would renounce the percentage of shares that those strategic partners want. I would renounce it from my shareholding. I would sell them it for a dollar. The rights, not the shares. I would give them the rights for a dollar. They would, of course, buy the shares that they've bought the rights to, and they would then become strategic partners. My other shareholders would respect the fact that I did it that way because I didn't bring in the public at a lower price. So chances are the share price, which they care about and which any strong, sensible CEO also cares about, the share price would likely appreciate as a result of that. My shareholders would reward me with loyalty and my new, um, as you call it, external shareholders, stakeholders, <laughs> would, would also be able to come into the business. And yes, I would be diluted a bit, but overall the pie would be bigger and I would still be able to hold what I want to hold. And the beauty of it is I also would have to spend that heavy money out of my pocket. This is how you keep the, the, the wheel balanced on both mm. sides. If I don't think about the cap, the people who care about cap gains, then I would do an APO. But those people would be screwed. 
which is why Jim and B's where it is at this point. So, 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 three, so, four years after. So, so, so let's let's go down the point. Let's go down. Let's go down the the avenue you you you've gone gone down. Um. So you've got a few companies in the market that did uh, that did APOs, and I hope that con- uh, uh, companies continue to do renounceable rights issues and APOs. Uh, so I perished the thought. The last one. So let's say you have a company that uh, an initial set of shareholders uh, were uh, bought in at nine dollars, and you and you had a rights issue at let's say fifteen dollars, and then you had a rights issue, which is a different type of rights issue, rights <laughs> issue that you speak about, a renounceable rights issue at $45. Um, that those shareholders who would have bought in at the business when the business was $9, $9.20, has made a capital gain of what, 300%? 9,944 is 36. So that's 500%. So you're, if you're setting up your company for the next 20 to 100 years, um, and your majority shareholders are retail shareholders, and you know that you're going to need help from Chris, Barry, from, um, you know, uh, uh, Eddie Focal, um, from Stocks on the Rocks, uh, you know, who are not a part of your shareholding, but will provide some amount of stability and can provide a, 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 a 20, 30, 40 times the funding um, mm-hmm. that will capitalize the business, which will in turn, um, in the long run, give those retail shareholders, those mom and pop guys, uh, alpha, if they stay in the business, uh, how do you bring them in uh, if, the, if the renounceable rights issue is the avenue that you, that, you, that you choose? Because in the renounceable rights issue, you're going to be diluted, but how many shares are going to be renounced? Uh, well, you decide, right? If no, no, I so I'm asking you. So if your amount of shares is capped, you're not seeing any more shares. But you're only renouncing the existing shares that you're uh, that you have. No, 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 no. And that's not what happens in the renounceable rights issue. In the renounceable rights issue, you are creating new shares, but they are assigned to the current shareholding. By who? So there is by no, who? By who? By by you, the person who runs the company. No, by the, by the person. Re- oh, no, by, by the per- person renouncing. Their yes, rights. but remember that you have the, you have a say over eighty percent of the shares. So I could, let's say, okay, in, a, in the APO situation, when the APO is done, my strategic partner, my aluminum strategic partner, let's say Stocks on the Rocks, they now own 10% in the APO situation. Um, Barita owns 10%. Um, Mayberry owns 10%. And then I, and then the regular public maybe now owns, uh, let's say, 15%. So it would now up to what? 45. And then I own the remaining 55%, right? In the APO example, in the renounceable rights issue, 
I could simply bring in those three people by renouncing 10% of my 80% to one party and then 10% to another party and 10% to the other party. There is no situation... That, that, that is a fair point. If you plan to limit... Oh, hold on. If you plan to limit the amount of uh, capital you're bringing in from that strategic partner. Well, I would, I would expect that you'd have already planned the amount of capital you need. I don't want you to have a... The price... Of getting an open book for capital cannot be um, retail investors should be screwed. That's not a price that I would ever be okay with paying. You can get any amount of capital you want in an APO. You can also get the same amount of capital in a right issue. And you can do it in a right issue in order to protect those retail investors. And, and then right. when you when you when you when you when you renounce your rights in the rights issue, how do you mm -hmm. strike that balance? Uh, between what you want to to have and the the uh, the, the the strategic partners' um, uh, 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 intent to own a particular uh, amount of the business. Well, you start. You decide, start here. Yeah, you decide at the start how much of this business am I willing to give up, and then you split that up amongst the strategic partners. This is what's available. So. so because I am not willing to go below 55% ownership. Yeah. So I am willing to give up X amount to you in this, in this renounceable rights issue. So I'm not sure I'm following you on, 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 on the logic, but I mean, if, 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 if I, I hear you. Um, yeah, man, no, I can, I can show you, I can match it out, man. It's literally the only difference between the two is that in an APO, the retail shareholders get screwed. Because what has no, but, happened but now again, is that whatever, again, whatever again, the APO again, price you, is. Yeah. So hold, so hold on, Randy. Whatever the... Hold on, hold on Randy. So, 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 so the, the, the way you're looking at it um, uh, in saying that the retail uh, shareholders get screwed, um, you are, you are, you're, you're, I, I think, and, 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 and forgive me if I'm, if I'm wrong, that parochial view is, um, is, 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 is broad brushed. Uh, what I'd say to you is, again... No, sir. No, man, we, we can't agree. We, can't, we, we don't have to agree. Uh, I'm just... I'm just, I'm just... <laughs> Literally, your company is the only one that has done this whose share price has not tumbled. And that's because, as the, the market evidence shows, a lot of spending happened around the right timing to ensure that the tumbling would be absorbed. In fact, when I teach at Grow, I tell people clearly that, listen, Barita is the only one that has done an APO that seems to also look out for their retail shareholders. But, but, but right? I want to tell you, but I want to tell you, so this is where I'm going. So this, if, if you use us as a test case um, or a use mm -hmm. case, uh, mm -hmm. and I, of course, I'm just a, one director, uh, on the board of 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 Barita. so I'll, I'll be I'll, I'll just you know speak from a from a very um, personal point personal of point of view. Uh, okay. If we if the team, in my view, did not uh, look to strategic partners to bring in a particular size of 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 capital at the time, uh, and of course you know persons might look at us and say, okay, well you saw you know a trough coming, and he capitalized 
the business just in time. I think that there, there was an article out that said that uh, Mayberry, Barita, and Scotiabank um, is 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 one of the best capitalized uh, businesses in 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 on on, on the market um, in the market. Uh, if to bring in those uh, huge strategic partners who we thought, thought was uh, strategic at the time, uh, who could who could bring in one and a half two billion dollars a pop. Three billion dollars a pop at some at, at points in time. Uh, it would be preparing the business for you know twenty, forty, sixty years um, uh, into infinity. Uh, we thought at the time that in the long run, the retail uh, investor, this, uh, the the shareholders who you know persons refer to them as the minority shareholders would. Um, would benefit and how they would benefit, not necessarily on the uh, the act of the APO or the rights issue. It is the business itself now having the, having gotten on uh, and gotten in uh, the strategic partner could do deals, fund deals, uh, explore regions, which would bring in um, open new markets which we would never have seen before. Who would then, who would then uh, what would then redound to the bottom line of the business, which would flow to the to 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 the investor through dividends. Through, through, no, 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 not only through the, yeah, well through dividends, yes, but but, but, but follow champions. me here. But, but follow me here. That's where I'm going. When the potential of those partnerships are realized is not uh, income that would also flow. People would want to get into your stock because, you know, all right, I just saw Mr. Buffett bought 7% of, uh, of, 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 of Mayberry, ratted. Is what him know, what me don't know, so I go run down the stock. The demand for the stock is going to go up. If the demand for the stock uh, go up, then and again, then guess what? I'm buying on the potential of what Mayberry can become. I'm buying on the potential on what SVL can do, not what the earnings possible is right now. And the demand for that stock uh, 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 goes up. But here's what you, you haven't thought about, Randy. When you bring in a strategic partner, they're, they're bringing in people who you don't know to be attracted to your stock. They're bringing in a whole different set of uh, uh, aluminum producers that you wouldn't even have access to, who is now looking mm -hmm. at your company, who regard mm -hmm. them as their, uh, that partner as a market leader to say, wait, what, what, if that guy's looking on your stock, then right, um, this must be something I want to buy. And that has nothing to do with dividends. That, that all, all drives down to the cap gains. And guess who? Guess who uh, benefits from those cap gains? The minority. Every other shareholder. Yeah, everybody. But, but every, every, share, every shareholder. And so my point Paul. is, when choosing, um, when choosing a strategic partner mm -hmm. to come in, thinking about 
uh, the minority and ma majority shareholder being in the same boat as the minority shareholder. Um, you would want to guess and hope that the board making the decision, whether to do APO 1 or APO 2 or rights issue 2, uh, a non-renounceable, uh, uh, sorry, a renounceable rights issue, would, would be because not necessarily a dividend play, but a cap gain play so share, minority shareholders can make the money, uh, can make money. So you, so what we did is trust our board to say, well, you know, um, I hope that doing this APO will cause, um, will cause uh, the right partners to come in and rejig the top 10 shareholders and build a business um, who can help build the business over the next uh, 40 years. Oh, that uh, all sounds good, but for a minority shareholder, who is just trying to pay them school fee and not thinking the next 40 years, a share price that stagnates for three years is death. It means oh, I put I my agree. money in and I, it never goes anywhere. And you had, you've had share price, you have, you've had companies whose share prices um, have stagnated uh, uh, for 10 years, 15 years. But my point is... But no, but my point is right. My point is right. Yeah, yeah, Every I'm going back to the company. APO point. Every single company but, that has done one has, has stagnated. Literally well, every single one. Yours is the only one that hasn't. And, because, and, I mean, and, and again, I, 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 don't, I don't operate. I don't operate in, in, in um, the other companies, and I'm, but I'm a board member <laughs> um, in, in, in Barita. Right? And what I can say to you is that when you look for strategic partners, um, uh, the hope is that that strategic partner can bring alpha to the business, which will be, bring alpha to the, the appreciation of the of the um, of of, of uh, you know the synergies in the company, which bring appreciation uh, to the stock to the to the to the but market, to shareholders. Go ahead, ask. But there, there's no argument against strategic shareholders. We're not saying that. No, no, of course not. And I, I, I know, I understand. I'm just saying I don't know why other boards would do a, a, a APO, um, uh, you know, but we, I, I can tell you why, you know, why we would think about it. Um, and it's, 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 it's to redound to the benefit of, 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 of the shareholders because you don't come into a business for dividend alone. I can, I, I, my understanding is you come into a business for cap gain. When Eddie Focal moved from $1 to $5, um, <laughs> you can pay dividends for the rest of your life. It won't, it's not a 500% dividend. <laughs> you, 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 you get it. Um, I understand you know, that. But then, Paul, when SVL, when SVL moved from $9 to $30, I'm not in it for, in, in, in SVL. I'm not betting on SVL uh, to, to, uh, because of dividends. I'm betting on it because Barry understand. Um, the gambling business better than anybody else in Jamaica, and I've said that here, right? All right. Go so, 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 no, no. so that's no. that's why you 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 invest in a business. You believe in you, you believe in the management, the management, um, the management of the business. Go ahead. All right. Well, watch me. If there are two routes, both of them can give you the level of um, buying that you want, including specialized buying from special parties. Sure. But one. One limits you in terms of your the smaller shareholders or any not even smaller. One limits your future share price upward movement. Why would you pick that one over the other one? 
Uh, you have to be more specific than that. No. An APO, literally no company that has done it, with the exception of yours, no company that has done it. I have a little APO watch list on my money, JA, and literally Cygnus. How many companies have APO done APOs right? in Jamaica? I think at this point I'm going to say five. I, I have four uh, on the list, and I can't remember who the other one is. I know Cygnus has. I know JMB has. I know, of course, Barita has. KP Reed has. Then I, you know, you remember any of them? Any any of the others off the top of your head? And and, how, and how many how many have have done uh done APOs successfully? What do you we call it successfully. successfully. What do you mean? Made money for their uh uh minority shareholders. Oh, what? What's what? What? So it comes down to the man. It comes down. To <laughs> so I can't. Com- I'm not comparing myself to 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 um anybody else. I just know how my board look at at at, at minority shareholders and understanding that minority shareholders must make money. There's a stock that um you know in 2010 started out as uh um which I think has been an epic failure, and I'll speak to that a little bit more over the coming weeks. Uh, it's going to be controversial. It's, I think it's been an epic failure to the to the to to, to shareholders holding that stock. Um, and Which stock is that? Which stock is that, Paul? Mm-hmm. I said I'm going to talk about it over the coming weeks. What about it? What about But 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 you know, in 2010, I suspected <laughs> that stock was going to be a different type of vibe until they created a different class, which pays a different type of people. And by, you know, everybody's not in the same boat on, in that stock. Um, mm-hmm. I think, I think stocks should, for me, um, when you, when you go into us, like if I go into SVL and I go into MJE, me know, me not the same boat as the man them who are run the business. I don't want to go in a business where it's just for stored value. You're not getting a dividends, and chances are the money coming out before uh, the money is coming out before it even uh, accretes properly to the to the stock. Um, and I've you know thought about becoming an active uh, a, a active shareholder in that business. I could. Um, uh, I encourage you. To. You, probably, you probably should. You probably should. I, 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 I should. I probably need to sit down with Chris to, for him to teach me how to do that. Um, well, I, I don't know. Right, they have a class, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. What, what I can tell you is that what I can tell you is that going to school is different than practicing, right? Uh, <laughs> who, who can do teach, right? Not, not that saying you, Dana, you are around to teach, teach, teach. I can't do because, of course, you've been doing. Uh, I've heard, I've heard that you've made a bag of money. I've heard the secret, Dana. Uh, Chris, I see you come off mute. So say something. Randy, I'm not. I'm not hearing Paul on my end. I don't know if other listeners are having the same problem. Uh no, we're hearing him pretty fine. You might yeah, want to clear. jump off and jump back on because I think he just ask you if you. Yeah, so a view that you only you could give. So if you if you jump back off, maybe you close Twitter and come back on. Um, you should be able to hear him fine. Chris, you can. Uh, um, let me see who else. Dana, you can hear me. I, I can hear you loud and clear. Yeah, man, we're hearing you loud and clear. You hear me? Krista, Krista, you can hear me? I'm hearing. Okay. Uh, probably you text yeah, Barry and tell him to jump off. Okay, all right. Got any hearing? All right, cool. Probably, yeah, so, 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 yeah. So, so, so I'm telling you, 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 you have stocks, particular stocks on the market, 
um, which has discouraged me, by the way, which has discouraged me, um, uh, uh, Danaya and Randy, right? Um, you know, for, for certain stocks, I want to be in that stock that I know that I am in the same boat as the owner. I don't want to be in no other boat but the one that the owner in because you know um, that that owner is going to uh, do everything he can to, to grow that business. If there's some other way uh, to, 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 to siphon money, take money out of the business, have some other class of shares that get paid before you get paid and all sorts of things, and they're doing it in a, in a very sophisticated way while still hugging you up, stay far from that stock. But I think that's a dangerous thing to say, though, because so many companies on the market have that sort of dual arrangement. Proven has like that. A, Proven has that as a preference share arrangement that I, I think allows that. I could be wrong. Um, I else? create. It also, I think has that sort of arrangement. Um, I am going to say that I can think of two. I know there are at least two more, but the names are coming to me. But I know I've read of those sort of arrangements. Proven came to mind very quickly, though, and I create. Um, but as long as the ordinary... Do you, do you uh, invest in proven stock? Uh, no, it has not met my investment criteria for you. Yeah, no, yeah, I understand. I understand. And plus you're wise. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, nobody can beat me, so I, mean, I, can, I, I can talk. Uh, so, I mean, oh, and, oh, and oh, you say oh, you like straight talk. You, like, you say you like straight it. talk. And no, I do, but... I do, I do, I do. But I also, I'll tell you, like I told Barry earlier, I also do have the yacht. So please wait till I have a yacht before, before you, you bring that. No. I draw you like talk. All right, no, I won't draw you No, 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 go ahead. I want <laughs> to hear what you're saying. So, because I know Proven has that sort of setup. And, yeah. um... I'm, I'm, I plan to talk about it. Um, and let me just tell you, you users, while they're on, um, mm. If you don't mind me saying this, Randy, um, follow Stacks and the Rocks and follow Paul Simpson J for Pitch Deck. We're doing some great things. Randy's been helping us. Um, that that's at P U P A U L S I M P S O N J. Um, follow Pitch Deck because we 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 we're helping entrepreneurs um, realize their dreams. One hundred percent. Follow Krista. Um, as well, she's she's also helping um, on that front. All right, hey, go, on, Paul, go on, Paul, go on, go on, Randy. I'm not begging on Randy. Randy, no, no, but the bad mind thing, you know, always just first of all, Randy, me here say you used to go Arden, right? Randy is a Arden man, right? And so, him, him supposed to support me 100%. All right, go on, Randy. You're <laughs> I I, I support I support the pitch deck movement. I support the pitch deck movement because it helps entrepreneurs. As an entrepreneur myself, I love it, yeah man. Um I don't know about the bad man. Yeah. But maybe I, not I support, support that. It. Yeah, at all. Um which is why you're here. I wouldn't have an issue if you if if I didn't want that happening, I wouldn't have it said at all. Um yeah, there's literally no worry about that. So I think maybe anybody telling you that, ask, tell them to ask me about it because I'm also very straightforward. Um, Which, but, what is that, Randy? I, I, I miss that. You're talking about a pitch deck? I don't know what the... the no, no, yeah, as in, I support the thing. I wish I could if I had oh, the money. Oh, oh, oh yeah, man. yeah, man. No, man, no, man. I just, I'm yeah. just saying support it, support it, support it. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, Retweet there's it. absolutely no bad mind that's um, Yeah, man. We, we, I mean, we hold on, on, Paul. 
Go ahead. I, I've really Go ahead. tweeted it, and I do, I do like that, but I don't want us to stray too far from the point. I think anybody should know about it. The pitch check is a thing that Simon, Krista, yourself doing. You have a lot of entrepreneurs helping you out, and I'm happy about it. I would love to help out too if I can. And I've seen things that you guys are doing also outside of space. I see you talking to Gordon about education. I know that's a big deal. Um, I see you talking about the market more. That thing you said a while ago, if I could press one button and have it happen, I would, which is you becoming an active investor in a stock to because an activist investor, if you will, not even active. Yeah, man. Activist. Send, yeah. As soon as I send my email, I am going to become an activist is, is, uh, investor in that particular stock. Yeah, in fact, I tell you, in fact, is in fact, is me. In, in, if I, well, if I tell you, if I if if if, if I give you any more hints, you go know is who. But I'll, I'll I'll I promise I'll say it at your next at your next um at your next uh, break talk. Yeah, man. All right. Well, no, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking G West has a different class of shares also. Oh, where yes. they have that little weird arrangement where the the, the perpetual preferences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There are quite a few of them on the market. I personally, I'm like you that I don't I don't I don't buy into it. I don't like it. Um, and don't no. take my balling against APOs as balling against people. I always say finance carry feelings. People get really hurt when you talk about things. I'm not for that. We should all be able to have the conversation. I'm happy that you're having a conversation here. We even Randy, Randy, you, you, Randy, 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 you know I don't carry feelings, right? You know, so my, my back brad on this leather back my heart. understand? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so if you say that, I'm happy to hear it, but yeah, I, I can't stop speaking for the people at ICAM because nobody else is going to talk about APOs. And the truth is, how, how Barita has done APOs, no one else has done it in quite the same way. If they were at least doing it in that way, it wouldn't be so bad. The only mm-hmm. other thing I've seen that um, speaks to a similar sort of how you've been talking about it is when KP Reed said that they are also asking for, they asked for and got, and got permission to um, do a share buyback a little later on in the future. And I, I took that as them acknowledging that at some point, this heavy amount of shares that's pushed to the public needs to be soaked up by a larger party in order to allow the true value of the stock to come through, the true higher value of the stock to come through. Without that element, everybody's going to be stuck for years because if you look on all the APOs, they're at the same place. There are years. Cygnus, they're right that the APO price is not below. Proven, same thing. KP Reed, same thing. JMMB, same thing. Marita is the only one and... I mean, I wonder what would happen if the ESOP wasn't buying and other larger parties weren't buying if it wouldn't have the same sort of thing. Well, well, here's a promise. Off. Here's a here's a promise. Um, I'll I'll I'm going to I'm, I'll I'll dive now that I know that you know there's interest there. I'll make sure I'll dive into it on 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 on, on pitch deck. Simon, write that down for me. On pitch deck, I'm going to do a tell all. Uh, uh, on, 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 on truth tales on, 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 on that. I love that. I love that. I love that. I will certainly be tuning in to hear it. If I can't see <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, man. And there's just one more thing I, I want to say to you, Randy, um, mm-hmm. which, is, which is fundamental to, 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 to raising capital, right? Mm-hmm. It's not how you raise the capital, is how the board uses that capital to make money for the shareholders to create alpha for the for the for the for the minority and, and themselves as well. Yes, I'll I'll just say that how you raise capital. I'll just say that. I'll just say that now. 
but let me and you duke it out. So I've given you a duke, you know, we've duked it out here on your show. Let's duke it out on my sh- uh, on uh, <laughs> my show where 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 um, next, week, next week next uh, uh, next week. Uh, you know, you ask me uh, the tough questions, ask me the tough questions, and I'll answer the questions as best as I can. And hopefully, um, nope. you know, hopefully we 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 have legal and so I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't mess up because you you know them waiting for me to butt my foot and my toe right? Well, if it was, the, if the, the, was right? easy, everybody would have walked it. So that's, that's a simple truth. But but you and you and you and Danai, come on and Danai, you and you and um you and you and Randy grill me and grill 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 Raman and uh and we'll 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 answer we we, we wouldn't subject simon to 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 to, to such abuse but uh, <laughs> oh, wow. but 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 you know but 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 definitely i'm built fight so 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 i'm i'm, I'm ready and then we All can right. go out and, and and have some have a drink and and uh and 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 and, and laugh about it all right well i'm i'm fast if we can we can but i mean we can do it anytime. I don't mind any for pitch deck, but I don't want to mix up. I mean, people prepping themselves for pitch deck and in the middle of this talk where we'll talk about AP and Ray Ray. I would like, I like what's happening with pitch deck. I like what's happening, what I'm hearing from the hosts now about entrepreneurship in general and how the wider spread. I'm a, I think it's obvious to anybody looking on that. I mean, if, if Paul Simpson and team looking on pitch deck, I assume it means that if your company is good enough, Barita is willing to take the interest in them. Um, and if you're looking to get listed, then that could be one of the many routes to being listed that's on the market. So I like that. I don't want to, I don't want to, to dilute what somebody else had to come in with for their company. But of course, I take the invite. And, I, yeah, and, I'll, and I'll, 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 I'll bring, I'll draw Chris out as well and 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 and, and talk about 2009 December when 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 he and I had a sit down and talk about um, coming to work for Mayberry. I'll tell you all of that. Oh, you used to work for Mayberry? No, no, no. When I oh. when I said I got an offer from Mayberry, and I'll, I'll I'll talk about that. And hopefully, Chris, 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 I still have I still have the offer document, by the way. Oh. Um, it's it's actually framed in one of my my, my offices. Okay, that's, that's I like I like that I like I like that also like the free marketing you get here. Barita will be getting a little invoice from me. Um, for this, <laughs> <laughs> for, this for this stuff. Um. People often wonder too why I think people think that I don't know what what has to be done. I think if they dig into it, they'll remember, they'll check and realize that I know a thing or two about marketing. But I'm happy because it helps everybody. Let me use this moment to because my friend Raven in the in the chat. Anybody who care about smoking, if you are smoking, you want the best um, accessories, meds. Google it if you don't know it. M E Z. Let me let me throw free marketing out to somebody who I do know. The rest of the people. Anybody um, investing? <laughs> yeah, anybody investing, you come to grow if you want to learn. Anybody you investing, want. you want the best advice, dharadvisor.com, then I have link go. up. Let's have a session. Let's talk about your portfolio. We have a lot to work on. This year will be very interesting. Let's go forward with it. Yeah, man, there we go. But, Sir Paul, let's come back to the marketing <laughs> in, in um, the, the, a karma thing that we were talking about before because we did interrupt Krista. And Krista was making a great point around Indeed. the psychology of money and how. It affects people, and my assumption here—I don't think uh, I could have it wrong—but I don't think you, you you grew up rich, did you? Did you? You know, from a, a rich, multi-million-dollar family. You're talking Krista or me? 
No, man, you, Paul Anthony Simpson. No, I'm a grow up Brock. What, what do you mean? <laughs> All right, so you, so you have. I grew up in Harbour View, 18 Aqua Avenue. I grew up in front of the park. Anybody who really know me, I'm not saying they know me, but they don't. <laughs> you know, you have those who say, yeah, man, I know him, I'm going to like him. Him, no, They're talking people who actually know me, right? Um, I'm actually a fact Simon lives in Harbour View. He knows exactly where, where me used to live. My, the mm. bus used to have to run past Simon's house to come to my house. Um, yeah, to so drop me off my house. So, so <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just letting you know that. But education, I must say, and this is very important. Um, mm. My parents were teachers and educated. Um, I, I, I made sure that uh, the, 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 the kids, we kids, knew um, the power of education. And so, you know, uh, straight, uh, uh, had to go to, you know, school was, was very big in kind of digging yourself out of poverty. And, and, and when, you're young, when you're young, you don't know you're poor. That's when true. you're young, you're contented with whatever it is, right? Um, whether you eat one time a day or you eat three times a day, you, you know, you, you live with it, you know, because you're happy. I grew up in a happy home. So being sad and, and thinking I was hungry and that, was, that didn't cross my mind and it, I just wanted to go home um, and, and go over to the park and play a, a, a cricket um, and, 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 and football. Uh, and then, you know, um, I got a blight with the studying thing more, more, more than my sisters, uh, you know. So I, and, and everybody on, the, on this call know I'm an accidental banker. You know, you know, I've had computer science degree and a, a, another one in geology, um, double major. Um, we're only right every time, you know. Uh, yeah, and so, and so when, 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 when so, you know, um, so, 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 you know, and then I just, I just kind of stumbled into uh, being an MBA, doing the MBAs was two more years after my degree because, because, you know, my sister's worst, my sister was still in med school. It's five years for med school, three years for a degree, two years for MBA. So you know, I just decided to stay. I worked to care to you know in 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 Bristol in England um, at Ford. I came home after uh, at, you know went to work at eight. Came home at four. Then went to Miss Millie's at six o'clock and worked at two o'clock in the morning. Um, Miss Millie's is like a KFC in England, and I did that every summer. Uh, I see Ryan on, so Ryan would know. Um, uh, he was on. So, so he would know. I used to come to come back to Chancellor, stay on Chancellor, and and clearly that's you know. So the, yes, I am intimate. Oh, no, no, I'm Paul, intimate. Paul, I don't want you, I, yeah, I man. So you know it, perfect. I don't yeah, want man. you to the whole of the, the profile interview just now. But well, here's how I tell, <laughs> here's, here's how I tell us though. In, 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 so you ask me if I grow poor, and the answer is yes, and I sent yeah, myself very to school, so paid my own school fee. Yeah, man. And so you know also the shift from poor to rich which is what we were talking about with Krista just now which is that you know nobody's really giving that guide to regular people nobody tells what happens listen yes. well that's what we're doing pitch deck for no no, no. hold on let's we can't put pitch deck in everything pitch deck no, is great not. if you're an entrepreneur no, if... i'm talking about somebody who sorry Krista, go ahead so i was saying if i could jump in i think i have a more direct question if paul wants to answer um i think my girl how are you going to do that to me right here so <laughs> All right, go on. Man, you have a plan, you know. Man, you have a plan. Go on, go on, go on. So I think it's it's a simple question. It shouldn't be too crazy. I can also say mine, but I think we're talking about the specific. Like, there's a mindset shift that you have to go through at some point. Some go through it sooner. Some some go through it later. 
So you spoke about how your parents were educators. Um, education was really important in your household. So that would have been what kind of, what the ladder you used to get from that. I want to say, I don't want to call it poverty because I'm not sure if you use that word, but not so well off to now you're doing way better. Um, but there had to be a shift somewhere because our parents would have had very specific mindsets that allowed them to kind of get themselves out of where they were and bring us to where we are. So, like, for you, do you remember what that specific, if there was a specific mindset that you had to unlearn? So it might have been a specific thought. It might have been a specific behavior that you probably thought was normal growing up. But as you left your house and kind of went into a different world, into the world of potentially finance or in the, into the world of probably meeting people who did grow up with money, was there a particular mindset that you can remember actively having to unlearn? Um, so that, and that's a deep question, Krista. Thanks for that question. Uh, and that would, that, that if, if I were to answer that question, it would, it would take some time and run this show. Uh, so we're, what I, we're not short on time, brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, I, what, what I'd said to you, Krista, is that that's, that's some of the, um, I'm going to speak about that on, on, on pitch deck. Uh, but but the 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 short answer yes there, there there was um a time where you know moving 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 uh acting well executing on on a particular lifestyle uh was was important to 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 moving from understanding that you know um and I can give you a simple one nine to five. Uh, knowing that you can't expect to be, uh, you know, above average if you're just looking at the clock at work and can't wait until four o'clock comes to leave. And so that's that switch uh, in behavior or evolution of behavior was knowing that I had to get up at, at, at seven. And I gave you the example of where, you know, I had to get up at seven. Um to go to uh, work, come home at four, and then leave at six, come home at two. So if you count out those hours, you quickly realize that over time, successful people, in the, especially in the initial stages, as much as they don't tell you, um, and the ones who have to literally work for it to make it happen, you have to put in the time. Um, you, have to, you have to put in your 10,000, sorry, yes, your 10,000 hours to become an expert, and then you have to put in um, your 14 to 16 hour days uh, to outshine your peer to get into the two or one percent. Uh, so, you know, being up at 12 o'clock, having this conversation, my flight came in this morning at um, two o'clock, uh, one o'clock, one a.m. Uh, this morning, um, went, uh, you know, slept for, uh, you know, uh, my first meeting was at 6.30 a.m., uh, so I had to get up for that to do, um, and 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 that comes naturally uh, because of that 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 transformation at sixteen into seventeen years old, um, you know, kind of uh, putting in that discipline. So I would say it's the honing of the discipline um, that kind of transfer to transfer to the work work life, uh, and that is just one of about six things that I've actually written down. Uh, that mm-hmm. caused uh, my, my 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 ethos to 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 become enact, enacted. Mm-hmm. 
And now it's easy. It's not, now it's now it's it's it's, it's second nature. But you have to build it up. But I think going back to just that specific money point, because our conversation was on money. It's I'll speak from my little level. I started out investing with ten grand Jamaican. It, 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 I look back sometimes and I have to laugh. And how I invest? No, if you invest, let's say, if you start with ten grand, you reach one million. How you invest the million is has to be different from how you invest the ten grand. In the same way, if you are somebody to who ten grand is a lot of money. And then you work or you do something that gets you to the point of having a million. The mindset that you use and have around 10 grand, you can't have it around 1 million. However, if you learn by seeing how others do it, or maybe you like to follow a guide like many human beings do, there is nobody really talking to the regular Jamaican who got it right. And you never win the lotto. Maybe your uncle did and leave 2 million and you bought Wigton. I at 50 cents and you sell it at 90 cents. Suddenly, the 2 million is now close to 4 million. And then that 4 million went into, I don't know, Fesco or something else. And now it's 8 million. And, but, but you're, still, you're still acting like you can't, you can't, buy, you can't buy the, the, the two patterns that you want for lunch because you're broke. But you're not really broke, but in your mind, you're there, right? It's the mindset. What are some of the things that shifted for you mindset-wise? With money specifically, I mean. Well, before you answer uh, that, yeah. before you answer that, good well, evening, everybody. Pablo, evening. Yes. Evening. This is Kate. Evening. 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 Yeah. So I can verify that what Paul said there coming from, how have you climbing the ladder? That's very Who is Kirk? Yes, it is. <laughs> Kirk got to grow up at the top of, at the top of my road, right? Paul, 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 Paul. We're not disputing that at all, you know. We never doubt that him come from that at all, you know. That's not all. We're not those guys. I know, I know I'm telling the truth, but we really want to understand the mindset, Paul. And it's not that you have to explain it in full. But I think there's a real point there and there's a real lack there because there's a good class of Jamaicans now that have managed to make money either through entrepreneurship or the market, but they really have nobody to help guide them. Well, who know, know, and who saw, saw. Um, I, ask it, I, ask it. I don't want to cut you off, Kurt, but I want I want the man who actually know tell us. Not that you don't know, but I've got, I got, I seen that part of a little bit more than you. When the wrong money you're talking <laughs> that could be true. That could be true. I'm not doubting. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to speak for the man pocket, but I want Paul to tell me. Yeah. All right. So I'm, I'm not going to. I, I'd prefer not to get into that. Um. That whole. Uh. So the, what is the specific question again, Randy? It's just a mindset. Why is there anything mindset? Yeah. Why is that change for you? Are you? Are you yeah. realize you had to change as the money grows? Moving from yeah, you, I, I don't have it much, but I have a good amount now. My life changing. I have to adjust for that. Um, so, 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 I'd have to think about. Let me, let me, let me, Krista, Krista, and 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 Randy. Let me, let me, let me think through that question. I'll answer that question next week. No problem. No so problem. I think. Randy, so you have a, I think you, do you have an I, answer, Randy? I was about to say. I think it might sound like a really daunting question. So, like, no, it, it doesn't have to be too deep. It can be something as simple as, for me, it was in college. And I remember getting a bill. So, like, my business was doing pretty good for, at the college level. And I remember getting a surprise bill 
and immediately like my throat started closing up my, I couldn't breathe like I was having a real physical reaction to this surprise bill right and then I looked at my bank account and I was like girl you can you you have the money for it the surprise bill like you've worked to the point where the surprise bill you can pay it congratulations but in my head i'm just like oh my god surprise bill i can't manage i was so stressed out by the surprise bill that i had more than enough money to cover but that was because growing up if there were surprise bills it was hell and powder house in the house just because of the situation that we were in so it wasn't until i had my own that i realized like you work and you you work and you spend wisely and you manage wisely for something like this to happen. Like bills are an inevitable part of life. You don't just work. I, well, for, for me at the time, for me at least, it's not just that you get up and work to spend all the money on the things that you like. Like bills are a real thing. And the basis of us going to work is to be able to cover our bills. And you can do that. So breathe. And that was the first thing. I remember I was outside of my, my dorm room at the time and I was just like, girl, breathe. This is why you work. So when things like this happen, you can are not, it. you can afford it and you don't have to wonder, what am I going to do? How am I going to, like, I could already, I could already figure it out. So that was the first mindset shift. So it's something small like that, that I ended up carrying mm. with me that helped me to say, okay, when I continue to make more, I can maintain it. And when bills come, I will not literally, my world won't fall apart and I won't start to panic and I won't start to think, oh my God, where am I going to get it from? Because I now understand that I'm at a place where my reality, as opposed to the reality of my parents that I adopted, is that I can afford this bill. So something simple like that. Yeah, that, that's, that's the sort of thinking. But I understand if Paul don't have the answer yet. I mean... I don't want to. I don't want. To I'm formulating it. I'm formulating it. Um, yeah, man. Because you, remember, you my, to... my situation is a little bit is a little bit unique. Um, in 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 both my 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 early life, um, I was always working, so I was always a portion in my my lifestyle hasn't changed. Um, now as it did, um, as it was, as it was, I would say ten ten years ago. To know my lifestyle hasn't hasn't changed much. Um. Uh. So it 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 really hasn't changed much. So I don't have a boat. I don't have a um. I bought my car uh in two thousand seventeen. Uh-huh. Company gave me a the company gave me a car. Uh. Uh. I, I I got a Range Rover at a prouder price because we have Duncan as a shareholder. Um. So so yes, of course. Uh. You know the my wealth has grown. But my lifestyle hasn't grown. But I haven't, I've not been the one to kind of switch my lifestyle. So my bills, I live off my salary. Can we talk about that? Um, my, sure, sure. So yeah, my life, so... My, 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 so I get a particular salary from the business. Um, in fact, uh, my two, uh, my COO and my CIO earns more than I do in the business. Um, uh, you know, so, and I live off my salary. Uh, so, so I'm just saying that, you know, the way, the way I, I, I budgeted, um, as a formula, as a formula for, for, uh, since 20, sorry, since 1997, 
since 1997 or 1998, I still do the same budget now. Um, uh, albeit it's 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 a, it's a little bit, but but I'll I'll get into it, Randy. I'll get into it. Um, uh, I pitched uh, it right? a little bit deeper uh, over time. No, 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 I'll get into it at, on, on, on your shore or at pitch deck, uh, pitch deck. But I'll, I'll get into it um, if it were ever to come up on, on your show um, in the future. Well, I'm will, going to think about so it for the I week. Understand. And, like, I understand. a substantial answer. I, I think that's what Simon talks about. I see t- Simon talking about it quite often. Lifestyle creep, well, probably another I buzzword, keep, definitely I another keep, buzzword. But No, man, I hold on, I'll, I'll, I'll defend that one. I don't think that's a buzzword. Yes, it's a, a finance term, if you will. But it's very a, real. It, the core is a very, very real thing. Lifestyle. It's a throwing for throwing sake. It is a real yeah, reason. Very, like, very sounds real like Paul, it sounds like Paul never sucks. I, I don't want to use the word incorrectly. So it sounds like he just never allowed that to happen. The same blueprint and the same formula from 1997. I don't, don't know. I don't know. I'll talk about it. I'll talk about a specific. No, man. I'll talk about a specific thing. My, my, in 2010, I had a Corolla, uh, uh, a red to- a Toyota Corolla. Um, the guy, uh, one of my directors at the time, told me to go and buy a two Told me to go and buy a BMW to, to talk to the clients. So I went and bought a three thirty five. Um, and three months I... later, a three thirty five I, um, a two thousand a two thousand eight three thirty five I, uh, and. Uh, about three or four months later, um, you know, I had taken on a manager uh, who is now here on the, the call, Ryan. Um, and, this, and this is when I was at Proof. And, and Ryan went, Ryan was driving a Bluebird at the time. And, you know, they wanted us to kind of, you know, look a certain way to visit the client. So, you know, Ryan went and bought a silver, a silver BMW. Um, and, and, up to today, mm-hmm. I still have my 335. The only other car, car I bought was an upgrade to that 335 for, my, for myself. I was a, was a blue, um, a, 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 a light blue um, in 2016 or 17. I bought a light blue um, M4. Uh, so, and, and, I, and I bought it. Uh, f- I, I, First Global gave me the rent, um, the, the 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 loan to 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 to, to buy it. Um, yes, I could I could pay it off nine million thousand time now, but I still pay my 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 my, my, my three hundred and eighty thousand dollars a month out of my pay and pay for it. And what it does is, and I still have my three thirty five. Those are my two cars. Um, I, so I, I, I have not. I have not. I want, you, I want you to think about it. I want you to think about it deeply because I think what happened is that you missed the point here. here no, no, point. I, I haven't missed the no, point. My the, point the, is the, that the kid but... who used to take the bus and go across yeah. the road and play upon the ball field in Harbour View, yes. that child is saying lightly that he bought a 335i. It's that shift that we want to talk about. No, no, no. no. I think the shift you want to talk about is how do you control um, that's the, the, the type of money the type no, of that's money. not. No, no, no. What the, I the said we want to talk about is what we want to talk about. What I understand, because it really the, is a difficult the, question. The the type of money, the type of money is that you kind of moving on the on the on the on the on the scale from you know purchasing a a, a regular um, M4 or or three thirty five to be able to buy a fleet of jets if you want is is a different type of money. Yeah, 
So I'm just saying that it's the it's, it's the it's the it's the it's the it's the principle of how you maintain um how you maintain a level head and and on that scale and live in the same house as 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 um you know some very popular uh, individuals uh, do for 50 years no matter how their uh, wealth grows that kind of a formula is what is what i would want to impart for me how i have looked at it so for me this conversation is really helpful if i can jump in one more time i think this is really helpful and i like exactly what paul said is what i was actually trying to hear i think it does answer the question randy um i think that like for the person who is on the ball field and it moves to the next phase like what i heard from paul was that there was like a blueprint that there's a there's a money mindset that I'm hearing that it might not have been explicitly said, but it's and I might sum it up incorrectly, but I have an understanding of it. It's just like the lifestyle creep didn't really happen. And for me, the next yes, person that I want right. to answer. So you're right. That's good to know. That's what I pretty much heard. The lifestyle creep never happened. Well, and for me, that's, what that's I like that's a hundred percent cap. But when we talk about it, okay, hold on, no, hold on, no, 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 no. So, mindset here. I'm telling Paula that's yeah, 100%. All right, before, before we get into it, we're, so we're talking mindsets here. The discipline is real. So we're talking mindsets here. And what I heard was, even if materially things were bought along the way, it sounds as though there was an intentional effort, or it sounds as though there is a intentional effort to not necessarily want to keep up with the Joneses. Uh, that is exactly what I'm saying, Krista. I'm saying it never appealed to me. I didn't. It, 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 a matter of fact, I lived in the reason I moved to my house um, just up the road from where I used to live for the last seven years um, while I was building the business is because they had torrential rain and, and the, the roof came in. And my wife now, who was my fiancé at the time, um, the roof came in, and we had to rush up to the house. Uh, 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 Ramon, you remember that that day? We had to rush up to the house. We had to sweep out water from upstairs. And she's like, "This is Paul, not you it. Have, you, have four, you, have, you have four houses. We have you have you have house at one." And I'm like, "Yeah, but you know, this is where we live. This is our little kind of cabana and home of uh, a Zen, you know." Um, you know, come so, just fix the roof, and and it's not mean, me mean, me no mean. Of course, it's just that I, you yeah, know, I'm, you. I'm I prudent. You, Paul, but... I, I, I'm prudent, and I have a blueprint, and it's worked for me over time. So I want to. I that's, that's the that's what I want to touch on. So I've heard what you're saying, and I completely understand it. And I think that's that's a it's been a valuable addition to the conversation. Like Randy, we asked. What do you do when you what what's the mindset shift that you go through Krista, when you get to a certain point? So I think my next question for Paul. Mm-hmm. Respectfully, go ahead. It's a good PR point. It's a great answer, but it's not really the answer to the question I want. Or question. So Randy, trust me not. But, Randy, no, trust I am, me. I, I don't need to trust you because I am speaking not about something that was just said. I'm speaking about something mm-hmm. that I felt, something that's personal to me. Uh-huh. And so I know, and that's why I know also that it's a, it's a sort of thing that you have to sit with and answer. And also, it is so, in some ways personal. I would mm-hmm. not be surprised if, if Paul or anybody doesn't yeah. necessarily want to answer this in this sort of forum. Because since I read your tweet, Krista, yeah. it has sat in my mind and I've thought about it. 
I'll tell a story. I, I don't want us to belabor the point. It's good and we'll wrap it, but I'll tell a story to wrap it. There was a day when I was, I lived in Spain for years and I, I studied Spain and um, I, I, I had a car, I, well, I can say it now. I was driving a, a banger and the people who actually know me in real life know how much I like, I like, I like my little banger car. Um, long after I could put it down, I kept that little, a, a little Nissan. Tint up Nissan looked like crime. See it on prime time news. It doesn't participate in crime, but it looks just like every other taxi out there. Um, and I remember driving home to Spanish Town and the tire burst and I was, it was raining heavily and I had to come out and I was in the rain and I'm, changing the tire on this on this kind of rain and the bumper fell off because I had two pieces of blue string holding up the bumper. No joke. Like people who know me know the car and they know the two pieces of string. It looked bad. And as there and it slid and the, and the tire iron slip and me dropped I'm in the rain wet up and I felt I sat there for and I started to laugh because that same day on the market I had made over a million dollars that day on the market. And I'm sitting there thinking why the hell are you driving this and putting yourself in this kind of problem? That is the guy who grew up, who list, who his, his father's anthem was lock off the light because of JPS. That's the guy who, no matter how much money he make, boy, I don't want to really push myself and go get a fancy car because... But the truth is, when you get the nicer car, I assume, when you get the nicer car... Well, it's all that much, that... Yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't have to be killing off yourself in the same way, and you, that time gets used for something more constructive. But if you don't have that sort of mindset shift, you may never know. So again, I know the kind of shift I'm talking about, and it's a very personal thing. I'm, I never really told that story, and I even even now I edited the story very differently. The people who know yeah. me know the real version of that story. It's a thing that you can't necessarily. It is not an easy answer, so I, I'm not pressuring Paul at all or anybody. Oh, no, else. no, Randy, Randy. Before I give you, I just saw one more thing, and I'll hand over to you. Um, I've been on a, uh, I've been, I've been. This is recently, you know, probably within the last twelve months. I've driven. Listen to me now. In the last twelve months, and yes, within the last twelve months, I definitely could buy a fleet of Ferraris, but I use, um. My 335, I was going along, um, I was in a group, a little car group, and everybody had Porsches. And I tried to soup my little uh, uh, 335, the same one I had, and I was going on a drive with these guys um, and on the way back into Kingston. My bumper dropped off too. My bumper dropped off. And I took up the bumper, put it back on. And finished the race last or the drive last, and I felt one hundred percent comfortable in my skin. Why? Because I have a formula, and it's been working for the last, you know, uh, twenty-five years of my life, and I'm not gonna change it. So for me, when I hear that, I'm hearing two stories that kind of are similar but went in different directions. And I think Randy, for the point of the thread. I think both answers kind of serve the point. So what it sounds like, what, what I'm getting from it is just like, Paul, you, you had a formula that you decided to stick to. I think what I was trying to, or potentially, eventually trying to get to, if you're comfortable talking about it, was where the formula came from. 
because that's really the 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 blue the, the mindset that we're talking about or the money blueprint that we're talking about. So for you, you you kept you you kept it for the most part, right? Um, but I think that if we kind of shift into something else, it's just kind of like for like investments, so like investment properties that you may or may not have that may or may not have. It's just like was so you've kept your personal life a certain type of way, but your investment life has evolved more than what you'd have seen at home. Was there ever a time, if you're willing to share, and we can also, I would love to, if other people would want to answer this question. I know it's a sensitive topic. Like I said, money, man, like making money black and white, managing it, spending it, very emotional. So it's not something that we have to talk about in this forum, can be super personal. But was there ever a time when, even when you started to invest or started to kind of spend money on things that could grow your money, not necessarily your personal life, was there ever a time where you had to, like, you, you had a, a voice in your head that probably said, don't do this, or maybe you don't need to do this, and you realized that might not be my voice, that's the voice of somebody else, and if that never happened, that could also be part of the conversation, too, that it might just not happen to everyone. Yeah, and the answer to, to you, that's a very e e excellent uh, question, Krista. Um, the answer is yes. Um, and I'll and I'll share that on um, in the entrepreneur section on Pitch Deck. All right, no problem. So, Randy. Sorry. Yeah, man. So I bring a totally different perspective to this thing, right? So when I was like about eight, right, I was in the living room with my people, and my uncle was in a house, and you know, both civil servants grew up very middle class and all of that and you know money problems and they were talking about how they're going to deal with it and you know there was one set of guys that were saying boy we have to save and we have to cut back on this and cut back on that and you know I was a kid growing up and I heard these discussions many times and I said to them guys you're wrong you have to earn more money and um, I share something else with you. I have a lot of customers who started with zero and they're now rich. And the biggest mistake I see people make all the time is that we forget that we come on this earth for a very short time. And we are working so that we can enjoy life. And the mistake we make is we're always trying to de-redefine what is success. Everyone on this talk who has had some degree of success, we didn't achieve it by being careless, by not planning and investing and in education or and the right asset or so. We all went through that. But remember, guys, you need to have, don't keep changing your goalposts. Because if you have all of that money and you don't have no fun, you don't enjoy it. From my perspective, I think you're really robbing yourself of a rich life. And a lot of these very popular people, who come on these TV shows, and I'm not talking about anybody in Jamaica, 
I mean, Paul is entitled to his version of his life and his frugality, and I don't have a problem with that. But a lot of them are fake. They're telling you how they are living in this one house forever. But I have friends who have been on sport fish boats with these people that cost millions of dollars. And I've seen some of the private jets that they jump in and fly around the world in. So life is not just about, you know, being successful if you don't enjoy it, you know. And, you know, the, the American dream is all about that. People don't, all the migrants, the millions of migrants trying to get into America every year. They're not going there just because they want to live in a small two-bedroom house. They want to hit it big and they want to enjoy life. So I leave that with you guys. That's my perspective on it. And um, solid, solid perspective, Chris. Solid the final story I leave you with, right? When I was a kid, right? I used to watch this show them Magnum P.I. Magnum P.I. And the guy used to drive a Ferrari. And I used to look on that show and I used to say to myself as I grew up, you know, that's my dream car. It was so expensive, I thought I would never, ever, ever be able to afford it. So one day, a friend of mine in Florida invited me to his house and he unveiled his brand new Ferrari. And he took me for a drive in it. Well, it was the most amazing experience. I sat in that car and I realized I wasn't as poor as I thought I was. And that's the end of the story. I won't tell you the rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, so Barry, thank you a hundred percent for that because again, I, I like I like the, the the reality of that story. And I can tell you as somebody coming from Pora. When I do all of this work for Brooke, the life there for Braff, you're right. Worse no people are dropped dead all the time. The life there for Braff. But the reality is Somebody needs to teach how the braffing go when you're just making it. So thank you for that sort of honesty. Because that's the truth. I, and that was actually part of my thing for the car conversation. When I was fixing that car on the road. Yeah, man, but the braff never feel too responsible. But 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 <laughs> it still has to be because you can't go crazy, right? That's why a lot of winners end up broke. But thank yeah. you very, very much for that, Sir Barry. And and also for that, Paul. Um the the for me. I speak, I think I speak for the people who are making it, making a little more than they thought, and they're realizing that, yo, I need some sort of guidance here. And I don't have the answers either because I'm on the same road as everybody else. Come from, from a poor background, and I'm, I'm making it, I'm going to really know i make it. But I'm making it, and I don't know how far is too far. I don't know what the best steps are, and I guess we'll all figure it out together. So thank, thank, thank both of you for that, for those points. And thank you very much, Christopher, for um, bringing us back to the, the the original point. Yeah, but thank you for sharing that and talking about that. Like, I what I had the same sentiments when I created the third, but it was kind of just like something that was on my mind. But you really hit the nail on the head. It's just like you spoke about how people are asking about managing it and you're just like, who told you guys I know how to manage it? And it's not just that you're not managing your money well, it's just 
you don't know if you are. And exactly. that is exactly. a difficult place to be in. Like, oh, I and I, I can also say I'm in the same boat. It's just like, I think this budget works. But guess what? I won't know until 30 years from now if I have something to show for it or not. Yeah. Um, yep. Yep. Then I will tell you about the conversations <laughs> that I have. I wouldn't have them. And, and Randy and Danai, I will, I will, I will get into it. You have, you have my word. I will. Uh, I, I will. All right. And and Christopher, you, you have my Paul, word. Right. We'll have a face-to-face conversation that the public can view. And yeah, man. I will talk to you in some real way because I, I know you're a real. Like you say, you went to Arden. Good people alone go Arden. If you go Arden, you're good. By the time you leave, you learn to be good. Yeah, but I think it's it's the. <laughs> no bother with it. No bother with it. No, bother with it. no, bother with it. <laughs> no, no. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an honorary Ardenite, you know. So I, I'll take that one as well. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And 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 then I, I hear you have some questions you want to ask me. So I'm looking forward to our right. to our um our our uh, 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 Simon. Come on, invite the guys to 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 to, to come and uh, ask me the, the the tough questions. And and hopefully we can we can um, impart to 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 the people who really want a a, a beacon um, of 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 hope in you know, in how they can they can make it and manage it and and um, and how atypical Jamaica is versus and that's another thing the environment we're in um, we all on this call want to see each other do well and as you say Randy and Braff. And, and and braffing is encouraged in some in in a lot of cultures. Jamaica is a very different place, and I'm and I'm going to be telling the story on that, Randy. I understand that too. I understand it also, which is one of the things that you hear me talk about all the time. You know, here's what I know: I grew up, and only people that I see braffing is the people in that in the less legal part of life, and um and the entertainers and the politicians, some politicians, right? <laughs> I want to allow a class of people to show a little bit of the Braff lifestyle and somebody young coming up can see it. I know, say, yo, I don't have a bus gun to do that. I don't have to join politics if I don't want to do it. And I don't have to, I don't have to, um, I don't have to be an entertainer to do it. I can work hard. That's like my favorite, out of all of the, the, the US billionaires, my favorite one is Robert Smith because he's not in sports. He's not a, a, an entertainer. He's just a nerd. Who knows the markets and knows tech and work hard for it. That's something that anybody can look up to. We can't bond tall like MJ. All of us can't be bounty or beanie. And those of us who are smart are not going to touch the life of crime. So I want to show a full life to people, to the young me out there who can see. Yeah, see Paul and him blue three three thirty-five I and him never bust a gun for do it. Him, him, him work hard and him get it the right way. See Barry and the and the sports yacht. And he never bust no gun. I hope he never bust a gun feet. That's a joke. That's a joke, of course. But yeah. I, 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 that's by what the I way, want. and by the way, Randy, you know, before I go, um, on behalf of myself and, and the Cornerstone team, I just want to say my money, Jay, is a big, 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 big thing. That's number one. Um, number two, uh, we want to um say say congratulations to Chris and just raise. Um, uh, I think five or so uh, billion, and he's upsizing. 
um uh, uh uh you know if 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 you guys can tweet and 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 um just you know encourage people to look at it the banks paying uh, crazy rubbish interest rates um what what chris is offering is is um my understanding is 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 uh you know gives a, a great return for the average the average man um you know uh, i don't know if there's ever been a a, a kind of um a structure like this uh so 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 you know i think that they've upsized so uh congratulations as uh, uh chris on 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 that and of course you know it, it wasn't buried at the end of the first crisis, you know, but it, it, it learned a lesson and it went ahead and, and did it. And it's not, we did the first APO, but we, we do it. So thanks for, <laughs> thanks for showing us another way, right? Yeah. Just to make, yeah. <laughs> just to make you know. Yeah, man. Um, Can you imagine but, but, when but you, congrats, do, you start congrats, with the renounceable right to show them the right way, brother? Oh, my God. Jesus. My money had jumped already. <laughs> yo, yo, Randy. Randy, that train, the gun. <laughs> no, 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 no. But we'll talk, we'll talk, we'll talk. We'll talk, we'll talk. We'll talk. But yeah, man, congratulations, guys. Yeah, man, thank you very much for that, man. Yeah. And listen, the platform is always open for everybody. All anybody needs to do is come on and ask what they want. I do see, um, and thank you again very, very much, Krista. Uh, Simon, I see you on, and I also have Dr. Phil on. Phil, I don't want you to wait forever. So if there's a point, Around what we're going to talk to Simon around, you can jump in. But Simon, I know you had some tweets out there. I see people send me the tweets. I am very, very, very happy to touch it back since we're touching back a little bit of the market from our non billionaire level, right, Simon? Yeah, I was just about to say, I look like I'm the brokest person on this call. And this, uh, no, 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 I know. I'm working on it, man. I'm working on it. You can work on that, man. I hear you. I hear you, man. I hear you. But, but let me hear what your point, your question was, Simon. Simon, Raman, Raman, I don't know. So if you go say you're broke, you know, the, your, 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 your partner, I hear you. Yeah, your boss, I hear you. That means him not nah, paying good, and that not look good for him, and then not look good for me. And, and, and Chris Diane, I'm going to want Chris Steve, you are Raman, right? So, so, so come here, you talk. Say, you, you, you know, say you're broke. Yeah, 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 you understand? All right, all right, boss, man. Simon, you see that? The first brick talk you come out for the year and you get a raise already. My God. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you, man. Um, Randy, uh, sorry, I, did, I didn't want to change the, the the tone of the conversation. It's been going on so well. No, man, that's um, so you, that's you can segue. So let's, let's but, jump but, but sorry, sorry, Simon. Paul, Paul, we don't talk about thiefing people again, right? Slavery has been abolished. The talent goes to where it's best rewarded. All right. Simon, just make sure that Raman and the team is rewarding you as best as possible. Right? I'm positive <laughs> of it. Positive of it, Stereo. Simon, Simon, Happy New Year, my brother. You're welcome, Simon. Yeah, yeah, Randy, big up. Um, but it's been a good conversation so far. I've been on oh. for, for a little oh. while. Um, but I mean, I, I think. No. Dana, you know. Randy, you hear me? We are hearing you. We're hearing okay. You. Sorry, about that. sorry about Simon. That. You... Yes, yeah, Simon, you're saying. Yeah, sorry. Um, I was just saying probably uh, that. that 
the, the part of the conversation has been a bit tedious. I mean, Randy, we know that we've had this. Um, well, not just me and you personally, but generally in the space, um, this conversation a bit back and forth. Um, oh, about, 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 about mechanisms. I mean, it's not necessarily that. Um, I just had a few questions. I think I pointed them out here. So it's actually somebody messaged me and said, tell you that the KPU, KP REIT has been doing buybacks before the APO. Um, that's a point there. And also, I asked a question. Pause, you know, pause what, one sec, pause one sec. Mm -hmm. Because I don't want you, it's not that we're throwing it all out. Yes, KP Reed has been doing buybacks from before. Mm -hmm. It's not a new thing. In fact, they spoke about doing it after they did the right issue. It's a, the buyback is a great mechanism. You, you're not out here hearing me preach for the buybacks or anything else like that, right? Mm -hmm. I am speaking about the method of raising capital that ignores the effect of the share price. The, the one that I forgot, thanks to, I saw your tweet, so, Thanks to your tweet, DTL. I did forget that. And I think you're saying yeah. that there are factors around DTL that um, cause the share price to not go up. Extraneous factors other than the APO. Well, well, let me let me let me let me bring it back into the um into the forest and ask. And it's something that I've asked in the big group. Um what so 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 I've heard you speak about the APO effect and I mean based on based on what you've presented and the information that you have supported that with uh I can't say you're talking foolishness, right? Um but I, I guess what I'm trying to understand a bit better is that the, the, the APO share prices have been going down. Um a majority of them outside of um Barita, of course, um since since each of them have been done. What percentage of that or what other factors have impacted those share prices actually falling? So I always hear the rhetoric that JMB share price has fallen from 38 because of the APO, from the DDAPO. Um, but I mean, there are there are a few other factors influencing JMB's price. I don't often hear about that. Um, detail is another such one. I don't often. Pause, pause, pause. Such as what? So mm -hmm. You're coming with the Trini shareholders thing? Well, the Trini shareholders thing is actually a real point, no? It, it is a point, but talk to me. Have you ever actually looked into the numbers of that? Yeah, I have. I can't share that here. But, but, well, but, JMMB is traded on both exchanges. Why mm -hmm. would then the JMMB Trinidad price not reflect the level of volume movement that the, the, J, the, the Jamaican one? Reflect and hold on. I'm not even going. Let us let us give it to it. Let's say that okay, the Trini shareholder price, mm -hmm. shareholder point is what has helped to influence JMMB to remain at or below its APO level for the last four years or since the APO. Um, let's what's the other one? DTL. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let's 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 go back to more my my question, Randy. So my question is that I've often heard about the APO effect and its impact on the share prices. Mm -hmm. And I guess I want to understand from your perspective, I mean, you've been, well, along with Danai, probably two of the most vocal people on this, what mm -hmm. other factors may have influenced um, the prices to move negatively over the, over the years um, and, how much, and how much of that share price movement would you guys say, based on your research, has been attributed to the APO effect? I would say I would everything say... impacts the share price. 
the, the company, the company, people, people, well, if, if it Danaya, didn't happen. Danaya, I know that um, everything impacts the share price. I guess what I'm asking for you is to, to, to help me. Is there another major factor that will push the price out? So, so what, 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 what you guys have been saying is that the APU effect has been um, the reason that caused some of these prices to stagnate over the years. So I'm asking to what effect and, and what other factors may have influenced that and to what effect. Um, if, if I can pick, pick a stock and I will use it as my example. Yeah, it's a very open question. But yeah, do that. Pick, pick, pick one. Don't pick Marita. Or you can if you want, but I'd, I'd pick any of the others. I mean, uh, well, I never have any on top of my mind, but I mean, you can go with Der. Yeah, go with, go with, go with Derman. Go with Derman. Even you know, I should have choose Derman, and I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted there. Um, so, 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 I will, I will, I will choose Derman, but remain quiet. And now you guys know, know, know why. Simon, come on, Simon. We can have a conversation if you're quiet. Not, we can have a conversation if you're quiet. Um. Derryman did their APO win. 2020. Yeah, top of 2020, yeah. Simon well, no, reflected on Derryman. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd 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 rather use something else to be honest. Very, right, very complicated. Let's, yeah. let's keep you employed. Let's let's not have somebody else increase your pay. You can use JMB, that's the most popular one. All right. So nobody cares. Well, about the most JMB. popular one Damn. I've I've heard. Yeah. Damn, when did JMB did their APO? 2019. Uh, 2019. At the time when the APO was spoken about, people were excited about them buying into um, Sajikor Financial. We're looking at a share price of $50, $50.30 at August 26, 2019. No. Mm -hmm. Jimmy, the share price started to dip because people were excited also about Trans Jamaica, which had a heavy marketing campaign going on in late 2019, if you remember. I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Early 2020, also, people got the units. People still excited about the Sajikor thing, you know, but March 2020, COVID hit, right? Mm -hmm. That uh, If you look on every single stock on the market, then you can see that, what I call the COVID dip. It is very, very clear. The people watching on YouTube can see it on my screen. It's a very, very clear dip in March for every stock on the market, right? JMB was included in that. In fact, they fell all the way down in July, the end of July, July 27, 2019, 2020, they're now at 3162. All the way to October, I'll go to the end of September, they're now at 2950. They're below the APO price. Now, pause for a second. What are the two most popular ways to make money from stocks? I know you know, Sam. I just let's carry everybody through. Two most popular price ways to make money from stocks. Uh, price dividends increase, dividends. Games, right? Yeah. Cool. Now, the dividends. Us shareholders have no control over that. That's the company's um that's the company's work, and you get a piece of the profits paid out as the board decides, right? The other one, however, is cap gains. And cap gains are determined completely by us investors in the market. Would you agree with that? 
Yeah, it's, it's traded by people, so yeah. Yeah. And so for me, cap gains, if I'm going to profit from cap gains, it means I have to sell the thing for higher than I bought it for, right? No. Yeah, go on. Uh, yeah, uh, go on. Now, JMMB brought on, we'll say, thousands of new shareholders, if not hundreds, we'll say, I'll say thousands, and if you want, we can say hundreds. But they brought on a significantly large amount of new shareholders at a share price of 38.75 when they did their APO. In at the end of September, we're looking at a share price of 29.50. That means that everybody who bought in the APO, assuming that that was the only time that they bought, they are now at a loss position. If I bought as a regular member of the public at 38.75. Profit for me begins at 38.76. Now, if I'm at a loss, 29.32 at the end of September, and I don't know much about stocks, I am worried. But I probably don't want to sell at a loss, right? We get to the we get to early December, we have a share price of 34.16. Not quite 38.75, but close. Maybe some people are in it for a long time. Maybe they're, um, they're, they're, they're thinking, you know what, I'm okay taking this little bit of a loss. So they're coming out. What you'll notice with JMB share price every single time over the past few years is that every time it gets close to 38.75, you get a lot of people selling. And so because a lot of people are selling, the share price Hello? decreases Hello? because, of course, you have a... Yeah, man, you're not hearing me? Well, I think I'm more worried. I'm not even... With this not you hearing me? thing. You hearing me, Dad? I'm hearing you, Simon. I'm hearing you too. I hear you too. Simon. 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 Yeah, he Simon needs to jump to... off and come back on. Okay. So let me what... let me text him. Uh, uh continue around Yeah, man. So at thirty-eight seventy-five, I'm looking for that price to get back to my profit. Bear in mind, we are now at this point, the end of June. So we are coming close to, I'd say, a little over the half-year mark in 2020. Well, no, this, it happened in what, 2019. So at this point, I am more than a year out waiting to get back to profit, and I can't see it yet. Get to the end of 2021, we are looking at a share price of 38.72. Of course, a bunch of people near the end of the year trying to come out near that price, it's going to keep falling, right? Really? Yeah, man, we're hearing oh, you, Oh, I, I hear, I, I hear, hear you, no, no. I, I, I hear yeah. you, no, no, Randy. Okay, perfect. Mm -hmm. Perfect, yeah, man. So what I've been showing is that simply because the share price has been below the APO mm -hmm. price, and we're now looking at a period of one year, year and a half, no two years, you have a lot of retail investors who either frustrated and coming out, meaning they're selling for less than 38.75, okay. or every time it gets close to that, they're selling at that. That means that there are people who are coming in below 38.75 or at 38.75 for example march 22nd march 29 2021 the share price is $32.60 if i'm frustrated and i sell my apo shares at that price that means that somebody now has a profit point of 32.61 you see how the profit point for a large amount of people keeps going lower and lower and lower aka the apo effect the only time since then, that the share price has passed the APO price is near is March 2022 when people chose to misread the JMMB notice about the, the buyback. They expected it to be what they wanted to see. They never see. 
at the start of April, and immediately the share price started to fall again. Here right we are now, January 2023. JMB share price is 32.67. It means that every single person who today, well, 32.93 today, every single person who bought at 32.93, their profit starts at 32.94. What you have is a, a floor that keeps going lower and lower as a result of a massive amount of people coming in at 38.75. Pick any of the APOs, and that happened. In fact, the only reason it didn't happen with Barita is because, as you'll see, you can tell the dates when Barita did their APO, and you can see the volumes right after. Literally the very next day, you can see the volumes in Barita's, um, in Barita's queue where heavy buys were done, either from, I guess, institutional buyers or maybe from the, 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 the ESOP, which was publicly put out there. Nothing wrong with that. But it says to me, at least it said to me from my external perspective, that it would appear that somebody at Barita understands the market and understands this effect on people. So they understand the need for heavy buys to be done right after APOs happen, right? It's the only one that has done it. So every other company has that has the major effect. No big player can outdo the total effect of the market. It don't matter how much money they have, it would mean that they'd have to buy and buy higher every single day in order to outdo don't the market. Don't stop buying. Yep. Yeah. That's a lot of money. So the reality of the APO effect is that because you've brought in the public, external shareholders, quote unquote, at a price that is much lower than everybody else's, than the current market price, you have now created a, a floor, a price floor. And if there is no reason for the masses of people that are just in law to get their, to get their, um, to, to, to buy at a higher share price, then what you'll have is a share price falling. I'll go one step further. The fact that the APO tends to happen at a time where, let's say the share price is $50 and the APO is $30, mm -hmm. it means that the very next day, my $30 shares are worth $50. Now, if I bought just the no, $50 flip, shares worth $30. No, no, no. The shares that I bought for $30 are now worth $50 the very next day because if it's the $50 shares being APO'd for $30, when I buy in at 30, the very next day they're worth 50. I'm assuming that they have the same price, right? Which is going to encourage Wait, people immediately to sell. All I'm saying is that if, if, if there's a no, it's the other way around. Um, Danai is right. But, yeah. but go on. Danai is right. But if but, it's but, the but, market, but, the APA but, is but, but Randy, there's one more thing. There's one more thing you, 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 you left out. And, and if that were the case, if APO prices were below right to your prices, yes. No, no, not but rice yeah, is your prices. But your yeah, prices. Rice is not in that conversation. Right, yeah. right. So, so, the, so, so, so when the APO is announced at, at $30 and the market is trading at 50 if I sell my shares, I can, I can now take my $50 worth of shares and go buy back in the APO at cheaper. Right, right. I'm getting more Which units. So it's immediately, I'm, it's a sell-off. But yeah, and Randy, Randy, what I'd say which is a big point, which is a big point. Uh, and to your point, you, you have ways of doing it wrong, but you also have ways of doing it right. When the APO price is above what your rights, if your prices uh, were, then you advantage um, your, 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 your rights as your people. 
Yeah, yeah, but that's a, that's I, a I very think, I, think, I, think, I, think, I think that's a very very. Yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah, man. It's not a wee. <laughs> 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 only can talk about we, Randy. Yeah, yeah but, but, but what you need, what you need to understand, enough, Paul, is that I don't have an issue with Barita. I have an issue with APO. Hold on, Randy. Randy. Well, that's why you need to send them to the Rand- Barita school. Well, Rand- grow. Uh, yes, I'm Randy. <laughs> <laughs> Big up, grow. Randy, so I heard, I heard almost everything you said, and I, I, I appreciate the trading history, but I, I don't think you answered the question. So, so what you just explained to me is kind of what you've explained to me a few times before, which I, which I completely understand. But my, my question wasn't to, to break down the ceilings and floors that have happened over the past three years with JMB. Ah, that's true. Your question was, it's... are there any other factors? Yes. No, so so my no, so then I then I asked, uh, said the right thing. Everything affects the price, right? So what I'm what I'm what I'm asking is how much of the the the, the negative price performance in JMB here was impacted by all of what you just said over the past ten minutes in your um, estimate. So, so, so you're I, asking, I would about, say, okay, I what percent? What what? I think that's that's answer you're asking, right? What what portion of the the total movement would be, would you attribute to that one thing? Yeah, so 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 JMB has moved from well, um, Randy R- Randy did well at starting with the history. When the, um, Randy said when the SFC thing was announced, it was went up to fifty, right? Yeah. Um, the, the the APO is at thirty thirty eight um point something. So let's use the thirty eight point something over the past three years. This moved from thirty eight point something to now. You said thirty two point something, right? And and I think you just said what. So I'm asking what percentage of that negative price performance over a three year period would you attribute to the APO effect? I would say most in terms of actual. ああ、いや、だからハーディングとしてまあ、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの
So, hold on, hold on. From the right Ran the Randy, so, I, 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 I hear you. Um, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. So, so, and, and, and this is probably the data part of me kick, kicking in because we can actually do this analysis, but I, I just, I just fleshing it out here. So you're, you're saying that about 90% of JMB's underperformance over the past three years has been attributed to the APO effect. Um, and, and so, so, so you, you can attribute that, that, that performance. No, that's actually not, 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 not significant in, 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 in the question that I'm going to next. Uh, it's not really, really that significant. Um, so how much of the underperformance? So, and, and, and then you said, which is an important point, you said that if they didn't do the APO, the price would have probably skyrocketed. Right? I, I, I am willing to bet money on it because I was betting money on it. How much money? Well, you want to... Well, you, ah, ah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Let, let's, not, let's not go there. So, let's not I go there. So, I, so, so what about the other stocks? What about the other stocks over the past three years? And sorry, I don't have my, my money in front of me. Anyways, big up my money. Very, very, very good pla pla platform. Yeah, man, big up my money, jay.com. Big up to the good, team. Good platform. It's not me, I'll be clear on that. We have, we have a, a, a team and the team works hard, so big up to the team. Yeah, man, big up, big up every, every, everybody, um, all the stakeholders. Yeah. Anyway, we're getting off the point. So, so, so what about, so if I were to have my, my money in front of me, sorry, I don't, and I were to pull up share prices over the past three years, mm -hmm. um, let's, let's, let's go to financial companies now. And mm. if I found financial companies that underperformed over the past three years, but have provided good news and fundamentals and all of that, and mm. those companies without an APO underperformed, mm -hmm. then what, at, what was attributed to their underperformance? It's a different reason. That's, that's the question before doesn't answer the question you have here. Yeah, I, I I guess what meaning, I'm what meaning, I'm getting... meaning mm -hmm. they can have two different completely uncorrelated reasons for underperformance. APO is not the is not the only reason we would say there is it is not the only reason we say a company underperforms. So another company can under underperform for its own completely separate reason than the others. Well, tell me yeah. which uh, companies are Thank you. Thank you. But the question here then is which ones here do say underperform? Tell me who these companies are. Yeah. No, guys, remember, I'm saying I have the my money in front of me. No, but, but I'm, I'm, I'm about Simon. Yeah. About Simon. Yeah. This, this is not cricket, you know. So I don't know why you're bowling them kind of Google is here. You know? That is a serious Google. <laughs> what? Google. Google is. is, is boy, 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 Chris. I'm young, you know. So I'm, I'm really wise, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm not a I'm not a cricket man. I'm a FIFA man. Ask Ask Randy. I usually beat well, him. Should, up should some, be, be Kirk man? Cricket, uh. <laughs> yeah, Kirk is, Kirk is more the cricket man. But Randy, I, 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 my 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 point, which I've highlighted to you before in our big group, um, is is the 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 challenge that I have is when when you say say no to APO, and then in the disclaimer. You say, of course, Barita did it very well, so this don't apply to Barita. I don't say that either. I say, let me be very clear. Mm. I say, once I hear APO, I sell. Once I hear right issue, I buy. I say, when it comes to APOs, the only one that has been done differently from the pack 
has been Baritas. And even theirs involve a hell load of spend in order to avoid the APO effect. And then I show it to people so, very, very So, Randy, you, you, you've never said say no to APOs? No, no. You want me to say no? Say no to APOs. Uh, anyway, yeah, I never, I wasn't pushing <laughs> it to say it, but no, but you say you never say it that way there, so not, just say yeah, that. Because I want you to understand that it's not a, it's not a, a clip, you want the full context of the thing. For a okay. retail investor, mm -hmm. for a retail investor, an APO is destructive to your investments, and that has been proved by literally every single one, with the exception of Barita, who has done a hell of a lot of moves in but, order to... Preserve the uh, price. Paul made a critical point in his statement, you know, and I think instead of putting this on the mechanism, an APO is just a mechanism. How can I? You should. You should. You should. You should probably. Hold on. You should probably place more weight on the people managing the mechanism. Why? You mean the people? What? Let's be managing serious. the mechanism or the, or the final mechanism that let's be serious. is less tedious. Paul Simpsons in the market. But well, there's only on one people. Paul Simpson in the market. Exactly. exactly. So, so, so that's why I got a sales speech. Yeah. <laughs> I can't depend on the people who have who have shown that they are not either aware or don't care about the effect on retail investors to suddenly act like they do. So I'm not going to say look on the team. I'm going to say say no to APOs, but read the prospectus, see what's in there, and if it's somehow if I read an APO. I, I, I gave this out as a freebie. I'll give this one out again. If JMMB had done an APO and said that within two years we are going to do a reverse stock split, I would probably think, okay, there might be an opportunity to buy this. But you're asking me to ignore the very clear evidence of literally every single APO because of the team. I can't trust that somebody in another company is going to do what Paul Simpson has done. I don't know that people in other companies are aware of even what has been done or able to do it themselves. If they were, they would do it. I think, I think... Paul Simpson, hold on. And even Paul mm -hmm. Simpson and team did not start off with an APO. They went right to your first twice. Well, Randy. That... Mm. Randy. I think, yes, I think, I, I think the evidence, the evidence, um, one of the things I would say, Simon, is that Randy is dealing with a, a, a audience, a lot of whom are not stock market professionals. And so he has to develop some, you know, easy phrases for them to go by. Now, when you look right. at this whole thing about APO versus rights, it's, it's very complicated. And when, when, you, when you start to break them down case by case, you know, you can, there's a lot, a lot of things going on. So, for example, when you're doing the APO and it's at a higher price than your rights, you're bringing in strategic people and your float is is as close to zero. There's no company the size of Barita that has a float that is so low because you're bringing a strategic investor. He's not coming in to sell. So you're not getting any float from him. And a lot right, of the investors right, in, in Barita are they're 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 looking for the long term. So they know, True. you know, a lot of people they go in IPO and then full up them them cap them cap deck with flippers. That's not the case with Paul. Paul's people are they are sticking with him. So there's no there's no 
liquidity there and then he delivers in a balance sheet so you get you get financial performance you have no very low liquidity and and so it, it's a good, great recipe you look on the other hand with with like a jmb which is one of the cheapest financial stocks on the market right now and you start out at 50 you announce a thing below where you were so immediately you have people saying hey I'm going to sell at 50 so I can buy back at 38. Right, Chris. Right, <laughs> right. Right. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Think about it. Then on top you of would. that, no. <laughs> well, well, I mean, I certainly did that. And I mean, like a bad oh, there you go. Right. <laughs> you would. You would. Chris, Chris, hold on. Right. Chris, 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 hold on. I, I, I'm going to cut your point because I think these guys tiptoeing around something, right? Nobody wants to be to build the cat and say, well, what about the effect of Chris Berry on DTL? No, well, I don't really want to discuss this in that open forum like this right now. No, okay. Randy, Randy. Come on, you, you see me on the phone, on the thing and Chris on the thing. Are you serious? You know, what? Randy, <laughs> anyway, no, Randy, no, I couldn't no, hear no, anything sure. before a while ago, and I just, I this is yeah, when the audience started. Break up, Randy. You break up. <laughs> no, no. The truth is, the truth is, the truth is, the only thing I will say about DTL, mm-hmm. and Paul might not go admit this now, but sometime, sometime within the next. Before he ends his career as a great investor, which so far he's one of the best in Jamaica, he will admit that he overpaid for that stock. Right? <laughs> but that's the only thing I will I'm going to give you that. that. I'm going to give you that. I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest about that in about, in about, I, I would, uh, sorry, I'm going to be open because I'm always, the guys who work with me, who is on, they know I'm, I'm, I'm always honest. As honest as I can be. So, so Chris, I'll, 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 I'll answer I'll the question in about three, three months. No, 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 I'm going to. No, I'll, I'll, I'll know in three way. months, Chris. I'll say it another way. You were more optimistic about the prospects that had actually turned out. Right? But that's all I'm going to say more answer your bad. If, if, eh? I did, if I did own 19.99%, if we did own 99 Nineteen point nine percent. I would give you the answer now, but I'll give you the answer in about a you know month to, to three months. Um, okay. Uh, well, well, all I say to you is that if in three months, you know, the problem is rectified, I'll be the happiest man in the world. <laughs> no, no, I no, 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 no. That's not. That's not what. I... <laughs> me too. Me too. But I, I, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, because you actually you infer more than me. Trust me, trust me, <laughs> trust me, 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 no. But but what I'm saying, what I'm saying, Chris, is that I that that reality, I suspect, I'll I'll um I'll take it on in in about uh, uh three months. I'll 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 look into it. But 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 but, but that's not something we we, we should. Let's, let's give a, give me give me a quarter before I can before I can be publicly open about it. Well, boy, like if I that's say, all it might un- take, boy. After two years, I will be glad if this is resolved in a quarter. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 I'm what I'm vexed about is that I never buy 
SVL at um when it was in the teens. Well, I even didn't tell I was, you to buy. Yeah, even though I was, I was warned. And I, I was warned. You were warned by I, me too. You, you were, you were. You, you did. You did. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and, I, and I'm admitting it. You know, I, I, don't have, I don't have no qualms about admitting it. That, that, um, that, that, was, uh, that, was, that was one of my, um, um, you know, that opportunity cost was wicked. That, that hurt. Well, let me tell you something, you know. If you if you come to grow, if you can make the time, you will learn how to pick a stock like no. No, no, I can tell you. You know, you know, you know, Randy did not miss the Hey, and Danai, mega, mega, mega techno up on the offer. Anyway, anyway, I get, I have a joke for you guys, right? I don't probably like this one. Tell me. So over the years, right, since Barita was listed, I was used to make a lot about Barita because Barita always is one of the most volatile stock. So it used to drop down to nothing and I'd buy like three, four million and then it would like triple and I would sell it. <laughs> but I I I I heard that this fellow who had offered a job a long time ago, a guy named Paul Simpson. You know, he took over this company. But I didn't find out until after I took profits the last time. Had I known <laughs> Paul was taking over the company and I'd kept the shares. You, you know how much money I, I, I threw away by selling early? <laughs> <laughs> and, well, and, and Chris... Chris, I, I was sitting on about five million burrito at I think I paid like a dollar fifty for them. Jesus a mercy. Mm. Mm. That's that's oh, hurt my belly. Mm. Oh my god. <laughs> well, 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 gentlemen, here's what here's what I can suggest for both of you. Both of those stocks you mentioned are available in the market Monday morning. Feel free to write your wrongs and buy both of them. The market will be happy. No, my God. First of all, let me tell you, my love SBL, and there's something I don't even have to hide because it, it, I, we, we chat and cuss about it every time in our investment management meetings um, at the cornerstone level. I'm just talking about the cornerstone level now, which is a private company and not listed, so I can talk free. Um, mm-hmm. do we, 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 that, 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 I think, I, you know, so, so I hope it, I hope it come off a little bit, <laughs> knock on wood, so we can buy some, right? Um, that was one of my my, my big mistakes. You you did warn me, Chris. Um, I think it was thirteen. That no, it was it was nine dollars at the time or ten dollars. It has fallen to probably about nine or ten dollars, and I couldn't have gotten it for like thirteen dollars. My God, sure. Yeah, well, you, you know, but I definitely, I would have to um. Revisit not not one in a boat right now. I probably buy one of of, of Chris's own, right? Because I would make a lot well, of money. Well, my advice to you, Paul, is that since you don't like boats, I, I if I were you, I'd have tried find another three three series Biba, what one, one of them <laughs> old one like what you like, I buy another one of those because if you're not going to enjoy a boat. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I need to do. Is 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 talk to Randy and look on the charts and hopefully SVL pull back a little bit so we can buy some. Yeah, so that's the first mistake. Hoping you know, oh, that's a strategy. 
Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> we, teach, we teach real things like how we talk real things. It's not, it's not a hope that this thing is. is you look at the, the, the future of the company, you look at the reality of the company and the reality of its market presence, and you step forward. And that brings us back, and I'm going to cap the APO point there. It's the last point there why I'm against APOs. Because an APO strengthens the company's balance sheet, but weakens its share presence in the market. And it kind of abrogates, I won't say it abrogates shareholder rights because it, it, it is done properly, but it hurts. And it, it's, it, it's clear that it hurts. And the people who don't have the three series or the jets or the yachts, they're not in it all the time for the 10-year journey. Sometimes they're in it for the 10-month journey. And APOs is destructive to them. That's the simple truth. So I want, if I could have it my way, I would have everybody understand the strength of a renowned civil rights issue and how it can give you the same amount of capital. It can still allocate to specific parties, but it can also be beneficial to the small man or woman who is investing a little dollar. That's we're all going, uh, we're going, we, We're going to come with some technical points um, to, 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 to give you a different perspective uh, on, on that. I am, on this I am on always can, going can, to be improved. You can cap, you can cap, you can cap the, the, the argument on, on that one. No problem, no problem. All right, uh, Simon, you're cool with that capping also? Simon, if you guys hear yeah, man. Simon. Simon, I have to get a better internet provi service provider, man. Well, we're not doing Simon at all. All right, so we, had, we have Sir Phil and yeah. the man from Japan waiting for a little while. So, Sir Phil. What's up? Also, yeah, man, Mark, Mark waiting, so I'll I, I, I bring Mark in. But, sir, Phil, let me hear what your point is. Just a quick point, man. I, I don't want to... Um, I, I beg you not to, not to quite cap that APO argument, APO rights issue Ooh. argument quite yet. Um, uh, the truth I find this, man. It won't be a long point, man. It won't be a long point. Big up, let me big hear up, it, sir. sir. Got you. Sure. Big up Sir Simpson and Sir Chris, big up Simon and everybody on the call. But um but I just I want to make a quick point. Um Paul had made a point earlier about you know APOs bringing in um about bringing in money and using that money to to invest and you you are seeking alpha, you know, at, at all points you're seeking alpha. But when we look at um and it's a very simplistic view, but JMMB before they did their APO, they had um uh, in that year they had a net profit of three point eight million dollars. They did an APO and they issued like six hundred million shares on top of the one point three billion that they had. So that would be about a third, right? Of about a half, right? Three years later, which company is this, Phil? Sorry, JMMB. JMMB. okay, okay. Three years later, they have bought um, that stake in huge stake in Sajikor Financial. Mm -hmm. Their net profit is almost four times that amount, mm -hmm. right? So if we talk about seeking alpha, they have sought alpha and they have found it, but not on the market. But the share price has not moved, and I know it's a very simplistic view, but you know we talk about buying stocks for the long term. You could argue that that is medium term, but the point is when you do a APO, when you do any raise, you 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 do a raise in order to in, 
improve the business of the company. Um, yes, you have some dilution. Whether it's an APR rights issue, you have some dilution. But you expect that what the business that you are um, improving with the money that you've gotten is going to outdo that dilution. And mm-hmm. But because of the way that you do the raise, as you guys have outlined, it severely affects the share price, despite the fact that, you know, despite the, the amount of profit. Yep. that you have compounded over, over you know because of the because of the raise so i just wanted to make that point i mean it's clear if you the jmb is a clear example of it and the others are i mean proven has proven i mean i don't know how much things proven by since you know <laughs> since i do the apo and nothing um yeah, so I, I don't I don't think that it's so I, I just want to put out a a challenge to Paul and and all the um those investment bankers. Mm-hmm. Um when the technical guys give you a, give you reasons to, to do an APO, just ask them why can't we do that? What what whichever reason they give you, just ask them why we can't do a renounce renounceable right issue. And see if you can get a good answer. I begin. I will do this. Many years, ago, many years ago, I said no more free Randy. But I will, I will, for the future of the market, for free, play the consultant role in the small way that I can and show how every single thing that you want from an APO can be found in a renounceable rights issue. Just to kill that thing because it can kill the market. Dilutive yeah, secondary offers are dangerous around the world. I don't care if we want to call them APOs in Jamaica. A dilutive secondary offer can kill a market, especially a young market like ours. That's a young in air quotes, but really just coming into its own. You do not want lower financially literate people who are expecting something to be constantly disappointed. That is a dangerous thing. I understand from a business perspective why APOs could be done, but the business perspective is not the majority of the people in the market. And I, I, I think in this, I'm speaking for the majority of the people in the market. I mean, the, but the business Phil, perspective. Yeah, man. And sir, Thank you for that. And sir, sir Barry actually added to the point. Yeah? Sir, sir Barry actually added to the point um, in that he pointed out that um, Barita brought on um, investors <laughs> that uh, that did not add to the float, and so yes, that works. <laughs> that works. That does not um, work against the, the the share price. Yeah, man. That's um, a point against APOs. Yeah, man. An APO but that where, is a point APO against the, APOs. Yeah, the, the, where if the new party coming in is not going to release shares across the market, meaning actually sell to the open market, then the, 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 the dilutive secondary offer can work. It is that element of bringing in a lot of people at a lower price without any controls on them, which you can't control retail in, investors that way. That is the dangerous thing about it. It is that element yeah. that makes it bad. Yeah. We have even a microcosm of the whole thing with the I create. And, with the and accurate, would, I was going to say that exactly. Yeah, it would appear that like the larger shareholders who got in privately are dumping their shares 
and you see the effect on the share price in a small way. So it's a microcosm of the bigger effect. But at the end of the day, we'll leave it for that conversation that, that, that Paul yeah. and team have promised us. All right? Thank you very much for that, Sir Phil. Yeah, man. I get, I'm excited. I'm excited right, to, to, to put on my gloves in the ring with you, Randy. All right, bossy. No problem. <laughs> uh, Sir Pickles, the man from Japan. Yes, yes, yes. Both a trio man, we still but big up um big up to all the members of the um uh, the space here. Simon, Chrisberry, Paul Simpson. Paul Simpson went to a good school, you know. So you know you go. Um it's a quick story, that's great, right? Yes, back. <laughs> great eyes. Um I was studying at UE um UE library and Paul Simpson was sitting across from me at this. It was like three o'clock in the morning and I was studying for a physics exam. Now I forget it. Fell asleep and started to snore. Then somebody comes to me, say, um sir. Story and disturbing the whole library. Then Paul Simpson started to laugh. I said, Yo, boy, you I'll give me advice to study for your next hour, but now I'll be rated. I'll be rated. Um, <laughs> I think he was studying for M27 exam, Mr. Elmo. Um, Elmo Finance over here and applied. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> the things have. You're telling the things have. So, yeah, man. Back, so, to the, back to the, the, the question you asked, yeah, Krista had asked, and you, and you, Randy, it's it, it, it in my DNA. Right, so now at one eighteen, we just get started. <laughs> Ask Simon <laughs> and Marie. Yes. <laughs> man, I've been there for a long time, isn't me? So just pick up. I'm really proud of you. Know? Ah, tonight, then big up Randy and Paul. You know, anyone up to man, isn't me? Out. Yeah, do okay, brother. Big up. So pickers now are in the usual line. I think. Oh, I, think, oh, I, think I think Paul would agree with you on that one, you know. So. Fesco, Fesco, Okay, we're not hearing you either, you know. So I can just go through it kind of late. So I'm just going to go through the, the, the speakers. And um, if, if, you, if you fix that, Orville, you can, you can send that request and we can talk. All right. Uh, Marlon, you can hear us again? Still not there. All right. Next up, we have Mark Gale. Happy New Year, Mark. I haven't seen you here in a long time. Yeah, man. Big up, Randy. Big up, Danai. Big up, Paul, Simon, Chris. Um, never know see you still listen to Brick Talk, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys are too consistent, like, we can't keep up with you guys every Friday night. So, when I get that chance, and you know, I'm, I'm realizing yo, things spicy tonight with, with all of the, all the tweets. <laughs> me, I said, yo, the timeline, the timeline, they're on fire. So, I walk on, so I'm coming here at one bagger, bangarang, so one bagger, other night, and all these things. so yeah, I, I just wanted to ask you a question, Randy, and then I, about the, uh, Randy, mm-hmm. I caught you, um, the APO effect explanation, right? And I guess the one question I would ask you, I have a different hypothesis about, you know, why APOs, why companies that have done APOs, you know, have not performed, why the price hasn't performed well. But what I wanted to ask you is, let's just say that we had a hypothetical... Well, let's hear it. Well, no, man, let's hear you. Hold on, let's so let let's me just ask the question it. first, and then I think that will, will lead you to you know, what my hypothesis is. So let us say that there's a hypothetical mm-hmm. company and we could use, a, a, you know, a real company, but I'm not going to because, you know, I'm conflicted. Why? You are conflicted. Barry is 
conflicted and so on, right? So let's just use a hypothetical company um, that, you know, it's a, it's a small company comes, you know, raises the, the minimum on the, the junior market, $50 million in, in an IPO, right? It's performing really well, knocking, you know, financials out the park and, um, you know, quarter after quarter, it's performing really well. And then it decides that it, want, it wants to raise some more money and then it wants to do another APO. I do, he wants to do another fundraise and they choose to do an APO and it's a 50, they choose to do a $50 million um, APO, right? Now, in, given that that is the case, and let us say, again... In this, this hypothetical company is in, is in our stock Yes, and it's, it's listed on the junior market, so there is the minimum for the junior so market. Yeah man, I, I, yeah, man, yeah. So, so again, so it's a small company, right? And so because they're, they're small, they, they couldn't raise the max, so they decided to raise the minimum. So they decided to raise the, 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 the $50 million, which is the lower end of the range, right? Then, you know, they took that equity capital, they invested in the business, and they grew. And as a result of that, the, the fundamental performance of the company improved significantly. You know, let's say profits doubled or tripled over the following 24 months, and then the stock price, you know, um, rose accordingly, right? So given that that is the scenario, and then they decide, okay, you know, we've proven out the model and we really want to accelerate. And so therefore want to raise more, more you know, equity funding. And so they want to do another round. Um, and, and so they, they chose to do an APO. And remember, they've only raised $50 million in share capital. So Mike. Yeah? Mike? Sorry to cut you. I, I, don't even I don't think you even realized you did it. You said APO when you meant IPO. No, man. Yeah, what, what I'm saying is, so they did an IPO first, right? <laughs> yes, but you said AP, that's what I was confused. Okay. Um, so they listed for 50 million. Right, so they did a, No, they want to expand. Right, so exactly. So, um, so they did an IPO first, uh -huh. right? They raised $50 million in... $50 million, in, million, million, million and they're for $50 million. million. Right, exactly. So and then... The expansion. Right, and, and yeah. they have... Exp so based on the equity that they raised in the IPO, they executed on the plans and they knocked the plans out, out the park, Right. And then, mm -hmm. you know, two years later, they decide that they want to kind of kick it up a notch again. So they, they, they want to go out to the market for an additional $50 million, right? So that $50 million $50 in share capital on their balance sheet, and they want to raise an, an additional $50 million as an APO. Now, given, mm -hmm. given your theory, what do you, and what I just outlined a while mm -hmm. ago, what do you, do you still believe that the APO effect will, will happen in that particular instance? Do you know what the APO effect is? Well, you just, you just described it and you described it well, so I don't think we need to rehash it. Tell me it in your words. No, you tell me it in your words. Well, based on your description, my understanding, no, no. right, my understanding yeah. of your description, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, my understanding of your description is that um, when a company um, basically issues new shares at a price, either at the market price or below the market price, then that essentially creates a ceiling for the price, right? So, um, wrong. No, no, stop. You can pause there. No, okay. no. The APO effect is when a company issues shares, and it can be a low. It makes sense for it to be a lower price than market price. When a company issues shares to external parties, okay. So not to the shareholder, the shareholding circle. Sure. They, they, they issue shares to the public or external parties who have no issue selling said shares once they are in possession of them. That's the APO effect. Okay. The APO effect is a company with 500 shareholders and a share price of $10, bringing in 1,000 new shareholders 
at a share price of $2. That company will not see anything above the $2 region for the next few years because you have brought in a thousand new people at a much lower entry price. That is the APO. Right, okay, so going back to my example, right? So let's just say on, that, you that. understand that? Yeah, man, I understand that. I understand that. So I, I'm just trying to kind of like. And um, I just want to make one point there. It does not need to be a lower price. Exactly. Right? I'm just saying that. I want to put that on the record to say it does not need to be a lower price. To disadvantage the existing shareholders. But go ahead. Go ahead. It feels it when it's a lower price and and that that, that it accelerates what happens when it's a lower price. Okay, so so for the sake of argument, let's just say that you know they issue it at the market price, right? So in the in this example, you know, they IPO'd at a dollar. Because of the fundamental improvement of the, the, the company, the stock price has gone to three dollars, and then the APO. That's not why stock price. That's not where the price goes. Sure, right sure. But I, I'm saying, for the purposes of this example, just go with me for a second, right? We can't. No, I can't do that. I can't go down the incorrect road just for it. Just, just skip the reason. The share price is now at three dollars. Okay, exactly. The price is now at three dollars, and the APO at three dollars. Three dollars. Three dollars. Yes. They're free to, they're, they're free to new shareholders, brand new. So everybody get all existing shareholders get diluted. It's not a rights issue. Uh, you know, if any existing shareholders want to participate, they have to participate in the APO, right? So right, they have to buy into the APO. So everybody gets diluted. So they've they've only raised fifty million dollars before, and they're they're raising fifty million dollars in the APO. At so so the question you're asking is: Is the APO effectively still applied? Yes, likely. Well, possibly. Hold on. It's now. possible. Been... And it's possible. Why I say it's likely? What's the actual? What's the share care for the no, company? No, it might oh, not. Oh, oh. No, hold on, hold on. It might. Hold I, on. I know. That's an I'm... interesting situation where it might. It is. Not. I'm doing. I'm doing the same thing you're doing. That's different. Okay, angles. go ahead. Go through. Go through. But go through. you don't have to. You don't have to be. You don't have to be, separate. It doesn't have to be simultaneous. What I'm, what I'm looking at it is, yeah, it, there's other other factors that can come into that and make that not necessarily a problem. If the company like trades very often and 50 million are dropping a bucket, dropping the bucket overall for its share capital, for its thing that, for its for its for its share capital, then that might not be a big issue there. It, it, well, it's it double like share capital. Like, so, but yes, continue. But hold no, on. man. You're I don't, I don't mean share capital. Uh, not share capital. Uh, not share capital. It's like, like market cap. Market capital. Market okay. capital. No, man. Oh, sure, float. Even float. But even the market then. Market cap is correct. They're accurate. <laughs> You're funny. Uh, <laughs> the thing there. The... Well, yeah. It, the, the, and suppose they have like some really strong plans that people see a strong tangible benefit from after that APO, then the, then the effect might not be so heavy. Very it, good It depends point. on the company. Danai, it, it's not that a, is exactly... It, it is not a broad brush. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you. Applause. Anyways, the gloves, the gloves, the gloves didn't didn't come with me in the car. So so is that is a next convo. Go on, go on, go on. Hear me out. That point that in your in your hypothetical case, um, Mark, where Share price is at three dollars. A bunch of new shareholders are brought in at three dollars. Mm-hmm. It could very well avoid the APO effect. No, I'm not saying that. Um, I'm not saying that it, it couldn't. The price actually, while it doesn't have to be, the price is oftentimes a very strong um, 
factor in terms of the dilutive secondary effect, the, the, the APO effect, I call it, right? Mm-hmm. Because if the share price was at three and this offer was at one, then mm-hmm. we would have a problem at one. But the fact that the APO price is matching the market price means that it's no, the, the bigger factor no becomes the future performance of the company. I am actually okay with that. Or, uh, or, to, or, no, hold on, no, stop, pause for a second. Pause but Ron, I'm going, I'm going to, I'm it, going to help yeah, you, you out. I'm making, you to, making your point. I don't need the help. All right, go ahead. I don't need the help. You don't know my point. I am actually on record multiple times as saying, and Dana is also, that there might be ways in which you can tweak an APO for it to work. Now, in the event that the company uses that capital well, and everybody got in at the same price, so we're not worrying about the price, it's at the same price, then you might not have an issue. Now, let's be realistic about it. If I am in at a dollar, and this happens at $3, I might think, well, on the risk of it falling, let me sell. In fact, let me sell at 280 right? Which might then screw up the actual APO be, um, going to completion. Randy, no, if, Randy, you're going down a, a road. I'm going on a road that, that the market lives down. You don't need to go down that road. No, sir. That's practical. You don't need to go down that road to make the point. But it's a possibility. This is why we don't lose money on the market over this side. Because we go down the road and understand it fully. It's a wonderful setup that you put out there, Mark. But assuming that the shareholders are coming, don't sell. And also assuming that the price that they get it at if you go to the public, it's actually equal to, to equal to the market price. Then you're then you're in a, a a very interesting place. But my question then would be a point that none of us have touched: Why do that to the shareholder rights? Why go through this trouble for fifty million? Okay, but no, no, hold on, ma, 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 give me. Come on, go on, Randy, Danai, mm-hmm. um, who benefits? If the current shareholders um, are in at a price at one and a rights issue happens at three dollars, uh, and the rights issue, uh, uh, sorry, and the, uh, who benefits if the if the if the current shareholders are in at one dollars and the APO happens at three dollars? Good, good question. Hold on, Mark. Hold on. You said who benefits. Uh, mm-hmm. Assuming that the money is raised, then yes. the company benefits. Company benefits, yeah. No, not just... You know, well... Hold, hold on, Mark. Mark, Mark. I know, I know where you're going. And Danai are two... They're, they're very smart. Very smart, guys. Randy and Danai. Who benefits if the rights issue is at $1... And APO, so if APO. They, if, the, if the if the no if current if the current if the current shareholders okay okay yeah. if the if a rights is is at one dollar uh-huh. and an APO is at three dollars since it's a good mistake let's use that good mistake if a rights is at one dollar mm-hmm. and an APO is at three dollars mm-hmm. who who benefits. When you say it was, so we're talking about the same company in let's say same company, yeah, they can either go rights issue or a thing, they, they can either go rights issue or APO. And, and you're saying if it's an APO, went... it's a three dollar, and the rights issue is a one dollar. Yeah, they're raising the same amount of money. 
and the, and the raising capital for the business. No, the, the rise issue happened at a dollar before, and then I, I think is what Paul was saying. No, 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 no. Even if it, at the even same if it happened. Okay, got you.
and I understand what that, you need but you to, have to show what you need to do is, is what you need to do is qualify the mechanism. And if I the mechanism do. is done wrong, well, often exactly. Well, we didn't what, mean, what, 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 and that was almost so every single time on the show we talk about AP on his mention. Yeah, I, will have to say, I will have to say it's all non Paul Simpson's uh, APO. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but, but Chris, <laughs> but Chris they, you know why, but, Chris? Because when we were putting it together, that is exactly the point. One, we that Barita engineering cl- class of shareholders were one class of shareholders were on our minds. One class minority shareholders. Because if the minority Thank shareholder you. wins, to, to us, everybody wins. Everybody wins. Exactly. Right? But, but, right? 100%. The, right? So if the, the minority thing. shareholders yeah. win, everybody wins. And I can yeah. tell you something. That is why I don't agree in investing in stocks that you are not in the same boat as the board and management and the larger shareholder. If you are I not agree. in the same boat as them, don't, don't invest in that stock. I won't be in the stock that bury in, right? Because if it if, if him get hurt, I get hurt, which is yeah, good, which means that he's going to be the Paul, best. Paul, Paul, you can't you can't try to kill yourself, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, you can't try to no. kill yourself, no. Mm-mm, I won't be in a bo- the boat. So how you? I want him in the same boat as proven? the largest shareholder. How you explain proven then? <laughs> well, I told you that Ooh. there's a stock. I told you that there's a stock that. I you're don't not that, in that, the that same I'm not going boat. to be invested in. You're right? Not or in I the don't same agree. Boat. Go ahead. You're, you're not in the same boat. You 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 have said exactly the question that Randy sorry, answered the question that Randy asked me um uh, uh, about an hour and a half ago. Agreed and you have answered that question. You have answered that question. But you of all people, why you do that? It don't make no sense. <laughs> no, you're not going to draw me out. <laughs> you're not going to draw me out. No, no, because, 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 I mean, listen, listen. You're not going to draw me out, Chris. No, you know, And the truth is, at this point, that is a, um, that is a, a well, I shouldn't call it a rounding error, but it, it, you know, it's, it's, wow. It's, it's, Damn. Uh, it's, 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 it's not, um, you know, it's, it's not material. It's not, it's material. not material. Okay, I understand. But Paul, let me, let me just try and uh, ask you something for you. I you know, but Paul, that. you know, the problem is this, right? <laughs> we all come and we say, oh, we're being frank and open and all of this and, you know, we we we, we try to learn from each other. I told all of it, you know, Chris. I, I, I and that is going to learn from each other, right? Are going. And then, no, you say we mustn't do this thing, and then Don't you go it. back and do the same thing where you're telling us. When? when no, it's no, confusing. When, when did I do it? When did I do it? I don't understand you. I confused. And hold on, hold on, Randy, <laughs> put it up on the screen and see when that transaction happened. What do you mean? The four point nine percent have proven that. Um, what are we talking no, about? It was five percent first. Five. Five percent of Okay, 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 okay. Right. But 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 that that was that was that was a different. Um, and 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 the reason I didn't I didn't participate in their rights is you, Chris. Um, I did not. Uh, because of the exact reason what I'm preaching against. 
Oh, listen, for the avoidance of doubt, guys, I'm not saying it's not a good stock to buy. I'm not saying that. Don't, yeah. don't misunderstand oh, what I'm saying. Right. We're right. clear. Right. Thank you for making that clear. <laughs> what I want to ask, Randy, and uh, I'm sorry if you just jump in like this. Yeah, Randy, you Simon, don't... Simon, hold on one sec, though, because I yeah. want this to be very clear. I can tell that something happened with Paul. I suspect you heard our views about APOs from everybody outside of us. But anybody who actually listen to what we say, know that we talk about that nuance. No man, yep. no man, no man. I'm there, I'm there, I'm there, I'm there, Randy and Danai. Yeah, man. No, 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 no. So I'm when there, I I'm say, there, so when no, I say no, no, no to APOs, there is a caveat that I always give that there. We have said exactly that that if somebody can come with it in a way where this effect can be mitigated or removed, then that's fine. But until then, I'm saying no to it. And my question is always, why do it when you don't have to do it? Quote the great Wayne Marshall, you'd remember this song back in the day, Paul. Why you do it when you know you shouldn't be doing it? I think you were talking about something different still, but (laughs) (laughs) I think you were probably talking about something different. But 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 just to kind of like just put a a bow tie on the the, you know the point I was making earlier about my example, right? Um, which Mm -hmm. you know, I am happy that we got a chance to ventilate it because. You know, in all this discussion about APOs over the last, you know, year or whatever, it's always focused on the larger entities, right? And this is my hypothesis. My, no, hy- sir, my, my no, hypothesis. Maybe, maybe for you, maybe for you, hold on, okay. maybe for you, but let me be clear, because unlike you, I'm not going to say that. You, 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 you build something that sounded a lot like any focal, and then you back off from it. We don't back off from it here. Even just any junior market company, doing an APO at the low level is unnecessary. But if you bring in retail investors at a lower price than the current share price, you set yourself up for trouble. At the low numbers of the current junior market, there is no need for it to be done. Do a rights issue, and there are certain things you can do around and within a renewal rights issue to allow it. The biggest concern, I think, at that level would be can the, the, the majority shareholder or the controlling shareholders maintain their control? There are things that can be done around that. I have to always fall on the side of the retail investor. It is a retail investor who so far has been burned by every APO except the burrito ones. There you go, Paul. And um, unless everybody else who is going to do it is going to show that they are thinking along the same lines, then we're going to be burned. Right. And, 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 and the retail shareholders have a market Randy, where, where these are public companies talking sure, about. Sure, and I you're you're see you're making my point for me, right? Like which is where I was going. The point I was making, and the reason I asked that question the way I asked it, is because and my hypothesis is is that it's not the APO effect, it is the effect of large issues relative to the size and the pockets of retail investors. Because, in other words... Yeah, man, that's, that's what we call incorrect. Let me just finish. Let me just finish, please. Because okay. my hypothesis is that a lot of these large issues that want to raise billions and billions and billions of dollars, the, the, you're not going to raise billions and billions of dollars from the average retail investor, right? You have to... You have why to, not? You have no, to include... Why not? Just here, why because, not? The, because Jamaica, the Jamaican market hasn't developed to the point where enough of our retail investors don't have that aggregate amount of investing power yet. However, you're... Right, Mark, what you're saying is rubbish. Not in, in a nice way. It's rubbish. Look on Wigton. Granted, the pensions were in Wigton. Granted, the, 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 um, the, the some institutions were in Wigton. But how much of Wigton was retail? 
Look on Transfer Randy. Window. No, Randy, 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 Go easy, Randy. Randy, where are you getting the team for me, You guys want to listen? You guys want to listen? Come on, yo. Mr. Miller is the one that did the interview. Simon, Simon. Okay, hear me out. I'm going to go again. Yes, the pension. I I wonder if you guys heard me a while ago when I said that. Said what? Yeah, man. We heard the pension. I said, pension. yes, the pensions participated. Yes, the institutionals participated and participated heavily. But the idea that you cannot raise a strong amount of money from the, in, from the retail market is not an idea that I'm going to abide by. And it's not an idea that is going to justify, oh, well, an APO that is at the retail level won't burn. Because the reality of the APO effect is very much done from the retail level. It is not the institutions that are selling back heavily on the market to cause JMB share price to not go anywhere. But, but okay, so I listen... think about what I just said. Sure, I hear yeah, the said. volume of the sorry, volume of the retail investors that have bought into the APO that are selling to cause the price to fall. No, no, no. But exactly okay. when the pension buying, the pension buying for 10 years, 15, 20, Correct. 30 They're years. Not selling. When the institutionals buying, they're buying for these long periods. When the funds buying, that's what they're buying for. But when somebody take them two hundred grand and it drop below, the day them sell it in the queue, they might drop it ten percent. Somebody else drop ten percent and them come a little further and them sell theirs, it drop fifteen. The downward breaker hit. The next day, the other person have a hundred grand go. May I get up before the downward breaker hit again? That is the day to day reality of the market. Okay, use use the use the inverse. Use the inverse. Um, um, Randy. Use the inverse. Randy. No, Randy. Use the inverse. What happened if I, you know, I want to buy six million barita stock or six million uh, week, let's say twelve million Wigton stock. Twelve million units a Wigton. Mm-hmm. Um, you're choosing to buy it on the market. All right, or sorry. Let's let's say I want to buy five percent a Wigton tomorrow. Well, five percent a week ton is probably is gonna require the average retailer can can do that. No, but we're not speaking about that. We're it is it is literally no, that's but, the lack of them being able to do that. That is the point. Yeah, I want. But I want that's my point, that, though, Randy. And it's gone, sir. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I want. I want to jump in. Sorry. So, so I I, I declaring interest here as an investment banker myself with with Paul and um Chris to some extent as well. So Mark's point was that the the what we're defining as the retail market here, and retail here is not a, a, a derogatory term. It's just we're talking about everybody outside our institutions. Yeah, um, Mark's point. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I just I just clarifying that so everybody understand. Um, Mark's point is that if you want to raise a certain amount of money, the that particular part of the market cannot raise it. So. The points that you pointed up a while ago are unrelated. They are unrelated to what Mark Mark is talking about. Because in your comment, hold on, Randy, let me talk now. No, but I'm saying that's wrong. Yeah, but hold on, let me finish that now. In the amount of money that the retail cannot get. In your comment a while ago, you said if them raise this excluding 
pension funds and but you can't exclude that things that Mark is talking about. That's exactly what Mark is talking about. You said excluding pension funds. That's not what I said. That's what he said. What do you mean? I he said, said, yes, we can exclude the effect of the pensions and the But how can you? In other that's words, the that's the point that I Mark mean, is saying. Yeah, that's the point. How would we turn? Let me so, say it another so, way for you to get the comprehension because you're not understanding me. Let me say it another way. Yes, the pensions and the large parties are heavy hitters in that and they put the majority of the money in. Is that clear? Yes. Outside of their effect, however, that's that's what I mean. You understand what I say? I, I hear you. What I'm saying, Mark is saying, including their effect. So if you say outside of their effect, you're drifting from what Mark is saying. Exactly. So what no. he's saying, to raise a certain amount of money, and Paul said it before. Paul said, if you want to bring in a strategic party, and you're looking to raise, we're talking about bigger money here. So let's say you want to raise $13 billion. We, I, I think generally what we're asking from you is, can the retail market raise $5 billion? Can the retail market raise $3 billion? So when we're yes, looking at these issues, let's, let's move away from theory and, 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 and all of that. You, okay. you have people on this call. Pause, pause, pause. You are... I'm going to do, no, do it in two ways. You need to broaden your horizon a bit. Why can't you sell the renounceable right? Why can't you renounce some rights to a pension? Why can't you renounce one billion of a three billion dollar raise to the pension? Randy, you're getting caught up yeah, in a wrong thing. Like it doesn't. No, it, it, you're not, the mechanism no, doesn't matter. If 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 the if the oh my God. Randy, if the liquidity is not there, it doesn't matter if it's an APO, IPO, rights issue, renounceable rights issue, participating preferences. It does not matter. If there if if there's only one billion dollars of retail money, mm -hmm. uh, hypothetically speaking, I'm not saying yeah. there is, but I'm saying. If there's only $1 billion of retail money for, for an offer and you are trying to do a $5 billion rights issue and only targeting mm -hmm. retail investors, it does not matter. You're not going to raise the $5 billion. That's the reality. Oh, why, Tell me something. Can you well, Mark, that's not the point. Why, why is the rights retail? issue excluding... Why, why is the rights issue only being put to retail? I'm. I'm. Why is why is why no, is because, the no, because, right no, because it, it goes back to the point I was making earlier, which is that most of the APOs that we have seen that are commonly referenced mm -hmm. to you know about this mm -hmm. APO effect are main market APOs. Mm -hmm. That is what that, that doesn't matter, Mark. Yeah, but it, oh, so you say if it's a junior market APO, it's not going right? to No, so feels, no, no. But then I remember the remember the example I brought oh up: the fifty million dollar IPO and the fifty million dollar APO. The reason I did that, I did that very Mark. specifically because Mark. we all wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. because what you, you Mark? Because on, we all on, on this call have a general um, understanding that a five hundred million dollar IPO can more or less easily be raised from retail investors. We all know that. We see it all the time. That's why I chose the $50 million figure because that, there, that's an implied knowledge that all of us have. And so I, I did uh, that Mark, specifically. So, so the point I was making is for, for a company mm -hmm. that did a $50 million a, um, IPO, it performed well, yeah. it deployed the capital well, and then it, it, and then it came back to the market for $50 million um, to the yeah. retail market. I specifically chose that number because... Yeah, no, we, we wouldn't need yeah, to go to pension right? funds, right? And so, okay. and, and so, 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 go, so, so, I love what Paul brought up about the so price. Mike, Mike, hold wait, on, wait, hold on, on. Randy, Randy, let me finish now. The reason that I love about right. the, the point about the price is because the reason, like, if if the, the market price is three dollars 
and the company decides to, to do an APO at $3, the reason that the company likely believes and is confident that it can sell an APO at the same price as a market price is likely because there is not enough supply of shares available for the demand currently in the market, right? So it, it genuinely believes that if it, what, what? If it issues $50 million worth huh? of shares, it can sell the $50 million worth of shares in the APO. That is the only way. Otherwise, yeah, but, otherwise but, but, you would but, want to do that discount. Yeah, 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 I, I agree. I agree. They will do that for that reason. Right. But what, yeah, what, 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 what's the point there? So the point I was making is that the, um, when, when we simplify the figures down to the smallest amounts that we all agree that, okay, retail investors can meet that demand, then... It, we didn't do that. No, but, I did that. I, I did that to the 50. I did that to 50. And, then, and I did that to make it clear to all of us that... Once it's reduced to 50, and we all believe that retail investors can do it, then you know, the principle of the APO effect comes into question. Right? Because no, we all... Not because no, it, not because really. Because Mark, it, can I, Mark, can I, can I ask... We already addressed that. You know, you know, that's why you notice, that's why I asked him what the APO effect was, because it was clear that he doesn't know. He thinks that it's something else. That's he why I feel like... something else. Yeah. Mark... So why would you have to exclude the pensions? Well, I mean, it's a fifty million dollar offer. Pensions and pension funds are not going to invest in a fifty million dollar offer. We don't have to exclude. Let me say, own shares, so they get money every that? month. Let's do it. Who tell you that? Yeah, who tell you that? The pensions will put at two or three million. All right. Well, I mean, the, the, the investment bankers on the on the call can can speak to that. But, but yeah, man. Well, I can because because actually operating that space, I can speak to that. Am I wrong, that. Simon? So, so pension, pension funds, pension funds will allocate their money um, where, where it is if it's efficient. If, if they see that the rate on an offer is going to be significant, then I mean they might participate in $2 million. But a lot of them would prefer and, and consider the opportunity cost and would put their $100, 200000000 million that they get on a monthly basis in a larger, in, in a larger relative investment. So okay. most are likely not to participate. Okay, so we are, so, but, but you don't need a lot because again, it's just the pension. So thank in a you. fifty million, if in, in a fifty, 50 million dollar, exactly. exactly. Randy, exactly. but you alone can give a company fifty exactly. million dollars. Come on, that, that, that is come true. on, come on. That is true. However, that's not the point, Mark. Yo, back to the point. Uh -huh. Why would why would why would you then think that? If a rights issue, a renewal of the rights issue was done, a pension couldn't. couldn't no man, it. that's a separate issue. The, the 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 question was, if or the point I was making, right, which is why I asked the question. I, I give my example. The point I was making is that I my, my hypothesis is that the reason that APOs have underperformed is because most of the APOs mm -hmm. that have been done, particularly the ones that have underperformed notably, that are frequently used mm -hmm. as examples, tend to be on the main market. Mm -hmm. And the average retail investor a five, does not. The average retail investor does not actively invest as much on the main market as they do in the junior market, right? And we can see it in the performance of of the, the overall markets for both. And you can also see it in the performance <laughs> of the individual companies. Now, to be clear, no, that's, that's hold on. But to be clear, I'm not, not I am not saying that there are no retail investors that you know, invest in the main market. I'm not saying that because Nobody there are many... Nobody that you said that. Nobody right. said that you said that. Nobody's thinking that. I said, I'm just talking I'm in broad strokes, just generally speaking. No, but you're, yeah, you're, but you're saying that more of them on the junior than the thing there? Than the main. Why? 
More um why what do you mean? More of what? More retail investors? Yeah, why why? Oh, you because they, they well A the offer the floats are smaller. Um the offers tend to be smaller. So you know, I um I can get a more meaningful allocation as a relative to the float size as a retail investor. Um, you know, therefore my cap gains are likely to be higher because there's more demand. That's incorrect. A hundred percent incorrect. Okay. Well I mean you know what I don't understand, Randy. What's that? Why are all of these APOs fully subscribed? Why do people <laughs> buy them? Well, no, but Chris, but, no, that's because, no, because they're sold like IP, no, right? Because they're being sold to institutions and what? I said, and that actually brings up another good point, Chris. Is that a lot of these guys that, well, in my reading from the outside looking in, especially these main market issuers. When they're doing their APO and they're raising their multi-billions of dollars, they're going to these institutions that they know that are just going to hold for a very long period of time, that they're not, you know, having a holy so picture. Why does the share price stagnate if that's true? Because a lot of junior marketing investors are not participating. You don't have the, the high volume relative to the float in the main market um, that you do in the junior market. That is incorrect. Look at the share price. Look at the counts. Look at the actual active... No- Maybe maybe I actually know because I'm looking at look at JMB. No, it's it's okay. It's okay. the retail is there, man, Mark. Like it's pretty strong. It, it is extremely strong. It is why look at KTV. What, what does strong? Why did they buy what does strong, strong mean? No, I, I think, what I, think mean? I think when you're looking yeah, at this the, thing, there. Strong. I mean the the the, the junior market it, 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 has it, a higher percentage very of strong. right. Exactly. So are, in other words, it, you know, Simon, Mark and Simon. Paul and Barry are. Aren't the typical retail investor we're talking about, are they? Right, but okay, so like five hundred million dollars. Well, what I'd say, what I'd say, just just one second. What I'd say is that uh, I wouldn't compete with GMMB and Berry on the retail side of uh, IPO or APO, right? Um, one of the most successful uh, IPOs. Um, in terms of volumes of people, Chris, 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 Chris did it. Um, GMMB is yes, I think Chris did Wigton. Yeah, and it was a bottom up allocation, which meant that the no, no, the hold on, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me just, some, let me just state some I facts. Just checking. Uh, yeah, man, I just I'm stating some facts, but uh, if you look at the the the, the participants of the IPO. Um, it was very uh, skewed to to re- retail investors. Retail, a lot of retail investors came in. However, mm-hmm. um, however, uh, the larger institutional investors, pension funds, or whosoever else, mm-hmm. um, came in with significant volumes. Now, if a police and a soldier and a nurse, uh, uh, um, a, a blue collar worker came in. They could spend okay up to one, two, three, five, you know, possibly ten million dollars. If you are going to buy over ten million dollars, I suspect that would be coming from a high net worth client or institution. I don't know. Mm-hmm. If you look at JMB, JMB has one of the largest books um, in, in in terms of clientele, and so the again language. on the reit and on the retail side, you can't you can't uh, uh, compete. On, on 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 a bottom up um a retail retail cycle so if you want to wait, compete wait, no, no, be, in, be in terms of bringing 
in bringing in bringing on in bringing on hold on, on give me a second in bringing on large investors um uh large strategic investors uh you're gonna have to skew to uh, uh you're gonna have to have a skew to 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 in uh institutional uh investors including including uh, uh high net worth clients and 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 pension funds i'm just stating that for a fact i'm not saying year against what what mark is saying i just want to set the context for the listeners yeah, i understand because i also understand that the facts didn't agree with what you were saying but he needed it to not agree for his point to be made Back in wait wait which facts what? didn't agree with what i said what, be specific why, why the facts about the effect of pensions one coming in and two the actual APO effect which again you're not speaking to what it actually is you're speaking to the price only and and well you know the shareholders can raise it the raise isn't a question these larger APOs that happen and they're raised like Chris pointed out they've been raised and they're oversubscribed and the large shareholders are coming aren't selling so why is the share price falling then who is selling well, that's a good question. I suspect it's like the retail investors. Well, if it's uh, only if it's only institutional and retail in the market, and the institutional is not selling, no, most of the retail. That's selling. what I just said. I just said that. So you're agreeing with me that it creates an incentive for the retail to sell at lower and lower values over time. That is the actual APO. Yeah, effect, but I think you, and it happens independent. Yeah, but you're missing the. You're missing what I'm. I'm not missing your point, but your point is in, is beside the actual APO effect point because you think what you think that I think the APO effect is is not what I've ever said it is. So, so sorry for my simple. for me being a newbie on your show. Um, uh, just 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 educate me for two seconds. What is what is the what is your philosophy of the APO effect? The APO effect is when a large amount of shareholders or a large motivated shareholder receives shares at a lower price than the current market price and is then incentivized to sell at profit at a much lower price than the market price. Hence the JMB example of $50 market price, $38.75 APO. Profit starts then at $38.76 which means that a retail investor is going to be incentivized to sell at 38.76 or higher and you've brought in thousands of retail investors at 38.75 so that means that you have a motivated group of small people who are willing to sell at a much lower price the only way to go around that is to have somebody buy heavily when they are selling which i know you understand paul no, no. What I what I do understand is 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 my point of view on um, successful APO uh, uh, effects and 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 and, and right tissue effects. And so, what I'd say to you also is is that when structuring APOs or right tissues or in, you know both classes of right tissues, mm-hmm. um, you want to take into consideration, as I said before, yeah, um, we give an exemption to the Paul. Rights offer effects; those are excluded. <laughs> all right, all right, Chris. So, In so I'm, I'm so, 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 so I'm speaking about how you not dis- disenfranchise the average retail, um, the average retail 
uh, uh, investor. Investor. Yes, and you are your legacy investors. And the way you do it, well, in my mind, in, in my mind, in my opinion, is that you you look at what um, any you know the strategic large guys you want to bring in, and they have to pay the legacy shareholders. They have to create alpha for your legacy shareholders, your existing shareholders. And one way of doing that is them coming in at a, at a delta, price. at a delta that gives um, uh, anything above one to the current, uh, 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 the existing, the existing um, uh, uh, shareholders, which is a higher price. And that, so and agree with that. Go ahead, go the ahead. only way we can agree with you on this one is if when you're doing APOs, not only for Barita, but for every company, you stick to this formula. Go easy, no, Chris. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Chris, I'm going right now. Don't hit it, don't hit it like that. <laughs> no, because you see, you see, no, no, the whole and, and, and Chris, you know what? Running. You know what? I'm going if let's let's play let's play a little hockey right here, right? I hear you. And and if and if and if we get into it now, this is going to go till five o'clock and and, and and it's going to be one for the ages. And and Randy, you're stoking you're stoking it. And um, I, 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 am, I'm, I am going to speak about it, but not tonight. But Chris, I'm going to say, I'm going to say absolutely, we want our ethos to, to matriculate to everything um, uh, uh, and osmosis to, 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 to what um, we've done, we've done with, 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 with Barita. So, 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 so fair enough. I will, I will, I will take that. Um, I will take that point, and I'll dive in, uh, dive in it with you. Uh, 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 over. No, we don't. We don't need to dive. If, <laughs> if, 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 thanks. If we, if thanks we for giving operate. me so, Thanks for so, giving me an afro. No, 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 no. Whether, whether, whether it is the APO principle, as Randy described it, or right, the, right. the, the, the APO. The, the point is. People have to put thought into structuring, not to put the retail, the existing shareholders at a disadvantage. Yeah, man. And if the structuring is done correctly, then the whole market benefits. And that's really what we're trying to achieve, to have yeah, these man. things done successfully. So, yeah, we can put a lot of labels on it. And at the yeah. end of the day, the label don't really matter. Right, 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 right. But right, right, at the right, same right. time, Randy's right. point is being, he's speaking to a lot of people who are not experts. Right, right, He right, has right, to right. have a simple terminology to say, hey, guys, right. when you see this kind of thing that look like this, exactly, this is what we call it, and you need to be careful because you're going to get hurt. You may get hurt. Get yes, 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 yes. You're very yes. likely to get hurt unless it's a barita one. Yes, all of those get exemption. <laughs> well, we can't give him an exemption yet, you know, because that's true. Because we have some massive know, we that you put that out there. But yeah, he has promised us, and we accept the promise. Yeah, well, I, we, we, I, I'll make sure that the team, our internal ethos, uh, matriculate to, to, to the deals they look at the 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 the, the look at at, at Chris one hundred percent. All future deals, we need to stick to the Barita principle. 
Fair, 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 fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Thank, thank, thank you very much, gentlemen. Thank you. I don't want to stress nobody else for the rest of the night. I think we've had a lot of stress. Quite a night. Quite a night. Quite a night. <laughs> Randy Paul back brought it. I can't take the stress. I do it. You think you get to be a billionaire without being stressed out? That, 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 that is true. That is true. I suspect that is very, 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 very true. Thank you, both gentlemen in here, both other billionaires in here, and any secret billionaires in here, and the millionaires, the multimillionaires, and the rest of us. Um, thank you very much for this brick talk. I can tell you something that I said to Danai earlier. I give him the choice as to whether or not we wanted to do it or put it off this week. Um, are we in true fashion? Every single time we really don't want to do it and I do it, it works out to be a very good brick talk. So thank you, everybody, <laughs> for um, jumping in. Thank you for the views I've heard. Thank you to the gentlemen who have come and laid out a lot of conversations. This is the sort of thing we want in the market. This is why earning season brick talk exists and um big up to everybody with all the efforts including Paulie and i have to tell you again we know um say it one more time please that little, that pitch, deck. pitch deck um you know we we have simon we have krista we have uh you know persons popping up all the time chris chris please just pass by give us a give us a nice um vibe on on on, on stocks and the rocks and pitch deck we 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 look at you know I, I need some help looking at um the the we have 60 uh, about 70 applications um of 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 individuals who we 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 we're going to, we're going to be investing in their business um I, I think you know we might can't pull down all of them but certainly if you and i are on it we, we can pull down most to all so 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 give that a vibe as well um uh berry uh randy of course i know you've been retweeting thanks for that then i beg a retweet on on pitch deck oh, paul simpson ja um and stacks on the rocks i beg you and and tune in you're welcome um, um, pause for a second simon i know you still do it can you hear me yeah, man, I, I can't hear you. Audio, audio going remember up. Remember that night when I was at Stocks and Rocks and I tell you, I said, stick with this thing, you know, it's a serious thing, you can get some corporates behind you, you know, stick with it. Do you remember that night? Yeah, man, I remember, man, everything coming come to fruition. Randy, I hope to see you, Montel. Montel is going to be spicy at Palisados. Come yeah, back, I man. We are bringing it back to basics, you know. Ask him for send the jet, I'll try and be there. No, <laughs> yeah. I, I'll make I'll make Barry send the boat. It's right yeah. after Arbor. No, Barry have a jet, oh. too. Right? Is the oh, I'm sorry. I'm jet. sorry. I never right. know. I never know. <laughs> right. Helicopter, we need one. Helicopter. Well, I'm happy that you stick with it, Simon. And I, this is what I want to say. I'm happy to hear it. I, I would love to tell you that, listen, anybody who win pitch deck, I will try and give them a grow up course if they don't, if they don't get one already. If they haven't done Me, it already, I throw that in. We accept that. We we will take Excellent. that. Uh, Excellent. Thank you. Has has joined on and and in in uh, my understanding is that they they said they'll give one year free membership. Um, Barry, I don't hear you. You never come off mute and say you'll try and make it. Will you try and make it, uh, Chris? Mm -hmm. I touch you. I touch you off here. All right. And and, and let you know how it's going. All right, I'll I'll take that, I'll take that. All right, guys. I mean, you know, we we we. So so I've I've given the plug to um to pitch, pitch deck, deck uh, Randy and and, and of course what you're doing here, brick talk, big, you know. And and again, my money, Jay, 
you know, it 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 not normal. Um not normal at all. Big up and thank you. And um thank you again to this team. So thank you for everybody. Don't forget Danai easily. Somebody might not like it, but it is the truth. The best financial advisor, um independent financial advisor that's working for people right now. So you can go to him at dhalladvisor.com. And if you want to learn about investing, www.everymickle.com slash grow. Um, it is easily the best investment course to teach about the local market. There is no better. And thank you again to everybody who's been here. And thank you very much, Christopher, um, agreeing and, and touching a wonderful point, one that we hope to touch again in the future. So thank you, guys. I won't keep you any longer. Have a great night. And goodbye. I said, then I drop off. So I'm gonna say good night for him. Yes, I'm say big up. <laughs> <laughs> big up and good night, everybody. Big up, gents. Right, night, have night. night. Have a good night. Have a good night. Grow grads. I'll see you tomorrow. Yes, sir. All right. What's better than one billionaire? Two. Two.